Talk Recorded live. Welcome to the Lost Lowdown, podcast number 81, with your hosts, Claude and Justin. What's up, guys? We're talking about the penultimate episode of Lost, number 16 of season 6, What They Died For. What did they die for? Well, I would say they died for our pleasure and enjoyment and and, and entertainment. <laughs> that's that's one thing. Yeah. It was, a, it was a fun ride. Yes. Uh but in terms of uh in terms of the island what they died for, it's surprisingly what we already knew. Yeah. Which was the candidate situation. Right. Uh, so I thought that was sort of surprising that it wasn't something more specific right. the candidate. Right. But I guess that's the most important thing is, you know, who's going to take over for Jacob. Right. So, yeah, uh, pretty, pretty awesome episode. I was, it was, uh, uh, it was great from the, from the first scene to the end. All right. Are you surprised I liked it? Um, not really. I'm just yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, no, it makes sense. I when I watch it, I I had a hunch you would like it. Yeah. It's, now this is this is great stuff. It's uh, it's very very enjoyable to watch, and you know, there's a lot of. I mean, there's there's some big stuff in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know, it's just very uh. Very refreshing to come back to this after the yeah. uh the whole the whole backstory fiasco. Yeah, yeah. Um, Time out for a little story about the island. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, getting back to the main the main drama in the present was uh was it was, was really satisfying and um all of the you know, it it's it, it, it's like it's it's just it's so interesting to see where the characters have have ended up and uh, and then you know and then then the flash sideways stuff is, is getting super crazy. Oh my god! Yeah, the flash sideways has blown me away. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm so I'm so into it and it's just uh, I don't know what they're doing. I still have no idea what the, what they're doing with that. Yeah. Like here I am. It's you know last chance before the finale to call what they're gonna do with the flash highways. I have no fucking idea. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm gonna try to say something just just in case I can have a correct theory. But I really I I don't have any confidence about about where they're going with it. But it's exciting. It's all somehow they're all gonna go to a concert or something and. Mm-hmm. And and then what? I really it's don't know. It's gonna be the best concert ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Desmond's just getting crazy. Yeah, he is. He's like, whoa. I thought that scene with Claire was like creepy and insane, but like now it looks like he may or may not have control of Jack Stat's coffin. He's He's paying off cops. He's getting arrested. He's mm-hmm. he's making deals and and like wheeling and, and it's just it's getting it's getting to the point where it's like where can they go from here? Like how can they end this story in a way that makes sense? Because mm-hmm. it's just it's gone beyond crazy. Like he's a fugitive now. 
Yeah. And you know, when they when when he started that whole thing when he said he wanted to show people stuff, this is uh, sort of the idea that I thought he was that I had he was gonna do, like just in terms of sort of like orchestrating things, but uh but it's he's definitely taken it way beyond anything I thought he was gonna do. You know, yeah. and I thought I thought after you know, after he hit lock I thought that was sort of the big thing and that was it. And like something you know, some other little pieces would fall into place, but it I didn't think he would uh, you know, Turn it up to eleven. Um, yeah. And start start doing all this stuff. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But it's definitely it's definitely exciting to see what's going on. Uh, and uh, I don't know if I have any any um, great ideas of of what's going to happen, but maybe something will come to me on the fly. Yeah. Yeah. I have I have a pseudo half theory. I I guess I, mainly just because I think. You know, I mean, we saw Desmond go meet Penny. I, I think, you know, I think he still cares about her to some extent. And, I mean, you know, hit, hitting people with wheelchairs and paying off dirty cops and, and you know, becoming becoming a fugitive is not is not something he can do and then guarantee himself a secure life after this. So mm-hmm. I really feel like this has to go somewhere pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that definitely seems you know, it seems like there's no turning back from where he's what he's doing. You yeah. know, and like a rough idea of what I expect, but not quite is for for the you know for him to just like start, I don't know, like blow up the concert or like just just start like shooting people or something. Like, there, I I feel like or or just open up a vortex or I I don't know something something gigantic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I you know I, I I feel like it might not be I feel like he's not gonna try to kill any I feel like the hurting people thing might be over, because um, it seems like you know because it seems like he could have just done that to 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 Kate and Saeed. Mm-hmm. If, if that was gonna be his mo for everyone was just to hurt them until they until they got glimmers of the other side, then it seems like you know he'd just keep doing that. So. Uh, yeah, he's got some, and the fact that he, you know, for instance, isn't taking Anna Lucia, you know, and, you know, maybe somebody like Bernard isn't going to be there, you know, like other people who, who are tied to the to the central characters uh, don't seem like they're going to be there. So so I kind of feel like whatever it is, it's going to have to affect them without them having to be there for it to affect them, mm-hmm. you know, because, you know, what I, you know. Sometimes, uh, yeah, I, like I said, I don't really know. I, I, I can't really, you know. I feel like I don't. I haven't had enough time since this past episode, since this current episode we're talking about, to yeah. really figure out any 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 great ideas. But um, yeah, something something interesting will happen. That's my prediction. <laughs> I'm gonna agree with that. Um, but yeah, I think um, uh. When we come closer to the end, I'll, I'll say what my more specific theory is. But okay. I just think the the main the main thing I took away that seems obvious is that I just don't think there's turning back for Desmond after this. I mean, I think he I think he has to do something drastic. Mm-hmm. So that that's sort well, of the starting point. Uh, okay, for me. okay. I want to play devil's advocate there for for no apparent reason, but we'll talk about it later. Okay. Because I want to talk about what what Desmond is doing, but uh, anyway, so yeah, overall in terms of what I thought about the episode, uh, I mean, if if any episode gets a you know gets an A plus, it should be this one. So 
you know, I don't, I don't really, I can't, there's no, like I said, there's no scene that I thought was bad or some line I thought was crappy. It was overall really good, so. Yeah. Maybe I should save my A-plus for the finale, but I'm, I'm <laughs> fine with two episodes getting in there, <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, no, all the, all the storylines worked, um, uh, and, uh, let's see. I think there's, maybe there's one line I don't like. <laughs> Yeah. Only because uh only because it sort of ruins my theory. <laughs> oh, I see. But uh uh but that's not really I mean, it's not like bad dialogue or anything. It's just it's just not exactly what I wanted to hear. But uh yeah, no, I uh I also enjoyed it and uh it's uh it's definitely I mean yeah. I, I would I would uh I would give it a give it an A as well. Um I think I think seeing seeing Jack uh take over, become Jacob, you know, that's like the kind of thing that I could only begin to even sort of imagine when when I started watching this show. Mm-hmm. I always wondered what the end of the show would look like, you know, back in season two, like where can they really take this? Yeah. And uh, I, I I didn't really foresee, you know, back then it was still about the others are attacking us and we got to get off this island. Mm-hmm. And I definitely didn't foresee, you know, I thought it would have to do with that in the end. And, and maybe we'd find out stuff about the island, but I never really saw Jack becoming the protector of the island. Yeah. Yeah, not in season two. You know, no one's gonna say, "Yeah, Jack needs to be the protector of the island." He needs. Yeah, no, that's that's not obvious. Yeah, it, yeah, it's definitely to see the final, you know, the final moments of the show and uh, see how it's um, together. You're you're get you got really quiet. Did something happen with your? Oh, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, that's better. Is that better? Yeah, I was yeah. just saying uh, it's, it's definitely interesting to see the final moments of the show and um, and, and seeing how it's all coming together. It, it's been such a long journey, you know, and and you know, and a lot of twists and turns. Some that were needless. Oh yes. <laughs> Some that were like, "Why are we dealing with this?" <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, yeah. I, I just I, I can't wait to see the finale and, and to really just be able to sit back and and, and judge the whole. You know, look at you know, sort of survey the whole uh, landscape of Lost, and and to see what the whole you know, look at the, look at the story of the big picture and see what you know what it what what it what it was about. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely it definitely looks like it definitely looks like a series of digressions. Mm-hmm. Um. Up until basically up until this season. Yeah. Um. But you know, relevant digressions. They all they all for the most part tie in, in some way to the overall story. Mm-hmm. But you know, the the big end game didn't really start until this season, which makes yeah, sense, I guess. It's the kind of I think I think it's like you know so far, no one who say lived during the Dharma times. And found out about a lot about Dharma more than you know most people. You know, none. Of, it's not like that knowledge has helped them in particular. 
Right. You know, oh, because I know this about Dharma, you know, this key entity on the in the island's history, um, uh, th- therefore, this helps me get out of, you know, this situation or that situation or something. And it's like, that's the kind of stuff I think people were expecting, you know, like, okay, this will be relevant to some, mm-hmm. to some case. But it was like, well, you know, other things that were going on, I guess, were the important things, not not so much information or not so much uh, the events that they live through. Right. You know? I, I was surprised Jacob didn't say anything about the incident. Yes. You know, he didn't say anything about the Flash Sideways timeline. That's true. You know, and so I think, you know, that that's, you know, number one, number two things of like, well, what's going on here? Yes. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not 100% sure if Jacob knows about it or not. Mm-hmm. I think there's at least I, a chance he doesn't. Well, I feel like he should at least, you're talking about the Flash Sideways. Yeah. Uh, I think he should know about the incident. He should know about the incident. I agree. Yeah, Which, I, just, I believe he was on the island when it happened. Well, he, you know, he told he knew where Jack, you know, woke up on the island, you know, in the bamboo field, and right. like he was somehow aware of that. So I feel like he definitely should have been aware of the incident. Right. But um, I no, but, I agree. I meant the I meant the alternate yeah, universe. Yeah, yeah, and I agree with you. The, the alternate universe, I it, it's totally it's you know totally separate. Yeah. Um. It makes sense he doesn't know about that, but it's it's still strange that, you know, for instance, I, I still think of Richard, and it's like, you know, he told Son he saw them die. Right. You know, and it's just like, okay, well, what really happened there? So yeah. I think we definitely still need that to be addressed. Well, I don't know. I think we might have just watched Richard die. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, not from him not from him addressing it. Oh, but okay. But just the show, you know. I mean, okay. We might not get any. I don't know. We might not get anything, you know. Yeah, you know, I like he's hanging out with Miles. He's hanging out with a lot of other people who we watched die, and he didn't seem to – I mean, the thing is, he should have noticed that earlier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, because he should have known about that since the 70s. Yeah. So it's sort of like I'm expecting him to react now because we just saw season five. But like realistically, he should have noticed that you know a while ago. Oh, totally. Yeah, we mentioned that before when we talked about it. That like as soon as he saw their names on the list or met them, he should have been like, "Yeah, I saw you guys die." Right. Years ago. Right. Yeah. I think that that might end up being a clue about what actually happened in the original timeline during the incident. Uh, that, that's sort of the way I'm taking it for the moment. You know, in terms he, of what? The, in terms of, like, maybe he saw, you know, he saw an explosion or something and assumed that they all died. Yeah. There's a lot of explanation of how, to, how they can answer the question. Yeah. Because he, I mean, he basically helped them get the bomb. You know, mm-hmm. he, he knew what they were doing. Yeah. And, he, and then the bomb goes off. And yeah. And he, so he knows they're on that mission. He sees the bomb go off. You know, I think he assumes they completed their mission. He doesn't see them again. He assumes they're dead. Like, I, that's what I'm sort of thinking happened. Yeah. That's, that's, I think that's the consensus we came to before. But I'm wondering, you know, how does that explain, you know, where's the damage from the bomb going off on the, on the original timeline island, you know? Yeah. Right. You know, like, I, and I don't, you know, and I, I like the theory that, you know, well, the, the energy went to the, you know, created the alternate timeline or mm-hmm. went to the alternate timeline island, and that's how that sucked. But then it's like, okay, well, what did Richard see? Right. If it wasn't the explosion. He should see an explosion, yet there's no evidence of an explosion. So it's like, 
Right. Can you see an explosion but not have the energy of the explosion? And it's just it gets you know very uh, yeah convoluted. Yeah, and possibly just a line they should have cut or something. But mm-hmm. there's there's various ways that could go. I I actually have heard. I might have said this before. I, we might have had this whole conversation before. Probably. I don't know. That that the, I believe they they were originally there is evidence on the DVD that they were originally going to end season five with Richard on a hill or something seeing an explosion. Mhm. Okay. In the distance, like that that was going to be the ending of season five originally, instead of Juliet. Um, I think they I think they filmed it even. I think you can see it in one of the extra features on the season five DVD. Oh yeah, okay. So I I think they even went as far as filming it and it was scripted and and so I think it might just be that that's an artifact of you know the original ending. Mhm. And that it doesn't have any larger significance. Well, we'll see. They never bring it up then. Yeah. That'll be the answer. Yeah, pretty much. I, I'm I'm assuming we're gonna find out a little more about what happened with the bomb. Yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's you know no small coincidence that we haven't heard anything else about Jughead exploding and you know we haven't seen Juliet in the flash sideways. Right. You know, and she's sort of the beginning of that. Yes. Uh, of all that stuff, so. Yeah. Um I definitely I definitely think that's coming, you know. She she's got a she she's got a show and Lucia showed up. Yes. You know? And it's like uh yeah, so they got to have Juliet. If she's not David's mother, then I just, you know, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, like, who I else, agree. Who else could be David's mother, right? I mean, to me the only other reasonable candidate is Sarah, just Jack's old wife. But mm-hmm. I I feel like there's no point in keeping that secret. Yeah, exactly. You know, even if they couldn't get the actress, I think they could have easily told us that that was who his mother was, and it's just kind of, yeah. just, it just seems like a total pointless thing to do if they're not going to have the reveal be a character we care about more. Yeah, yeah, that actress is on Modern Family now. She's she's really good there. I like yeah. her so much better than that than, than, than her Sarah character. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. But, uh... But yeah, I, I I agree. I think it's definitely got to be somebody interesting, worth the save. They're all about symmetry, especially you know, especially this season. Yes. And I think uh, there's some symmetry in having Juliet be at the beginning of the season, you know, end of last season, and then showing up at the end of this season. Uh, right. And, and and having her come back and and you know then bringing up the the uh, incident again that way. Yes. And I'm still expecting her and Sawyer to meet as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see to see uh, what's up there. Like Juliet and Jack had their their relationship, kind of like Kate and Jack did in the original mm-hmm. timeline. And then, you know, in the, in the Flash sideways, you know, Jack and Juliet get a divorce or whatever. And then, you know, they leave with some note of, you know, hopefulness with with Juliet and Sawyer. Right. You know, who didn't get to finish their romance in the in the original timeline, something like that. Yeah. I mean, could you, I mean, is that not just good writing? It's just like, that's what you want, right? It's yeah. Like you, you want the, the, the sort of those second chances for your, for the characters you like. Yes, you exactly. Know? 
Exactly. And that's what that I mean, that's the best thing about the flash sideways. It it gives them the opportunity to do stuff that, you know, they just cannot possibly do on the island anymore. Mhm. You know, but in a different way so that it's interesting. Yeah, and in and in a yeah, in a way that's that feels very real. And hopefully, and, and I think we'll 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 have obviously like real consequences. So it's like you know, they get to have this dream world. Yeah, it's not like anyone's just gonna wake up and right. And it didn't really matter what we saw. You yeah, know, it'll actually it'll actually be important. So it's it, it's pretty you know another another you know stroke of genius on their part in terms of how they structured the season. Exactly. Same with uh, same with the last couple seasons, of course. You know, that's a big thing. The format of Lost is, is so important to the show. Yeah. Uh, and it's, you know, I think that's another thing that, that makes it stand apart is is the, the changing formats and stuff like that. I think that was a big thing about seasons four, five, and six. They yeah. all have different devices underneath mm-hmm. them. Yeah, I mean, but just the, the first big device of the Flash sideways, I mean, the flash flashbacks were, um, can't even say that. Um, I'm thinking Flash sideways all the time now. The flashbacks, you know, the first three seasons of just structuring that was a huge deal. Yeah. You know, and then and then they kept evolving, you know, their format and it's uh it's pretty it's pretty cool to see that. Yeah. Yeah, the flash sideways are are still kind of functioning like flashbacks in a way, but they've mm-hmm. they've sort of changed and they're 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 doing stuff with what the show has done overall, but yeah, like you said, in a way that it makes sense. Like this is the kind of thing that would be if they did one episode where Hurley has a dream like this, it would be totally crappy. But mm-hmm. they've they've just completely you know given a a big maybe a third of the season to developing it, and it's clear that it's real. Yeah. So it's just a matter of seeing what you know where they where they have it end up but it it's it's got enough weight that it doesn't just feel like a fanciful thing that they just kind of messed around with mhm totally and that's sort of what makes it work so yeah i agree I, you know it's 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 not the same as the original characters you know getting what they want but it's some kind of you know second best thing mhm some in some universe that character got got something good mhm some of them. <laughs> Some of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Other than but, them, I don't know what they're doing. Yeah, you know, it makes you know, seeing Rousseau was great. Yes. Um, you know, Anna Lucia. But it makes me wonder, you know, you know, the whole thing is, you know, Hawking told Desmond, okay, this is this is the life you wanted, blah, blah, blah. You want to win more respect. But it makes me think how, you know, what, and, you know, it seems like a lot of the characters sort of had that, that idea, you know, there's something, some second chance they wanted, and they're, they're either, you know, they either got it and succeeded or didn't get it. Uh, but it makes me wonder about, you know, what does Rousseau really want? What does Anna Lucia really want? You know, um, and maybe we can talk more about it later, but I'm just wondering if, if their wants, if their ultimate wants are factored into this flash sideways, or are they, you know, too, 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 you know, far down the totem pole for that to be as important as, you know, Jack's wants and right. Desmond's wants and, you know, right. Locke's wants. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely, I mean, I don't know, maybe it just, it would just feel weird if they really sort of gave everybody exactly what they wanted. 
Because it's definitely been kind of a mixed bag for for a lot of characters. I mean, some of them you clearly get the idea, but I mean, even with Desmond, it's like it's. I mean, I I feel like if you asked the original Desmond what he wanted, it it might have been Whitmore's approval. But I I think I think if you told him, okay, you can have that, but no penny, he wouldn't necessarily take that. Oh yeah, totally. It's it's one of those um, you know. The genie's curse, or whatever, yeah. whatever this thing is, but but like a monkey's paw thing. Monkey's paw, yeah, something like that. You get yeah. the, you get what you wish for, but it's you know it's uh you know any of the Wishmaster movies could, yes. could be referenced here. <laughs> One through a million, they made a lot of those. <laughs> There's a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. I think. Yeah, but know. I'm just curious. You know, does is what Danielle wants is a, she's always wanted a, a father for Alex. Right or you know what you know I I'm just curious what their what their sort of wants to be whether they get it or not. I mean know. I feel like one thing she wanted in the original timeline that she's getting is just is just being a mother to Alex. Oh, you think she wants that? I think so. Uh, I guess. Then I guess she wants to mother her daughter. <laughs> she's crazy that way. Yes. I didn't think they were going to get one. sideways, Rousseau. I was surprised. Oh, another great, yeah, another great, uh, another great reveal. Yeah, I did. I love it. It's great. I would love for just a whole season of nothing but flash sideways, just so we could just see what random characters show up. Yeah. You know, getting Echo delivering the mail. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Shannon's like, I don't know, working at some job somewhere. Mm-hmm. What am I saying, Shannon, working a job? Yeah, please. Come on. <laughs> yeah. No one's going to buy that one. Yeah, sorry, Shannon. I... <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, so you ready to go into the episode? Yeah, yeah. Any other overall thoughts, or are we ready to jump in? No, I, I, think, I think we can take off from there. Talk about stuff as we go. All righty. Um, all right, well, I guess I'll... Uh, Get started here. Um, first oh, thing. before we start, <laughs> I promise I didn't plan that. Uh, <laughs> okay, well, it sounded like you did. I think we should um, we should tell the listeners what our plan is for the next uh, for the finale podcast. Oh shit! Up, yeah, up, up yeah. Instead of saving it to the end when everyone's tired of listening to us. And Figure it'd be good to, to do that now. Yeah, either asleep or ready to ready to go home from work and not paying mm-hmm. attention. And yeah, just, yeah, totally. That's yeah. Thank you. So okay, so everyone's probably pretty familiar with with what's going on finale wise. Uh, you know, Saturday they're replaying, they're re-airing the pilot, uh, and then of course this coming Sunday. Uh, the twenty uh, or the twenty third. Yes. Uh, they're having the big two and a half hour finale. Uh, with you know, with the with the I guess series recap before that, and then the uh, the Jimmy Kimmel live extravaganza after that. Um. So in terms of the lowdown, um, you know, we'll we'll tell. Well, I guess yeah, we'll tell them. Uh, what's going to happen on our end. So what Justin and I decided to do um, to make this 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 last you know couple of uh, hours of lost uh, more exciting um, is uh, Saturday during the pilot 
we want to um, do we'll, we'll do a, a basically our, our first commentary podcast where Justin and I will both watch the uh, pilot and do a commentary, at, you know, as we watch it, and then have that available for you guys to download and sync up and play as you know as you guys watch the pilot when it airs Saturday night. Is that correct? Yes. So, um, so that's the first thing. That's the first big Boss Slowdown finale podcast. Extravaganza, please take contest giveaway. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, so that's that's Saturday, and uh, so why don't you tell them what we're doing Sunday for the big finale? Okay, uh, well on Sunday, uh, which is the day the finale airs, uh, we are planning to do a live initial reaction podcast after. Um, well, I guess after the whole lost block is over, mm-hmm. um, so that, uh, on, on the, on the West coast, I guess. Um, so that'll be, I think, uh, three thirty on the East coast. It's going to be a late night folks. It's going to be yeah. a late night. We're, we're hedging our bets that everyone of course is going to be up for, the finale, and that most people will probably want to watch the Jimmy Kimmel extravaganza after that. I hope it's an extravaganza. I keep advertising it as such. Um, I hope it's not just a hoopla. Uh, that would be disappointing. Yeah. I'll uh, take a hootenanny. A hootenanny? That implies dancing. If they want to go retro. Oh, okay. Uh, that's why I don't know if they're. I don't know if it's going to be. I don't know if it's going to be dancing. Well, there might be some dancing. Um, a non-dancing hootenanny, then. Which is yeah. Which is no. Okay. Uh, and so okay. So so we'll 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 of course keep you guys updated. You know, go to the website lostlowdown.com. We will be posting. You know, the times and where to be if you guys want to participate in, in the live stuff. And uh, you know, we'll we'll. Uh, posted on the forum too, of course, tlov.net, uh, yeah. and uh, with with all the details and the the call information and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but but that's a general overview of what to expect, and you can uh, you know plan your lives accordingly. Um, and uh, which yeah. means don't do anything but listen to a lot slowdown. <laughs> uh, that was a subtext there, right? Uh, I caught that. Then, but thank you for good. making it clear. Uh, for the people in the back who couldn't hear the subtext. Right. Um, <laughs> that's how subtext works. Uh, so, um, okay, so then with the actual podcast about the finale, you know, so Sunday night we're going to do it, we're going to jump on after after uh, the lost block is over and try to do a, you know, reaction podcast where we're just sort of, Picking our mind up off the ground from it having been exploded, yeah, and then uh, looking at those pieces and trying to determine what we think. Uh, Going to try what, to read I, the read the brain map, brain entrails, yeah, yes. <laughs> uh, and um, and so yeah, we, we would love for you guys to join us for that, and uh, yeah, you know, definitely we'll be getting. You know, we want your guys' reaction too, and uh, so it'll be it'll be fun, I think. Absolutely. Uh, 
And yeah, it won't be it won't be our full podcast. We're just gonna react basically we're just, to the finale. Be, yeah. And um I would say plan for you know, an hour. Yeah. I would say more than that, you know, it's gonna be like the next, you know, early morning the next day. Yeah. I think, you know, most people will have to go to bed at some point. Yeah, once it gets light outside again, I that's I don't know if I'm going to be much of a podcaster anymore. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, at least an hour or something like that. And uh, if you, you know, if, if if you can't come, I mean, we will post it. So We're definitely going to post it. Everything, of course, will be posted. Um, you know, if you can't join anything, uh, it will definitely get posted. So so that's Saturday. And then, and then so... Um, so Saturday is the, the, the pilot commentary. Sunday is the initial reaction for the finale. And then afterwards, we will, of course, be doing our, our usual podcast, um, which will be scene-by-scene, scene, of course, analysis on the finale. Uh, and we're going to probably start recording Tuesday. Yes. Uh, and hope that it will all be done and posted no later than the following Tuesday, June 1st. Yes. So uh, we're planning, you know, to have a very long podcast. Um, so, you know, it uh, you might have to wait a little bit before it comes out, but you'll have plenty of, of lost lowdown once, it, once it's actually out. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's going to be – I mean, we're, we're planning to do well, – we're going to do the usual stuff and some action. It's going to – I mean, it's the summary of the show, so. yeah. Uh, I think, you know, a, a regular podcast about a two-and-a-half-hour finale would be, you know, we 20 hours plus. Yeah. So um, I'm expecting it to be quite a bit deal, quite a bit more than that. Yes. Yeah, me too. So it will, it will be a way, but once you get it, I'm sure it'll, you know, well, it'll at least keep some of you for uh, a long amount of time. <laughs> yeah. I know there's uh, voracious lost slowdown people out there who can mm-hmm. go through it in a matter of days or maybe exactly the running time or even faster. I don't know what they do. <laughs> Double speed. Yeah. They sound like chipmunks, but they save a lot of time. <laughs> yes. Uh, while we're on this, I just want to, for once, I, uh, go through the plugs at the beginning. Um so mm-hmm. if you if you want to keep up to date on what's going on at the Last Slowdown, the the main blog page is uh, is the Uh The forum, which is uh, the best place to you know find announcements and updates and stuff like that, is tlld.net. Um, and uh, the uh, email address is lostlowdown at gmail.com. If you want to send something there, it's uh, nice to read that stuff. Um, and also, we're on Twitter at the Lost Lowdown. So, befriend us or whatever it is you do on Twitter. <laughs> what? Let's follow us. That's the mm-hmm. word. Follow me. That's just that's yeah, creepy. I don't want to say that. Yeah. <laughs> Go follow us. But your honor, you said I could follow him. <laughs> yeah, not home. <laughs> It just—I don't know. It sounds like we're call leaders or something. Mm-hmm. I don't really—I don't really want wait, to say wait, wait, that. This, this isn't a cult. Oh. <laughs> well, I, we, yeah. Well, I, I don't want it to, to sound that way. I guess I should have went to that orientation meeting for the podcast. <laughs> I, I missed that in the beginning. <laughs> Good point. 
Cool. Well, um, yeah. Right, I just, well, oh, oh, one more thing. Oh, uh, Don O R uh, does T at T L L T L L highlights, uh, which is just uh, you know uh, sort of well highlights of the podcast. Little yes. little tiny sentences that somehow encapsulate uh, the the entire podcast. For those of you who don't have the time, no one does. Uh, so yeah, I just wanted to. I don't think I've ever. It's or maybe it's like podcast three or something. We gave the plugs at the beginning, but mm-hmm. since you got on that track, I thought I should do that. Yeah, no, good job. So um, it'll be a flurry of activity, I think, uh, at this at this ending. So it's a uh, it, it's a good time for Lost and the Lost Slowdown. Well said like I wrote that down for you and told you to say it. <laughs> it is. It is just like that. But I didn't. That's true. That was totally uh, natural. Wasn't it, it? Was, I think it was. <laughs> I like how no one knows what to think. <laughs> and then people are like, why are they making a big deal about something that doesn't matter? <laughs> let's hear the talk. Yeah, let's just, you, you ready to go to the scene, scene by scene? Yes, let's talk about Lost. That's what we that do. Should, that should have been our intro for the scene by scene. Oh, yeah. That should have been our tagline all this time. <laughs> I'm a little late for that. <laughs> Is it too late to come up with taglines for the podcast? I think so. <laughs> I mean, I guess we can use it from now on. Let's talk about Lost. <laughs> Man, now that I think about it, it sounds a little corny. It's totally corny. Yeah, yeah. But, corny. you know... Why not? Corny works sometimes. Yeah. All right. Well, you have the wheel. Okay. The donkey wheel. <laughs> it's only half a donkey wheel. <laughs> so the first scene of this episode uh, is a flash sideways. Jack's eye opens. Jack gets out of bed. Jack goes into the bathroom and notices that his neck is bleeding then uh, David comes in and says he made breakfast. Um, at the breakfast table, David verifies that uh, Jack's coming to the concert tonight. Uh, David's mom is coming as well. Then Claire comes out and says good morning and sits at the table. Then uh, Jack's phone rings, and a man on the phone tells, tells Jack they found his father's coffin. It's going to arrive in L.A. by the end of the day. Then we see that the man on the phone is Desmond Hume. Nice. Yeah, good first scene. Yes, very nice. Is uh, so the cut on Jack's neck looks like it's getting bigger, or at least it's bleeding more. It's, yeah, it's definitely bleeding more. It was kind of a. It seemed more like a scrape in the in LAX, uh, and now it's looking like an open wound. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was weird. I don't know what I don't know what they're doing with that. Uh, uh, my quick prediction here is that I, I feel like J- Jack's gonna get a cut on his neck in the original timeline, and the and the cut on his neck in the Flash Sideways is sort of getting worse as they get closer and closer to whatever culmination of the two timelines will occur. Okay. Okay. 
That's yeah. what I that's what I think is going on. You know, we you know I don't you know Jack might might be dead by the end of the show. You know, so maybe and I was you know maybe Locke cuts his neck or something, like he does to Zoe. Right. Something crazy like that. Yeah. Let me see some weird, you know, foreshadowing of that. Yeah. I mean, it seems like I've heard a lot of people say that the that the time that there's bleed through. Uh, mm-hmm. It seems like some kind of metaphor for that. Yeah. Um, I I'm still I guess because I'm worried about how that would come out. I'm still resistant to the idea that the flash sideways is the ending. You know that 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 we're gonna see you know whatever happens in the finale on the island, and then somehow from there it goes to LAX, the flash sideways LAX. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's, I'm, I'm, I, I guess if they did it right, maybe I could like it. But initially, that doesn't sound great to me. So I'm, I'm sort of resistant to that kind of idea. Uh, I, I want to say there's something else there. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't really know how, it's, how they're going to link up, but I think they're going to link up some way. You know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what it's going to look like. I don't, you know, I don't know if it's going to be the flash sideways. Going to the main timeline, or vice versa, or or what? You know, right? Uh, I, I'm not sure either. Yeah, yeah. But I think I do think the the idea of the neck is supposed to be is supposed to be related to the connection between the timelines. Yeah, I'm definitely uh, prepared to say that. And I I just I think um, uh, I I. I, I want to say the timeline was created by the incident, you know, which means to me it should have started before, you know, the ending of the series on the island. Mm-hmm. So that's that's sort of why I don't see them proceeding from from the end of the series to there. Um, but you know, I could be wrong about that, I guess, because I don't really have an explanation for the cut uh, and the idea that. Jack just gets cut on the island, and then, you know, that that's at least an explanation. Yeah. Because yeah, it's like Jack, they, I, I love stuff like this because Jack has this cut on his neck, but he never talks about it. Mm-hmm. He just kind of notices, like, why is my neck bleeding all the time? He doesn't seem to ask that question. Well, he's only a doctor. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> why would he be interested in strange me- medical phenomena? <laughs> Well, you put it that way. <laughs> Never mind. Well, that's bleeding. There's a rational explanation for it. I learned about this in medical school. Yeah. Yeah, Jack. You know, this is this is a Jack who doesn't ask a lot of questions. True. You know. True. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe that does hint that it is somehow Island Jack. I mean, yeah, there's clearly there's clearly something there. Yeah. Um uh So yeah, more uh more David David's all about Jack. Man, he's in love with that guy. <laughs> David is in love with Jack, you know, like it's 
something something happened. He just Jax just showed a little bit of interest in his son. And yeah, it's like night and day. He it was weird to me. He just pops into his bathroom. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, a little privacy, please. A little <laughs> knock on the door, you know. Right. Yeah. You know, Jack likes to walk out of the shower before he, you know, before he's yes, he does. Drying off. So you know, he does. He, he doesn't even towel off. He just puts his yeah. shirt on. Put a shirt on. That's my towel. It's a new shirt. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, yeah, you're right. no, no. I think I, I, I almost feel like the kids playing it a little bit too much, but it's it's not that big a deal. Yeah, yeah. No, I I, I guess I don't like it, but it's kind of ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. It 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 is sort of ridiculous. It's the, like you know. he he went from like like resentful and like bitter to like your father of the year in like mm-hmm. I don't know what a few days like yeah damn no it was it was like one day it was like one day okay it, it literally was like you know like it was you know it was that day he left for the recital that night Jack mm-hmm. you know apologized to him and then the next day we see them like oh, that's right. the, they, the clothes they went home and had pizza. Yeah, exactly. What I'm telling you, it was the pizza. It, <laughs> so you know, the pizza. I hope the fathers out there are listening that uh at least in television you can win your kids over with pizza. <laughs> yes. So. But yeah, so more David, um so we got the you know, we got this, this hint that the that the mom is gonna be coming to the concert. Oh, that's I right. Feel like, I feel like is this is this David's concert? And and like and then you know uh, Desmond and the other gang are gonna are coming to David's concert. Well, yeah. So I inferred that because Miles has a line about it later. I inferred that somehow. I mean, I guess it could be different. Oh yeah, that's right. Different concerts, but it sounds like it's this museum benefit that's thing. Right. Yeah. So I'm guessing that David, like, you know, he's he's a part of it. Okay. You know that that they have this, you know. Young piano players of America, or something, uh, you know, and, and maybe even the thing Jack saw was him like winning some competition to play at the concert, or something like that. Like that's mm-hmm. that's sort of what I'm imagining. It's not not like they're all there to see David, but he's gonna be he's gonna be part of this benefit concert. Well, yeah, yeah, I figured it would be something he was playing in, but but more like you know more for a recital for kids or something. But uh, but I oh. forgot about the Miles line. Yeah, that, that it's a benefit at the because it's at the museum, so right. It's a museum function. Hurley might even be behind some of it. Yeah, you know, Miss uh, Widmore might be involved. Oh yeah, uh, Miss Hawking slash Widmore might be. She's involved. all about concerts. She's all about it. She's all about uh, benefits and planning and yeah and stuff like that. So I wouldn't be surprised if if she's got she she shows up. Um. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess we could. I guess we could see Dan too. Yeah, natural time oh, yeah, for him Dan, to show Dan's up. Gotta be there. Well, Charlotte's gonna be there, so Dan's oh, Charlotte's be gonna be there. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. So it's 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 coalescing there, and yeah, we're gonna see Dan's mom's finally gonna be at a place. So and it's a place. <laughs> it's a place where they're going. Mm-hmm. So I think I think we're finally set up to see it. Yeah. Um. And yeah, I'm totally. I'm betting it all on Juliet at this point. It has to be. If I, I just, I, I, you know, there's not any other characters that it would make sense to be, right? I mean, everyone's yeah. either spoken for, or obviously not. You know, obviously not the the mother. 
Right. Uh, you know, Kate's not the mother. Right. You know, Claire's not the mother. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Although I did read a theory on the forum that somehow she was. I saw that theory, and I and I responded to that theory with with just the idea that well, you know, if well, because I think the theory said that 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 David was Aaron specifically. Oh, David is Aaron. Okay. Which which is just like, well, who is in her womb if David is Aaron? <laughs> That's scary. Yeah, exactly. Who who's in there? You know. If that's Aaron, then who's in your womb? <laughs> Please ask that question in the show. Oh, that'd be so great. No, no, no. His name is Aaron David Shepherd. You know, like, <laughs> and he's Aaron. So who are you, baby? <laughs> yeah, and then, and then of course, of course, you know who would be in our womb, right? Who? The man in black. Oh, of course. Fuck, I forgot. Yes. That's who it is. This is my loophole. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah, he, he, uh, he took immaculate conception to a new new uh Damn. new extreme. What a loophole. Yeah. <laughs> Jacob took my body, so I'll just <laughs> I'll just gestate a new one. <laughs> wow. Maybe that would explain why he sort of recruited Claire. Yep, yep, there it is. Oh man, did we just did we just solve the show? I think we I think we kinda did. <laughs> nice. With a little assist from uh from the poster on the forum. Thanks. Yes. Yeah. Thanks, yeah, yeah. That was a good yeah. one. Yeah, so Aaron uh so Claire is carrying uh Man in Black. Yeah. That right. is you a heard fantastic crackpot theory. <laughs> yeah, you heard it here first, folks. If it's true, we said it first. Yeah, I'll just say I don't believe it. But if it's true, I don't I believe, believe it, it either. 100%. But it would be it would be amazing if they actually did that. It's so over the top, and I know they're going to do something over the top. But I but I think it it might be too over the top for them. Yeah. Because yeah. of course the implications of that are ridiculous. Right. But uh, but just the idea is, is is interesting. It is. It is. It makes it makes Claire's pregnancy creepy. Mhm. And and it would just be disturbing to sort of end the show with like, you know, MIB reborn. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. She goes into labor, and and we somehow somehow we you know we end with the baby being born, but we know it's. You know, we know it's MIB. Yeah. Oh, that'd be so crazy. Yeah, that would be that. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, I hope it doesn't happen. Yeah, I I really don't think it will, but it's no. I don't know. <laughs> it's it's an interesting theory that so, I wouldn't have come up with. Yeah. On my crazy. own. Um, okay, so the other thing, uh, so Jack gets a call about his coffin, but of course we find out it's Desmond. Yes. I really love this reveal because I think this was the only time a character disguised their voice and there was an actual reason for it. Oh, right. You know what I mean? They didn't have to play, it wasn't just contrivance so they could have the reveal. It was like, he's actually got a real reason to, uh, to just sort of talk like a, you know, oceanic representative or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I agree. It's it's nice to have it have a point. Mm-hmm. And they didn't. And they, you know, he's on the phone too, so like it, it makes sense that his voice sounds a little weird anyway. Mm-hmm. And then when they cut over to him, it's not like his face pops out of something or whatever. It's just, yeah, you know, it's like it's like he changes all of a sudden. Where mm-hmm. it's like, okay, now you're done pretending because we're you're because they've done the surprise. Exactly. Yeah, they just cut to him and he's still he's still doing the same the same kind of thing. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was it was it was well done. So I personally think that Desmond might actually. Get the coffin. I was just thinking that, and I, well, I think he doesn't have it. I think uh, I, it's like I, I, I feel like you could write like that. He's he might have the the tenacity and the resources to to get it, but I feel like since it, it unless Oceanic really did just find it, I feel like they they sort of did really lose it, and it is just sort of a lost cause. And that he's just using this idea that that you know as a ploy to get Jack someplace specific, mm-hmm. you know, because the concert is that night, right? And and then he's telling him, you know, the coffin's going to be here that night, you yeah. know, by the end of the day. So, I, part of me just thinks it's a ploy that he really doesn't have it. But I think it would be interesting if he if he somehow did have it. But I don't, you know, but I don't know what they get out of you know him him actually showing. Showing up at the coffin. I don't know what they get out of it either, but I guess basically because the way Desmond comes off in this episode where he's just like setting up these kind of giant things, I, I'm thinking that he might, they might actually have him, you know, wheel and like Oceanic really did find the coffin, but they have him wheel and deal behind the scenes and somehow get a hold of it. And, mm-hmm. you know, and so he really has it. I don't know where they go from there, but I think for me, the big thing is I want to see a Jack and Christian scene. And I don't really know mm-hmm. how getting the coffin makes that happen, but it's, uh, you know, if Christian's in the coffin, it, at least he's somewhere in mm-hmm. the area. Yeah, that's a good point. I, I definitely would love to see a Jack and Christian um, scene. So anything that uh, gets us close to that uh, is something I like to see happen. Uh, yeah. And, and I think Jack, it seems like Jack's going to the concert already. He doesn't need Desmond to push him to go. So mm-hmm. so it just it seems to me like Desmond is doing something that has to do with the coffin. Well, yeah, but that's the thing. If he, I guess that seems like it counters your point, though. If he's already coming to the to the concert, then or maybe it's just make counters my point because it seems like if he, because you would agree he wants him to come to the concert, right? Or yeah. do you think he's got something separate planned for Jack? No, I I think he I think he wants him to go to the concert. Okay, so if he's already coming to the concert, but I think he has, I do think he has something it. additional planned for Jack. I'll say it that way. Hmm, okay. Because I think I think one of his things is one of his things is sort of connecting people. Mhm. I think, and and so so I think that's sort of one of the things he wants to do with Jack. Yeah, connecting Jack to Christian. Yeah. Okay. I part of it though is what's the what's the reasonability that uh that, that doesn't even knows about Jack's issue with his dad? Like how much does he know about that? Um, he, I mean, I feel like he's got to know about that to plan something that specific for Jack. Right. 
Yeah. I mean, I think the way they're playing it, it seems like he he knows stuff about the people. But, I mean, he can only know what Island Desmond knows, right? Or are you saying he's I got think he knows other more than that. You think he knows I, more I than that? I could be wrong, but, I yeah, I'm getting the sense he knows he knows more than Island Island Desmond. Like, I still oh, kind of think that he set up Claire and Jack to meet. Okay. Hmm. And I, I don't think Desmond had a clue about that. Yeah, that's interesting. So you think Alana was just lying when she said she was already looking for him? Looking no, for him I think he planned it. I mean, I think he, he told her, you know, what he was doing. Well, that means she's being somewhat dishonest, though. She didn't say... I mean, yeah. she, she made it seem like her, her her law office was independently looking for Claire. Right. Already. Right. So if Desmond put her up to it, then that's not true. No, I think it's a coincidence, but I think Desmond got Claire there. The coincidence is that Desmond knew Alana already. Uh-huh. And the coincidence that Alana was already looking for Claire? Yeah. The okay, yeah, so the, the Desmond, Desmond knew Alana, and Alana is Jack's lawyer overseeing the will. Mm-hmm. So how, but how is Desmond doing all this on purpose if there's coincidences? He's, he's bringing them together. Okay, I guess I'm just confused. So he, so you're saying so, Claire? Claire wasn't involved with that at all. Claire never would have gone in that office if it weren't for Desmond. Okay, yeah, I understand he's bringing them together, but but where where does his outside knowledge come into play if it's just coincidences that that they are already looking for her and that he already knows Alana? Is that what you're saying? Like he. He specifically brought Claire there because he knows about Jack and Claire? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, okay. So maybe that's where he got the knowledge from. Maybe that's your point. Okay, so so he knows about Jack and Claire. But see, that's my point is if he already knows Alana and he wants to set up Jack and Claire meeting, then I feel like... Like I said before, Alana's being dishonest when she's saying they're already looking for for Claire. Oh, unless okay, unless Desmond didn't put her up to it, and it's just it's just coincidences all the way around. Yeah, it's just weird to have so many coincidences when someone in the middle is doing things on purpose. Well, it, yeah, it seems, I agree. It seems like it's not, it's not, it doesn't really, you know, it's not cut and dry. As I well. agree. It's sort of like it's sort of like a lot of fate, and then and then there's Desmond. Yeah, that's why I wanted to just be he's not getting outside knowledge about things that Island Desmond doesn't know and and what explains the the, the Desmond Claire uh Alana triangle is is just coincidence. Okay. Okay. Cuz I feel like some stuff he I feel like maybe some stuff he's not doing on purpose. I mean, obviously there's things he's doing on purpose. Uh, but another thing that, that may be related to this idea is uh, that, that I thought about in this episode was, you know, something like the fact that he, he didn't beat out Ben when he first met Ben. Yeah. You know, I thought that was interesting. Like, okay, he waited until now. 
But um, but anyway, um, yeah, I didn't really get the sense Desmond knew more than Island Desmond would know. You know, I, like like he he recognizes people that he knew from the island, like Anna Lucia and stuff like that. And I I assumed he was just limited by by that knowledge. He didn't uh, know Anna Lucia. He never met her. Because well, he, assume, he ran away before she came back, and she was dead before he came back. I assume he had heard about her or something like that. Okay, he could have heard about her, I guess, but he never yeah. knew her personally. Yeah. And I think also he has that line, she's not ready yet. I, I agree, I'm, I'm making a leap, but I'm basically assuming that Desmond's actions are purposeful. Ever since ever since he touched Penny and asked asked uh, George for the for the manifest, I'm taking it that what we see him do with those people is purposeful and, um, you know, like, I feel like he, um, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know how much he knew about Hurley and Libby. Like, I, I feel like he is sort of getting people together and I don't know, maybe he doesn't even know why he's doing it, but I, I but think. Yeah, that was the thing. Like with Hurley and Libby, you know, they, they found each other. Yeah. You know, he didn't really do anything but just watch them. Well, he he encouraged he encouraged Hurley to go find her again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's true. To the whole island, ask her where she knew you from. Yeah. 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 So he, I mean, he did. He didn't make them meet initially. So again, it's like coincidence plus Desmond pushing it along. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's that's sort of the pattern. So I think. I think he's doing things purposely, and yeah, I, I don't, I, I don't quite want to say he knows all, you know, like everything. I, I don't think he does, but, but I do think that, you know, if characters have these connections that they need to make, he's going to facilitate it, whether he knows why he's doing it or not. Yeah, but but I think it should be explained how he knows what to do. Like, even if like, it does to me, it doesn't make any sense that he. For instance, doesn't know Anna Lucia, but knows Anna Lucia. Like, you know what I mean? Like, what what is your idea of the information he has about about say a character like her, or these other characters that he doesn't have direct island interactions with? Like, is he just is he just doing this, and he just is uh, it's just subconscious or something? Or do you think or are you thinking sort of more along the lines that he? He's got some versions of memories of her, maybe not his own memories, but you know, like for does he does he know about her that that she was just on the island, or does he know specific things about her time on the island? I, I mean, I'm really not sure. It's 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 hard to say based on what we've seen. I it comes across like he knows more than original Desmond to me, but. It's also that he's just kind of driven for this mission. So it may not be that he knows more, but that he instinctively knows that he has to do certain things. So, mm-hmm. like my my general sense is that is that he doesn't know specific stuff, but he sort of knows who the who the key people are, and he he has this sense of the ways in which he needs to, you know, get them get them all together. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, mean I, I definitely agree with that interpretation. It just seems like they they've been showing us that you know that that, that what people think and feel about the flash sideways or the alternate timeline is predicated on actual memories. You know, it's like they see the flashes of of whatever, and therefore that that sort of opens them up. Um, 
So it's just weird to me if he's if he's if he's having some other thing happen to him, which he is the special one. I mean, that's but, the thing. I I do think Desmond is different. Yeah. I I do think he's he's got you know he's recruiting people, but I think he really is somehow more enlightened than anyone else, even the other people having the slashes. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I don't have a specific explanation for that. That's just the way it's coming across to me. Yeah. You know, so, so you know, I mean, I you know, I don't really know. I, I, I don't really know if we're ever going to find out exactly what he knows and why. Um, but I guess what I'm saying is I think I think it's at least within the realm of what they've shown us that he's trying to get, um, you know, Jack's dad's coffin back to him. Or trying, to get, trying to get Jack's dad's coffin back to him. Mhm. Yeah, I I think that's very likely. But it's I mean it's partially wishful thinking because I want to see it. Mhm. I want to see what they do with that plot line. But it could all just be misdirection, and he's just he's just trying to get Jack to be somewhere somewhere other than the concert. Maybe I don't know. Those things yeah. are possible. All right, well, um, cool. Well, ready for the next thing? Um, let me see. Yeah, yeah. Are you, did you, did you say what you think about that? About, uh, what Desmond is doing with the coffin? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's like, what's your view of what Desmond is doing? Yeah, I said it when we first started talking about it. Oh, I said, you did. Yeah, I said, um, you know, I I feel like it's a ploy just to get just to get uh, Jack somewhere. Uh, but but like I said, okay. I I, I, I want to put some chips in your pile because uh, again, with wishful thinking, and that's a you know that's a good way to get a Christian and Jack scene. Uh, even if it's just Jack looking at his dead dad and saying something, that might be enough. Yeah. Right, yeah, because I can't, I don't see him waking up, that would just be weird. Yeah, Um, so I, I, you know, I I don't think, it could go either way for me, really, but but my gut reaction is that it's just a ploy, just because Desmond is being so manipulative. True. But I will say, you know, Jack is already going to the concert, so, you know, it, it, it seems like a little needless for Desmond to pull this coffin thing uh, unless it's something specifically different for Jack, um, so you know. right. It just it just came out to me like he was lying, but um, yeah. No, it did to me too. I mean, he's you know, he, well, he doesn't work for Oceanic, mm-hmm. so he is lying to a certain extent. Yeah, and I just feel like they gave us a sense the coffin was just lost and mm-hmm. and just couldn't be traced, and and of course you know it it would be fitting if they reversed that, but. But um, uh, but I, I guess I just thought the coffin was done with. But I do I do want to see a Jack and Christian scene. So it's like yeah I, I I'd like that to be true. But but yeah I guess I, I'm I I feel like it's just a ploy. Um, but we'll see. Okay. And and so you're basically thinking that Desmond Desmond just knows what original Desmond knows. 
Yeah, and in terms of what Desmond is knows, how he's operating, he he does seem to have a, a bigger sense of what's going on, but but I I just feel like it's limited to what Island Desmond knows, and maybe a little bit more in terms of you know things he like the Annalucia or something like he you know somehow he knows that she's from the island, but he might not have specific information about her. You know, he might have heard about her on the island or something like that, but. And that's why he knows her, but, um, yeah, you know, besides that, it's like, uh, I, I, I don't want to go so far as to think he's, he's got some grand knowledge, because I just don't know what that looks like, you know. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't either. I mean, it it definitely seems like he's operating on some kind of, some kind of um, intuition. Yeah. He doesn't necessarily know exactly why he's supposed to do these things, but it's he knows that he should do them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that, to me, doesn't explain the knowledge and to be able to say, Anna Lucia isn't ready yet. Well, yeah. You know, uh, like, it, it almost explains it. You know, he's got this feeling she's not ready or something, but... right. But it's, I don't know, it's something, I think it needs to be a little more concrete for, for certain instances like that. But I would say overall, I think, yeah, I think your theory makes sense overall. Like, he definitely has got this instinct that is predicated on some knowledge, obviously, of, of whatever he has gleaned from the other side. Um, but how far that goes, I guess, is, is anybody's guess. Yeah, but, but for 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 generally, generally speaking, I, I'm limiting Desmond's knowledge to what Island Desmond knew, okay. and he's just being driven. He's being driven based on that, you know. But yeah. it's but in terms of information, if you ask him questions, you know, if you ask him, um, you know, you know who got on the helicopter or something, you know, like if if, if Island Desmond doesn't know that, this Desmond shouldn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I, I sort of agree. Yeah, I think we both sort of agree with our different viewpoints. Right. So you know. Yeah, yeah. It's the differences are kind of small, but yeah. But and, and I'll admit, I'm you know, I'm partially just wishfully thinking about about a scene I want to see. Mm-hmm. You know, and um. I'm reasonably confident that whether it's the coffin or not, I feel like I feel like we got to get some Christian stuff in the finale. Yeah. I'm just, you have to. I'm just. I'm. I don't know. I'm for some reason I'm pretty confident that's going to happen. Even you know maybe even it'll be on the island. I don't know. There's been way too much symmetry, you know, in terms of this season. Uh, for for Christian not to come back into play, you know they brought in other characters. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's there. I just I don't see any reason why they wouldn't have a, a Christian come back. He played way too big of a, a role for the for the plot and for uh, for Jack's character. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I think it would be it would be crazy if we got more Kimi than Christian. <laughs> yeah. Which actually is probably inevitable at this point, but. Um, just uh, all you know, lots of Kimi and no Christian would be really crazy. Mm-hmm. I forget did Kimi did he die at the end of that? I believe he did die, um, basically because uh, they they 
uh, when Sawyer went to before Sawyer went to arrest Saeed, they they sort of said it was a multiple homicide. And oh, that's right, that's yeah. right, that's right. They brought up Keeney's name, so I think he is dead at this point. But but Jen is the one who would have killed him then, right? No, Jen Jen didn't. Jen killed Jen killed. Jen, that's the thing. Jen Jen killed uh, Mikhail. Well, they, well, they don't know that. But but wasn't Kimi alive when Mikhail was there? Yes. But well, he he was alive, but he I think he was dying. He was dying. I just can't remember that. I can't remember the scene. Because if Jen didn't shoot him, Saeed shot him. Well, I know Saeed shot him first. Saeed shot him, and then Saeed left and yeah. then let Jen go. Yeah. And then when Jen was there. Uh, Mikhail and Son come in, but yeah. then Kimi's still alive. Yeah, and he tell yeah he tells Mikhail to turn around. Yeah, whatever. I just don't remember what happens to Kimi. But they he, don't show you. He, he bled out or something. Yeah, I mean they they refer to him as a homicide victim, so I'm assuming that he died. But they yeah they didn't show him die. Okay. Because, uh, you know, once Sun gets shot, Sun and Jen just get out of there. They don't look at Kimi again. Yeah. Who's going to eat those eggs? Yeah. <laughs> That's the real tragedy in all of this. Yeah. I forgot. Jen's actually, Jen's actually guilty of one of those murders that Saeed went down for. Oops. Yeah, that kind of sucks. <laughs> Damn, Mr. No English. Mhm. Saeed freed him too. <sighs> yeah. All the thanks he gets is another murder rap. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really, didn't really put that together. Yeah, Saeed's in I trouble. Freed, uh, I freed a Korean guy from a from a refrigerator <laughs> unit, and all I got was this lousy T-shirt. <laughs> yes, we've all been there. True. True. It's a common situation. Yeah. All right. Well, next scene. Okay. Uh, next scene, we go back to the island. Jack stitches Kate's bullet wound. Kate laments that Jen and son had a kid, and Jen never met her. Kate says the lock did this to them, and they're going to have to kill him. Jack says, I know. Lost. Boom. I love this scene. I think this is the scene scene where I said "oh shit" like three times before before the lost uh, title came up. I was just like, "Oh man, this is just so crazy." Because when Kate said when Kate says, "You know, Locke did this to them," I'm like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> you know, like here's the here's the actual aftermath of okay, now what are they gonna do? You know, what are they going to do about what just happened? And uh, then she's like, we have to kill him, Jack. And I'm like, oh, shit, they're going to go try to kill Locke. Um, okay. And then Jack's like, I know. And that was my other oh, shit. I'm just like, oh, no, Jack's on the same page. This is, this is, this is going to be crazy. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, for some reason, that was not my uh, thought that that would be their first reaction to go, to kill Locke. Mine even either, actually. Even though that's obvious. It was just, to me, I thought it was just going to be, you know, they got to keep surviving and got to keep doing other stuff. But, right. Which they are, of course, but just the idea of, like, well, we got to kill him. Uh, right. Yeah, yeah, we do. I thought it would be more like, let's run from Locke before he yeah. kills us, too. Exactly. Um, uh, so, yeah, I was I was definitely surprised about that. 
Yeah, this is this is great. And this scene, you know, Jack stitching up Kate is a total inverse of oh, Kate yeah. stitching up Jack and the pilot. It's just, you know, this is just perfect symmetry here. Yeah. Uh, and um, uh, that was that was cool. Um, I don't know where he got a needle from. I, I understand where he got the thread from. But right, they showed that. Them. Yeah, they don't tell you where he gets the needle. Right. To, to me, it would be the harder thing to get. <laughs> Yeah, that's why I really didn't wish, show it. I really wish somehow Hurley would have gotten that first aid kit. Oh, yeah. You know, like, if he, if he would have actually gotten it, mm-hmm. not that it would have helped Kate right then and there, but maybe, like, you know, because doesn't, doesn't, um, doesn't Jack have a backpack or something? Yeah. Now? And it's like, where did that backpack come from? Well, you guys... <laughs> You guys left the sub with nothing. These are these are all good questions. I have a bit of an answer for you, Uh-oh. and the answer the backpack washed up on shore. The, yeah, there there is actually a deleted scene here. Okay. Um, Geronimo Jack's beard talked about it, um, where they show where they show the backpack washing up, uh, and so that's where he got the backpack from. Well, see, it'd been so cool if Hurley actually found the first aid kit, and then he got into Jack's bag. You know, during the bomb right. fiasco. And then it'd be like, okay, well, that's why Jack can stitch her up. Yeah. You know, but whatever. Yeah. We'll just assume he found a magic needle. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, they, yeah, they cut it for time. But, yeah, the the symmetry is very good. And, uh, and actually, um, where, did, where did Kate get the needle she used in the pilot? Um, Jack had something. Uh, didn't he come to her with some stuff? Oh, did he have it already? Like he found it in the yeah, wreckage was, or something? Yeah, when you could find anything you wanted in That's the wreckage. Right. That's All right. All you had to do was think about what you wanted and go look for it, and it would be there. Like a pregnancy <laughs> test. Or, the play yeah. wreckage was like the magic box. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That was the magic box. I want a blue tarp. Yep. Oh, there's a blue tarp. You can have as many blue tarps as you want. <laughs> and torches. More torches than you can possibly imagine. Yeah, the FAA got, federal guidelines state that, uh, you know, a plane has to have X amount of blue tarps and torches mm-hmm. for every, every trans, transatlantic <laughs> or Pacific flight. I hadn't heard about that. Is that new regulation? Well, it was around around 2004, I think. It okay. Got instituted, yeah. Okay. Around September 2004. I see. Good timing. Yeah, yeah. It's really useful. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, we wouldn't have had a beach camp if it weren't for that regulation. Yeah. Comes in handy. It really does. So, yeah, anyway, I yeah, it's one of those things. They did at least show how he got the thread. That's... <laughs> More than I would have expected, actually. Yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah, and it was just, it's a good, I don't know, it's, it's, um, I, I don't think Kate's, I don't think Kate's ever been shot before. It's surprising, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I guess she has, and I've, uh, I feel like she has, but I can't think of when it would have been. Yeah, I mean, maybe I'm forgetting something, but I, I don't I don't think she's been shot. She's been, like, you know, she's had a lot of guns pointed at her, and she's <laughs> been in a lot of gun fights. 
yeah. And she's yeah. been around people who got shot. But, uh, you know, I don't think she herself. Like, she was there, like, when Mikhail shot Saeed. She was right by there. Um, I mean, Sawyer's been shot multiple times, I think. Um, but, yeah, I think I think this is the first thought. That's why it was shocking when she got shot in the mm-hmm. episode before last. It's like, oh, shit, really? Because I, I sort of got used to her being invincible. Yeah, totally. Uh, all right. Anything else with this scene? Um. Mm-hmm. Oh, so they talk about Jin uh, G G Eon. Yeah. G Eon. I think I think we keep adding an extra syllable. Kate didn't add that extra syllable. No, no. It's like G Eon. I think the yeah the original is more one syllable than G Eon, but yeah, it's a, you know it's one of those sounds that it's a little hard to make. Yeah, but it's something like Ji Yun. Uh, but I so she brings up this thing, you know. I'm, at least somebody's talking about it, you know. That Jin didn't mm-hmm. meet the daughter. Even if they're thing, not you know. talking about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. They had to bring up the uh, the tragic events of the submarine. Mm-hmm. Submarines. Thinkage. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's good they at least had, they at least acknowledged it. Yeah. You know, because it is, it is a pretty major tragedy. Yeah, totally. I'd say. You know, Saeed, I appreciate, you know, it was definitely a good, like, sacrifice thing, but Saeed really kind of had nothing to lose. Mm-hmm. You know, he was, he was really, uh, he was really just kind of on his own, leading yeah. a miserable existence. So he's sort of the perfect uh, kind of person to make a sacrifice like that. But Sun and Jin, you know, they definitely had a life waiting for them if they had been able to leave. Yeah, you know, uh, Saeed said he couldn't feel anything, and Locke said that might be good for what's coming. And so maybe Saeed not feeling, you know, not feeling uh, the need to stay alive or uh, self-preservation or anything like that. Not to take anything away from his heroism, but. Mm-hmm. But maybe it was easy since he, you know, he didn't have sort of whatever feelings that he didn't have. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Sun and Jin definitely had. Uh, they had a, you know, light at the end of their tunnel, and um, it got blown up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I. Um, uh, I I always thought that the show could end with one of them dying. I never I never really considered the possibility that they would both die. Yeah, I think that's maybe one of the more surprising threads about or reoccurring elements um, uh, with Lost of the last, you know, the last couple seasons, but really towards the end here is how brutal and uh, shocking some of the deaths were and just like, you know, just the island saying, I don't care about you. Yeah. <laughs> the show, you know, just being, being sort of indifferent, really. You know, not really, okay, Sun and Jen don't get any favor, you know, aren't showing any favoritism just because they're Sun and Jen. Right. You know, but yeah, I agree. I thought, I thought at, at worst we'd get one of them dead, you yeah. know, and, and one of them, one of them staying alive. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Which would still be tragic, but it's sort of like, mm-hmm. you know, the kid's there, so that somehow, you know, they, 
the you know the the fact that they were together lives on in some sense. So it's you know it's a classic mm-hmm. sort of tragic ending where it's not completely hopeless. Yeah. Well, I guess what's weird is they already had that ending where one of them survived with the kid. Yeah, they did. Son, son, son thought Jin was dead, so, you know. Yeah. That was that little period. So they kind of did that, and then they, you know, they had the final word was uh, both get get axed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she had to come back, and I guess, you know, that the line the line that caused that to happen is quite complicated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Basically, because because Jin asked Locke not to bring her back, and uh, and gave him the wedding ring, yeah, to somehow convince her not to come back. Which, when you think about it, that's, that's such a weird logic uh, because it'd almost be like if and I don't remember if he knew this. He probably didn't know this. Well, he could have maybe assumed that son thought he was dead, which would, I think, be the greater impetus for her not to come. You know, it's a lie, but, you know, it would make her have no reason to come find him yeah. if she continues to think he's dead. But but once once he gives her proof that, that he's alive via the wedding ring, wedding ring um, there's the incentive to come get him. Yeah. So it kind of backfired. It, it totally did. Yeah. Again, it seems uh, it seems like that's ironic. Mm-hmm. Tragically ironic, I guess. Yeah. All right. Well, we got a lot of this five sentence <laughs> scene. We really did. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't expect to get that much, but it was a good scene. I enjoyed it. Very good. Yeah. Uh, Way to uh, pick back up where they left off. Um, all just kind of miserable on the beach. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, okay, so you want to go to the next scene? Yeah. Uh, stuff from the submarine washes on the shore. Sawyer watches. Um, Kate puts her head on Sawyer's shoulder. Jack tells the others that they should get going. And uh, Jack suggests that uh, they go get Desmond, um, who's in a well, as they told him in the submarine. All right. Well, pretty straightforward scene. Going to need some Saeed. Some Desmond? I mean some Desmond. (laughs) They're not going to get some Saeed. No, unless parts uh, float up to the surface on the beach. (laughs) Not right. to be grim, but um Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. God. I did that earlier too. I I there was someone someone I think it was Zoe. Like I wrote Saeed instead of Zoe. Oh. Like, God, I just want Saeed in this scene somehow. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah. Yeah. Uh they're gonna go they're gonna go get Desmond. They're gonna get Desmond, all right. Um. Uh, okay, so next scene is a flash sideways. Uh, some students welcome back, Mr. Locke. We see uh, Desmond in his car watching Locke wheel around again, and he starts the car. 
then Ben runs in front of the car and yells for someone to call the police and tries to make a citizen's arrest. Desmond gets out of the car and punches Ben in the face. Uh, Desmond says he's not there to hurt Locke. He's there to help him let go. Ben asks Desmond who he is. Desmond punches Ben a few more times in the face, which triggers Ben to have a flash of Desmond hitting Ben in the face on the docks in the original timeline. Then Desmond throws Ben down and drives away. All right. Well, he's two for two at the, uh, what is it, the Washington Tustin High School? Yes. <laughs> he's just, uh, he's Mr. Violence over here. Why is it that it's only, like, nerdy, studious characters who are the only ones who ever say, I'm making a citizen's arrest? <laughs> you know, it's never, you know, it's never like the, the, the cool, you know, guy or, you know, right. the, the the bad guy. Or, you're you're you not going to hear like, Saeed saying that. No, he would never say I'm that. I'm making a citizen's arrest. <laughs> <laughs> it's just such a, it's such a, um... Weird, weird thing to say, you know. Yeah, just, it feels like when you're saying that, you, you just you really don't have any power in the scene. Yeah, exactly. It's like you're you're getting you're having less power because yeah. you're saying it. You know? Yeah, it, it makes you look even more helpless. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> I'm gonna arrest you, Mister. Yeah, <laughs> I think I can take you. I have a doctorate in. European history. Yeah, I mean, the whole thing was crazy. It's like, wow, Ben is just confronting this guy who like did a yeah. hit and run. Like, I hey, was... you, you should see what he did, what he does to people who don't refill the uh, the coffee maker. Oh. Right? <laughs> wow, uh, good point. No, he's yeah. No, I really love this scene. You know, Ben Ben is Ben has a lot of tenacity. Um, and uh and yeah, this was cool. Like I said before though, I thought it was a little weird that that Desmond, you know and I guess that's the big question of the scene, you know, is is Desmond punching him does Desmond know what punching him is gonna do to him? Is the big question for me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean it comes off like he does. It does. It does. Especially because it's yeah, I mean, it's a fine line, because it's like the punching triggers a flash of punching, because that's what the flashes do. Mm-hmm. They trigger a flash of something related to what they're experiencing. Yeah. But, again, the fact that he keeps punching Pin in the face, it's like he he, he was subdued, Desmond. Well, but that's the thing. He, I, I, like, I feel like he's punching him to trigger this, and he doesn't know yeah. when it's triggered, you know. Yes. He can't really tell, except for when you know his eyes. Ben's eyes go wide. Right. But um, you know, it's more subtle than the the punching will allow. Right. Um, but but that's the thing, you know. That was and that was their big last um, scene together. You know, big last event in there between between Desmond and Ben was, of course, you know, Desmond beating Ben when when right. um, when Ben uh, tries to kill Penny and uh, right. the doc there. So it was definitely you know apropos for this to be the 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 uh, the the ignition of the uh, you know of Ben's memories or whatever the catalyst yeah. I should say um, but it's just, it's so strange because I really wanna I really wanna figure out if Desmond specifically knows that like does he like he does he if he is he punching Ben specifically because he knows that he and Ben had a punching fight right you know, before you know 
Yeah. Yeah. That's a good or or just or it's just kind of like hitting lock with in the wheelchair, like because I I don't think you know I don't think he ever I don't think Lock ever got hit with a car in a wheelchair. So. Yeah, 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 and it's like yeah, exactly. This seems really specific, and and it seems like you know with Lock it seems like okay he's just gonna hit him and the trauma will trigger whatever. The same like the thing with Charlie. Yeah. You know it didn't it didn't come off like Charlie specifically. Uh, made Desmond, you know, uh, drive the car into the water because of the the looking glass, right. you know, uh, scenario. Yeah. Um, you know, that seemed like more of a coincidence. But this, you know, he says you want to know who I am, and he's talking totally. to him. And I'm just, I, I just wonder, and it's such a minor point, of course, but that's what we do here. Uh, is, <laughs> I just wonder if... Uh, we live in the minor point. We do, we live in the minor point. Uh, and it just, my point is... Um, I'm wondering if, if, yeah, I guess if I've already said it, but is he punching him just to trigger something, or is he punching him because he knows what it's going to trigger, which is the punching of the Flash uh, right. alternate timeline? Right, yeah. No, I, I mean, it's, you know, it's a relevant question. I feel like they've been blurring it a little bit. Like, I think later on when they have Hurley just kind of recognize Anna Lucia, mm-hmm. it comes across like Hurley is – fully integrated with original Hurley. Yeah. Because yeah, he's kind of casually like, hey, Anna Lucia's coming with us? Like, this is someone who I think he's probably never met before in the alternate timeline. That's some. I was trying to figure out if, if he had met her or not. I mean, I think he they could have met before, you know, and I almost feel like, you know, when Desmond was planning this with Hurley, Anna Lucia might have been there because obviously Desmond needed to have set this up prior with her anyway. Uh, so maybe all three of them had a conversation, and so maybe that's why Hurley was even asking if Anna Lucy is coming because he assumed she would be involved from the beginning, you know, since she was there in the beginning of that whole plan. Um, so I think it is possible they could have met before. I think her line, you know, you know, do I know you, Tubby, was is the is uh, the one that makes it seem like okay, well they did, they haven't met. Yeah, that's probably the line that tells you. Yeah, right. Um, but um, but it, I don't know. It just it sort of came off to me like they, like maybe Hurley had known about her before that he just saw her, you know. Like Desmond said, you know, Officer Anna Lucia Cortez is going to do blah blah blah, mm-hmm. you know, over the phone to Hurley or something, and Hurley he hears that name, knows who she is, and so when he sees her, assumes she's going to come. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It, it is weird that if he just he saw her for the first time and he's instantly integrated, you know, or he's already integrated and he instantly recognizes her and, and, uh, and right. he wants to come. You know. Cause I think, I think in a lot of cases with people having flashes, mm-hmm. it comes across like, you know, they remember stuff and they sort of, they get these, you know, flashes of memory from the Island. And so they sort of have this sense of their other life, but like they, they haven't, for the most part, they haven't taken it so far that they just know all the details. Yeah. You know, and I think for, for Hurley, you know, Anna Lucia is a pretty insignificant detail in his memory. Well, I would say it might be a little high because she died when Libby died. Oh, that's true. That's a good thing. So I think that puts her in the, you know, in the Libby category, you know, with the whole thing of Michael killing both of them. So. Yeah, that's true. That's she's uh, she's higher at least for that, but um, yeah, you're right. I forgot. I forgot that's how she died. 
Yeah, it's it's amazing what what we can forget about. <laughs> yeah, I know that's uh, that's the first thing we talked about in this podcast, really. Mm-hmm. That that episode where that happens, and I I feel like in some way that triggered the last lowdown. Yeah, totally. So, you know, I think the 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 blast door map hatched the idea, but I think it was Michael shooting them that it was like, okay, we got to talk about this. Yeah, we got to start podcasting. Yeah. No, it was it was so great to see Anne Lucia. Uh, I know we're sort of skipping ahead here, but uh, it's it was it was I, I you know I like Michelle Rodriguez. I, I think she's an interesting actress. She's got a specific kind of uh, you know characteristic about her that's interesting. And um, anyway, I, I I like Anna Lucia too, and uh, it was it was great to see her, even if she is a dirty cop. I know. <laughs> But uh, it's like, wow, Anne-Lucy is not looking too good in the flashlight. Yeah, yeah, totally. I almost was thinking she was going to throw in some line about a baby uh, or, you know, this will get my baby through college. Not mm-hmm. that her you know, kid is old, but just like some some hint that she's using the money for something to do with the baby she never got to have. Right. Yeah. But uh, that's a little, a little too much, I think, for that quick scene. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of a brief cameo. Yeah. But it was it was nice that they actually brought her back as herself rather than yes. Hurley seeing a ghost. Yeah, totally. Um I was I was really surprised. I didn't expect it. It was Again, I just I know that's what they're doing with these flash sideways, but a lot of these characters I just I doesn't pop into my head that oh we're gonna see them now. Mhm. You know, so it was definitely a nice surprise. Um, so the uh, the uh, couple things I want to say about this Ben scene. First of all, like they play it like they play it like Desmond is there to hit lock again. Yeah. <laughs> like I I don't know I don't know what we're supposed to think. Again, minor point. I don't know what we're supposed to think he's there to do. Once he once he beats Ben up, he just leaves. I guess now that he's assaulted someone, he can't necessarily just hang around still. But. Um, <laughs> I you know it comes across like he's satisfied with you know getting you know getting Ben to have some kind of memory. Um, also, like what he does to Ben reverberates over to Locke. Mm-hmm. So you know, um, uh, I, again, I don't think he necessarily knows that that's going to happen, but it's like he's he's doing all this stuff that's just ha- you know making the right coincidences happen. Yeah, it yeah. I don't know what he's supposed to be there doing. I mean, it, to me, I, I guess I just thought he was. I just think he was sitting. He was. He was just watching Locke. Okay. You know, watching Locke come back to his first day after being in the hospital, and maybe just to see if there's any differences or changes in him or anything like that. I I think you know I think that's sort of the explanation for the scene. I think the real explanation is just it's a contrivance for him to beat up Ben. Right. Uh, I really, you know, obviously that's the main thing going on here, but uh, I, I feel like that's kind of the the big, the big, the big real reason why he's there, and, and the lesser reason is that he's just watching Locke. Okay. But yeah. he does seem he does, you know, because otherwise, I, I don't know, you know. It's yeah. It's like it's not like he's going to attack Locke again or anything like that. It's just it, yeah. It, I I got scared for because when Locke goes by, like he starts the car, and it's like, oh god. Yeah, I think he was going to leave. Like, oh, I he was going to leave. leave. Okay. Yeah. That's better. Was, he wasn't, I don't think he was, like, going to cross the street. He was already sort of 
going into school. So I don't mm-hmm. think Desmond, unless Desmond drives his car up on the campus lawn or something. <laughs> like, yeah, not need that much. Uh, and him yeah. again, you know, would just be torture. Right, I know, I know. I you just that's... yeah. I got the I got the sense he was about to leave, and then Ben comes up, and then and then Desmond Desmond th- uh, sort of you know gets in gets in Ben's face. Um, right. But it, but again, like in the end, you know, he said, "You want to know who I am?" And it's like he he almost seems like he was there, waiting to punch Ben. Right. He wasn't. <laughs> right. It's one of those kind of scenes. Yeah. Yeah. Um I, I uh uh I was I was going to say it's sort of like it's sort of like what he was doing with the Hurley and Libby scene where he was watching him on the beach. Exactly. You know, yeah. like he's sort of checking up on his work. Mhm. Um making sure that it's going over the way he wants it to. So so it so it makes sense that he's watching him. It's just kind of you know, it's like I think he's I think he's in the same car. Like it's just kind of bad, you know, <laughs> to do a hit and run and then hang out there later. Yeah, it's it's not the same car. I hope. Oh, it's not. I thought it was. I it, you know I don't know, but I just hope it's not. <laughs> okay. Okay. I mean, shouldn't that car have been damaged? And then it was a rental car anyway, and so like mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess it's only been a day or two or something, but. Yeah. Actually, it should have been longer. Lockwood's in, just in surgery. When did this guy get out? Oh Jeez. yeah, you're right. It should be it should be a few days later. I would imagine major surgery a week minimum. They keep you in the hospital. Something like that. I mean, I know the timeline should be a couple days. Yeah, yeah. It just seems like any real hospital would be like you know. You no, I think realistically you're right, but I think uh, I think it's compressed. Yeah. Um, cause like yeah, the, the, the timeline is totally crazy. I mean, it's, you know, the, the, particularly the thing with, with son and lock into the hospital at the same time. Yeah. You know, that should maybe, be maybe in the, in the flash sideways, time doesn't scatter quite, quite right. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. Um, the other thing I wanted to note about this scene is that, uh, Ben's flash of Desmond hitting him on the docks, that's like mm, maybe two weeks before the present in the uh, in the original timeline. Mm-hmm. So I believe that's as late uh, as late in the original timeline as we've been so far. In terms of what? Time? I don't know. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> that's as, you said that's that's as late as we've been in the original timeline. In terms of the flashes, sorry. The flashes that people are seeing. Yes. Oh, okay, and the flash sideways. Okay, that's what you mean. Right. Yeah. Like we talked about the stuff they're seeing before, and like like Desmond saw, you know, his son and stuff like that, and that that was sort of the latest. Mm-hmm. You know, but then there was that whole thing with with son and Locke, and you know, it's him, it's him, and and uh, it wasn't clear. Uh, to me at least, what you know, whether to infer that she had seen really late in the show, or which is to say, maybe, maybe a week later than what Ben is seeing here, or, or if that was too much and she was just remembering regular Locke or something, mm-hmm. you know. But I think uh, the only thing is that Ben's Ben's flash is still pre-incident, so we haven't quite crossed that barrier yet. Yeah. 
So maybe that's uh, maybe that's significant. But yeah. it's pretty late. I mean, it's you know, it's getting... well. Like I said, I think it's significant that it's the most recent memory. Well, I guess that's not necessarily true. We haven't seen it yet. But the most the most pivotal moment we've seen that Desmond and and Ben have had on the island oh. or in the main on the main timeline. Yeah. Uh, I guess Ben's still alive. Desmond's still alive. So yeah. There could be some more interaction between them, but um, barring that, I think that's that's the most recent, at least. So yeah, it's, and, the, last, you know, it's the last time they met. Yeah, and specifically, like that ties in because you know, right after that, Desmond's in the hospital, and then he's kidnapped by Widmore right. and taken directly to the island. So yeah, and Ben gets on a deer and goes right to the island as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they're they're both. That was for both of them. Really, that's kind of the last thing they did before they went to the island. Yeah. It's it's weird because it feels like that was a long time ago. But that was so long ago. <laughs> it, the the time the time has gotten really really short long at the end. Yeah. Um. You know, I remember talking about that at the beginning of the show. It was like it was 2004 for like three seasons, <laughs> and it was like, damn. You know, with the flash forwards, uh, they brought it up to date. Mm-hmm. You know, but now the, again they're in 2007. <laughs> yeah, I think it's weird for you know for Desmond who's punching Ben in the flash sideways to be remembering events that happen in a parallel universe in the future. Right. You know. Right. Right. I mean that's I mean that's what all the memories are, sort of, more or less. <laughs> mhm. Most of them, I guess I can't go that far because, like, the plane, the plane at this point is like I don't know a week and a half ago or something. Yeah. Um, uh, so there's some stuff I guess that this is sort of past, but most of the island memories they've had are deeper than a week and a half. Yeah. So, so I think they're they're always doing that, and again, it's it is coming across like they're parallel. They're parallel but shifted. Mm-hmm. You know. So that's uh, that, another reason why I want to say that I mean, it doesn't really make sense, but I want to say that it starts it starts when the incident happened, and it starts on the plane. What's it? The alternate timeline. So the alternate timeline starts when the incident happens. Yeah. And and it starts on the plane. Yeah. Uh, Don't ask me what I mean by that. Okay. I was going to. um, I'm like, how can it start in two different... That's why I was like, what's it? You must mean two different it's because you got two start locations. So you mean that's just the the point at which they're offset from each other? Yeah. Okay. Pretty much. Pretty much. And, like, I think the incident incident made this place exist. But the thing is, it has its own history. So, you know, I don't want to specify... How you know how that works, but but I, I do yeah, think, I think it's like I think it's similar to the fact that they can have memories of stuff that's happened before, you know. I think I think that is that's explained by the fact that they you know they're having memories of you know 2007 stuff and 2004 right. and stuff like that is each timeline is continuous, but but there's this, there's point there's the point where they connect, you know, right? Because at least by virtue of how one of them was created or something like that. Right, yeah. And we haven't we haven't seen anything past the incident yet. 
Yeah. You know, like definitively past. Like if we see stuff from season six on the island, then, you know, then I think that'll be, to me, that'll be some kind of proof that, you know, the incident didn't just create this timeline. Mm-hmm. But if that's where their memories are coming from, then that then that works. Exactly. And I think, you know, they just wanted to go back to the plane. And so it's coming off like that's where it started, whatever started is for a whole universe timeline. Yeah. Well, and plus that was the that was the uh the pivotal moment with the plane crashing was right. whether or not the island is there to to have Desmond be there in the Swan Station to press to not press the button. Because he's busy trying to kill Kevin, Kelvin. <laughs> right. Don't forget that, folks. <laughs> That's what I love. Is like he was busy with dealing with Kelvin's bullshit. Right. Kelvin was like, oh, I had you. You're the sucker. You're going to press the button. I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he just fixed uh, Desmond's boat on the side. Mm-hmm. I mean, the whole reason they had that boat available this season to use is Kelvin's hard work. Kelvin's hard work, still paying off. <laughs> military trained, American military, right there, folks. That's right. That's right. <laughs> well done. Well done. He even, he even taught Saeed how to torture people. Yeah, that's true. Oh, man. Kelvin goes way back. Yeah. Yeah, he's... he's... I, I swear, the only thing we're missing with Kelvin is is the the Rosinski days, Tim yeah. Rosinski and the and the Swan. That that has to go on the list of you know uh, things we things we wish they would have showed because I don't think there's any way we're going to see that. Oh no, at this point. So yeah, but uh, I would I would have loved an episode or a scene with with them with them hanging out at the Me Swan too. Station and Kelvin just wanting to kill Rosinski every yeah. moment that he's there. <laughs> <laughs> like, he just has to be obnoxious that whole time. I know exactly. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I don't think Calvin would would really want to deal with Rutinsky no. and his bullshit. But yeah, that's that's one of those great lost scenes that we'll probably never see. Yeah, the scenes that never were. We should do a top ten. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of those actually. It's it's yeah. it's kind of cool to me how they've developed this story that they've left out a lot of significant parts of. Mm-hmm. You know, I kind of I kind of like that in a way, but it would have been nice to see you know those actors actually get together in in the Swan Station and just get a sense of what it was like for them. Yeah, because you know you only have you, you only see the two sides of it. You know, post Radzinski dead. Kelvin alone and like pre-Kelvin on the island, Redzinski by himself before the Swan's even built. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's just a giant hole there. What? Where the Swan Station was? You're correct. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is what I meant. Or at least it should have been. Yeah. Uh. All right, well. What else? Where are we? Um... We're still in Desmond punching Ben. Yes. Woo. <laughs> yes, but I think I think I'm done. I just wanted to, I just wanted to observe how late the memory was because I think okay. that's at least sort of a clue about the memories. Yeah. You know, because um, it hasn't been. Uh, you know, they haven't come down definitively on where the memories stop. 
So I'm just I'm just using those to gauge, you know, how far they can go. Yeah. Well, I I think it, uh, you know, I like I said, you know, everybody knows I, you know, I feel like there's going to be some some culmination or, or or connection between the flash sideways and the main timeline and I think it it makes sense they haven't anyone in the flash sideways hasn't hasn't uh had memories beyond beyond uh that point. So beyond you know beyond the incident i guess uh so i think i think that makes sense somehow yeah it's like if that's the the genesis of that universe and i mean even though it has its own history and they're getting memories from the future it seems like it that somehow still makes sense that they don't they haven't remembered anything past that right right yeah like in my head i put the timelines next to each other and 2004 alternate timeline is next to 2007 original timeline. Mm-hmm. And so when you look at it that way, the memories aren't later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they're they're in the right direction if, if that's how they line up. So that's sort of why I want to say they sync up like that as well. Because mm-hmm. it, makes, it makes the memories, in you know, still in the past. They're just kind of offset from each other. Yeah. All right. Well, next scene. Okay. Oh, forgot. Oh. I wanted to mention it was nice to hear Ben say, "I will not let you hurt Mr. Locke again." Oh. Uh, you know, Ben coming to Locke's defense is, uh, you know, uh, something something interesting about that, considering he killed Locke. <laughs> <laughs> right. And tried to kill him another time or two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and like psychologically tortured him. You know, I gotta say, Jack and Locke are obviously the two main uh characters with different opinions and viewpoints and, and who are sort of you know, their stories overlap of course. Uh but, yeah. but man, Ben and Locke mm-hmm. I don't I don't know who's stronger. I don't know which pair is stronger because Ben and Locke have some history. Absolutely. You know, they've got some really strong ties too, so it's it's pretty crazy that you, you that they they managed to have you know, Locke have these really strong connections to uh, both characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. It's it, you know, it's a different thing than his thing with Jack. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I feel like Jack and Locke are sort of the big. That's the big totem pole relationship. But I think, I think Ben and uh, Ben and Locke is is uh, you know a very significant, slightly smaller one than that. Mm-hmm. Um. And I think I think you know, a bit below that is Ben and Saeed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, they had a lot of history as well. Yeah, totally. Um, you know, it's it's uh, but I mean, from the time that you know Ben was in the hatch, he he was messing around with Block relentlessly <laughs> until the moment he murdered him. Really. Mm-hmm. I came for you, John. Yes. <laughs> I'll never forget when Ben tries to crawl through the air duct and he falls I know. And, and not and gets knocked out. And I still don't know if he's faking or not. I know it looked so fake. It was so like you're, fake. You're not that clumsy. Stop it. <laughs> exactly. It was and then, ridiculous. And then, yeah, we still don't know if he's the one who you know he goes into the computer room. Mm-hmm. And we don't we don't know uh, what happened. We still don't know what happened. I had this theory for so long that he did something during that period of time. 
Mm-hmm. I was so convinced. Oh, Ben did something. Yeah. When he was in there, and then he even he says, "I didn't push the button," and that yeah. and that like gets Locke going and and leads him on the path that leads to you know leads to the hash being imploded basically. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like I think Ben has to have been lying because. Because we know what happens when you don't push the button. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, Ben lies, so it's not crazy. But, again, it's like, what the fuck was Ben doing? Like, yeah. why is he pushing Locke like that? I don't even – I don't know what he's even trying to accomplish. It's almost like he just – he just uh, enjoys, gets off on sort of uh, manipulating Locke and, and, you know, pushing his buttons. Mm-hmm. And he knows that – Locke is somehow tortured about the button and it doesn't feel like a good enough destiny for him. And, you know, hearing Ben say that it does nothing is just, you know, something he really doesn't want to hear. Yeah. You know, so that, that, and it's like, it's like Ben zeroed in on him instantly as someone he could manipulate. Totally. And, and just, and continue to do so up to bringing his dad to the island and, you know, trying to kill him and then like and then teaming up with him eventually to go find you know the cabin and then to move the island and mm-hmm. oh man <laughs> Locke moved the island no he didn't no he didn't <laughs> I didn't see no island move what are you talking I, about I, Hurley? what are you talking about Hurley you crazy <laughs> Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah, classic uh, re- overly skeptical Jack. Mm-hmm. All right, that's Jack. Full look. on denial. Look, Jack. There's man of science, and there's the island you just saw disappear. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you gotta you gotta actually believe your eyes. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's all I had for this scene. Uh, yeah, uh, I just wanted to say that, uh, 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 what did I want to say? I agree with your comment. Awesome. Wow, look at that. (laughs) That's my contribution. Thank you. We'll be here all week, folks. It's a good, it's a good observation because it is, uh, it, it is interesting to have him Especially because, like, this guy, you know, this guy's a hit and run. He's potentially dangerous. I mean, he is dangerous. He, you know, mm-hmm. he's been, a, like, it's kind of amazing to me that little little Dr. Linus, like, just runs oh, in front yeah. of his car and, like, as nerdy like, as he looks, it's, yeah. it's kind of amazing to me. Yeah. He's actually willing to, like, put himself on the line like that. I, I was, I was, uh, I was impressed. Yeah, totally. So, okay. Uh,. Next scene. Yep. Uh, back to the island. Uh, ben, Miles, and Richard, finally. Back to Ben, Miles, and Richard. Wow, it's been a while. Ooh, yeah. Uh, they just, they're they are walking to the barracks. They still haven't gotten there You guys there aren't yet. there yet? It's, it's taking a while, we find out. It must be, because it's been like five episodes. Yeah. Uh, Richard asks Ben how much explosive Ben has. Ben reveals that the explosives are hidden in his secret room behind the bookcase. Then they finally arrive at the barracks. Miles has a little moment 
Ben's curious. Miles doesn't want to say. Then Richard uh, says that he buried Alex there. Ben thanks Richard for that and walks into his house. Then Ben pulls back the bookshelf. Miles asks about the super secret room. Uh, Ben says it's where I was told I could summon the monster. That's before I realized that it was the one summoning me. Then Ben opens a safe. Uh, Ben asks how much explosive to bring. Richard wants to blow it to hell, so they're taking it all. Then they hear noise from the house. They go to investigate, and they find Zoe and Charles Widmore. Boom. Hello. So, I don't know about you, but when Ben Ben told them he hid the C4 in his secret room, I was thinking, okay, well, that's not there. I totally thought it would not be there. Oh, Since really? telling us it was going to be there before we saw it, I thought it was going to be like, okay, well, plan B, because somehow someone found my secret room. You know, because Locke lived there and... You know, all this stuff um, oh. happened, you know, since Ben been there, I thought. So I'm like, well, there's no guarantee it's still there. Oh, wow. I never suspected that it wasn't there. I I just thought, I don't know. I just thought they were telling us where it is. Yeah, but it's like, why tell us where it is when they're going to show us in next scene? Mm-hmm. And I still don't have the answer, but <laughs> they did it. Yeah, yeah. I think I think they definitely tried to make clear that somehow, for whatever reason, it took a while to get to the barracks because mm-hmm. they. I mean, there's been a lot of travel on the islands. Um, I forgot to mention we did get confirmation in this episode that Jack and Hurley and Kate and Sawyer washed up on the main island. Yes, 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 totally. Um, which wasn't clear to me from the last episode, but yeah, so. Uh, I mean, there's been there was a lot of shuffling around in the time since Richard uh, left with his group. So mm-hmm. I think they felt the need to somehow say it's just I don't know they they went the wrong way or something. Yeah. Um. Uh. And so, in fact, they did not. Um. Well, let me not even get into that. <laughs> I'll wait on that until later. Um. So we we uh. We find out um, an answer to a mystery that I hadn't even thought about, which is what happened to Alex's body. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> the question no one was asking. It never even occurred to me that that was an issue. But, yeah, I guess in season four, they did kind of just leave it there. So, um, It being her body? Yeah. Okay. It being her body. And uh, and Ben just leaves the island right away, and I guess most of the rest of them do, and they, except some of them start time traveling. So it seems like Ben forgot. Yeah, yeah. He, he he was never, you know, even when he was digging Locke's grave, it wasn't like he was saying, "Oops, I never dug a grave for Alex." Or when he gets mm-hmm. back to the island, it wasn't even he's going back and he's you know claiming he wants to uh, be judged for for letting Alex die. He still doesn't say, "Oh, I got to go bury her." Yeah, that's true. I gotta go find out what happened to my daughter's body. So yeah, so he wasn't thinking about it, so we weren't thinking about it. Yes, yes, yes. He was. You're right. But just in case someone asked, um, we find out that uh, Richard at some point came in and did the burial. Yeah. Uh, well, that was nice. Put her under the under the Menard's fence. 
Why did he? Why next to the fence? It was such an unceremonious place. It was like she's right here. Yeah. <laughs> See that ground? It looks the same yeah. as the rest of the ground. They, cut, they they have a close up of her grave, and it's just like it's just, it's not marked. It's you know, yeah. there's just nothing there. Doesn't you know? There obviously doesn't look like a grave was dug there. And yeah. It, it was so weird at first when when um, when uh, Miles was was getting his his sense his spidey sense or whatever of uh of Alex's body I thought I thought it was that's where she was shot cuz you know she was standing next to the fence when Kimi shot her right I think uh from what I remember maybe I'm remembering wrong but I, I don't know I thought she was shot near the fence at first I'm thinking oh okay he's just It was relatively near the fence Yeah uh but it's like well I guess Richard didn't move her very far Mm-hmm. I'll bury you right here. <laughs> yes. And you think Dharma? Where, where where would Dharma bury people? Like, did any? I mean, I feel like somebody must have died during the Dharma days, before yeah. the purge, of course. Right. Right. You know, from hostiles, from smoky. Mm-hmm. You know. Anyway. Yeah. No, people definitely died, but there doesn't seem to be a Dharma cemetery. The other thing is, you know, Alex was another. It seems like she should get a Colleen funeral. Oh, no one got the Colleen funeral except for Colleen. I think that's clear. I agree. That was the first time they did it and the last time they did it. (laughs) They're like, this is too much work. That was just for Colleen. This is why the Vikings stopped doing it. Right, right. Too much. (laughs) All right, we tried it. Mm -hmm. It's not working. Yeah, that's one of those others cultural uh, uh, themes that uh, did not get developed much. Yeah, yeah. Much like the the uh, the their their judicial system, mm-hmm. you know, the whole judging uh, uh, judging Juliet. Yeah, which sounds like a TV show uh, about a judge named Juliet. <laughs> judging Juliet, yeah, it does. <laughs> Um, I don't want to hear it, mister. I don't want to hear it. Guilty. <laughs> yeah, you're out of it. order. No, you're out of order. Uh, any other courtroom stereotypes we can find here? <laughs> Some about handling the truth. Right. Yes. Um. So what else is going on here? So Miles says... Hey, I lived in those houses 30 years before you did, otherwise known as last week. Mm-hmm. But of course, Miles know Ben was a kid there, right? And uh, and he got there obviously after Ben was there. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what he's talking about. So Ben lived there years before Miles did, which was 30 mm-hmm. something years ago. Yeah, or last week. Minus three years. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. That's a. Uh, that's a bit of a. A bit of a. Blooper. Yeah. A little much. Wasn't quite spot on. Yeah, they wanted to get Miles a clip. I think. Yeah. It's good. It's a good thing he's got that dead power. Otherwise, uh, you know, he could be the next Frank. I, I guess Frank's dead. Uh, you know, we haven't seen him. Uh, I remember the shots in, in the first scene, uh, or not the first scene, but the first beach scene, 
um, with the uh, you know with the life jackets washing up on shore, and I'm thinking, okay, is that supposed to tell us that like so, you know no you know obviously no one survived and Frank is no you know Frank is nowhere to be found. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I guess so. I guess Frank you know I guess I'll wait. Maybe we should just wait till next episode to R.I.P. Frank because yeah, maybe he'll have some miraculous. Uh, you know, yeah. maybe he washes up on the on the Hydra Island or something. I'm sort of imagining him. I, this is ridiculous, but I'm imagining him like at an opportune moment, like coming in with a plane. <laughs> like, like Smokey's about to attack, and he like flies the plane into Jack, Smokey Jack is, or something. Jack is, Jack is at the edge of a cliff. Yeah. And Smokey's about to kill him, and Jack falls off, and the plane. There you go. Him. That'll work. <laughs> <laughs> he drops out of the plane. <laughs> a huge, a huge transatlantic plane comes up. Yeah. Yeah, and like yeah, he yeah. uses a plane, like him and Smokey battle it out, like from the plane, and Smokey's like flying around. <laughs> He's got to like do maneuvers to dodge. Mm-hmm. That's 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 what I'm. Invi- I don't think that's gonna happen, but that's a comeback I would see Frank making. Yeah, it would be better if it were a helicopter, but I don't think there's a helicopter available. No. So, uh, well, do you think no one's gonna no one's gonna leave the island on that plane? Now that the sub is out of the picture and there's no C four on the plane, mm-hmm. even though the plane still has a cracked windshield. Yeah, and I don't know uh, who's gonna fly it if Frank's not alive. Well, I mean, if giving that Frank's alive, given that Frank's alive, yeah. Uh, I'm wondering if there's anyone who could make it off the island. <sighs> yeah, I think it's possible. I think it's possible, but I don't know. I'm I'm not sure. I think I think some of them aren't going to get off the island. Well, that's definitely true. Um even a significant, but I I guess I I could see possibly some of them are able to are able to leave. Cuz they do, like you said, they they've kept it in play. They ha mm-hmm. they haven't blown it up yet. No. So they're not done with it. Yeah, and I mean, in this scene, of course, is them going to get all the C4 to blow it up, but mm-hmm. they never actually go do that yet. Yeah. Yeah, that plan falls apart. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, hey, it's available. But, yeah, I think I, – I do kind of think Frank's dead, though, which which would be a problem unless someone knows how to fly, I guess. Um, well, maybe they could somehow say that Smokey knows how to fly. Well, I'll say this. Flash sideways lock knows how to fly airplanes. Ooh. So I don't know what point. that means about the original timeline smoky lock, but um, they did throw that in there. That's true. That's a good point. And I, you know, I mean, I kind of want to say that Smokey has scanned a lot of people over the years, and maybe he scanned a pilot, and he just kind of knows how to fly. Is it like the Matrix? You can just scan abilities? Possibly. I mean, I feel like fly, you know, knowing how to fly is the kind of thing that is the kind of thing that you could scan because it's not a lot of physical stuff. Yeah, but it's a lot to know, a lot about knowing what to do when. Yeah. And if and if people haven't, if he hasn't scanned anyone with, you know, 
in certain situations he wouldn't know what to do. Right. Right. And with that plane, he wouldn't necessarily know what buttons to press. He could get a general sense maybe, but he wouldn't necessarily know unless he scanned somebody who flew that plane, which would be Frank, I guess. Which would be Frank or uh, I guess the co-pilot if he can scan dead people. Yeah, which he should be able to, right? Which I think he can based on Locke and Christian. So, interesting, interesting. So, yeah, it would be weird if... Smokey was actually piloting the plane. Mm-hmm. But uh uh you know until until they blow it up it's available. Yeah. I think. So I, I, I do think that we should wait until they they actually either say Frank's dead or just never show him again. Yeah. And then and then we'll we'll officially say he's gone. But for the moment, uh I, I think he's kind of a question mark. Um, all right, so we move to the next part of this scene when they go and uh, they go into Ben's house and he opens up the secret room and then they talk about the uh, the, uh, the 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 tunnel, the tunnel, the the wall or whatever with the hieroglyphs on it. Where right. where Ben Ben went to go summon Smokey. So okay, let's talk about that for a second. Okay. Since, since we we thought about that, you know, we brought that up somewhat recently. Yes. And it's, uh, I'm glad they made at least a comment about it. So he said someone told him that is where he could summon the monster. Right. So who told him that? Right. And when he said that, I thought, well, I can't. I don't know who else told you. The only person I could think of would be Richard. Mm-hmm. And since Richard was standing there, I expected him to make some comment. Yeah. But it just kind of passes. Yeah, I, I feel like Smokey should have been the one to tell him that. You know, from what he says, he goes, that's before I realized that it was summoning me. It was the one summoning me. Like, it made me, you know, it made me, it made me feel like maybe Smokey appeared to, to bend at somebody uh, you know, some some apparition and told him this. But it was really, you know, it was really Smokey telling, you know, the same way, you know, the same thing with the lock doppelganger scenario, but, but, but for Ben. I see. Yeah. You know, and okay. so now he's realizing that, you know, that that dead person, whoever he saw, who told him that, or whoever it was. Maybe his actually mom, even. Smokey. Yeah, even maybe his mom. But, but but that was, you know, I don't know. I think that's interesting. You know, um, we were wondering why he thought, how he knew to do that. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And I think I think it was misleading. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it really gave you a different sense of what the smoke monster was all about. Yeah. You know, and in terms of, in terms of telling us, you know, that was their, their little gimmick. You know, we show you Smokey. And every time we tell you something new about him, you know, in terms of that gimmick, I just, I can't really see how that, I, I mean, I guess we are supposed to think that he, you know, that he, he somehow told Ben to do that. And, I, you know, I don't really know why, but, um, you know, since that's a trick, like, I mean, we definitely had the impression that Ben could, some, at least to a certain extent, control the smoke monster. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, it just now that we know what it is, 
I, you know, I don't think the smoke monster will, you know, had to come if it didn't want to. Totally. So, I mean, I guess it's just a thing that it can hear. You know, mm-hmm. Ben goes in there and, you know, come over here and it it hears. And then if it decides it wants to help, then it will. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I mean, I don't know why Smokey would want to come help Ben defeat Kimi's team or at least hold him back. Um, but it seemed to do that, so... Yeah, I remember I I had an idea about that. Now I forget what it was. Yeah, because it kind of seems like, well, yeah, I mean, they're just kind of there to get Ben. Unless Smokey appeared to Ben as, say, Ben's mother, and then the mother tells Ben, if you're ever in trouble... You know, go go summon Smokey at this place, which I think begs the question: uh, Was that place did Ben already know about that that wall before he was told this, or was he told this afterwards and then he found the wall? Like I'm just wondering about. Oh, the, we talked a long time ago about the basement of that. The secret room, there. yeah, yeah, because it's, it's like, a Dharma house. Yeah. Which raises all sorts of bizarre questions about what Dharma was doing building that thing there. Yeah. So maybe something like Dharma built it there, didn't know about the secret that that they they built it on on top of a a spot that connected to the tunnels or the, the, you know, whatever uh, hieroglyphic temple-related stuff is. Um, and then at some point, you know, then the purge or something, and then, you know, when Ben moves in there, he decides to pick that house because he's told by his mother or somebody who's really smoky that that's a good place to be and there's a secret tunnel system and you can go summon the smoke monster there. Mm-hmm. I don't know about the logistics, but long story short, maybe maybe it's as simple as he was he was told he could go do there if he was in trouble because maybe Smokey was planning to use Ben for a long time. Right. So he wanted to protect Ben. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it could be as simple as that. Since he did end up using Ben in a vital way. Mm-hmm. Um, still and is. What? Still is. Still is. And, uh, uh, and Kimi's team were specifically there for Ben. Yeah. So, you know. That that part that part pretty much works, you know, if he had the long term plan in place already. Yeah, yeah, I think it makes sense. You know, which I think which I think he kinda did. Although I still don't quite know exactly what he wanted to happen versus what did happen. Mm-hmm. I mean it worked out for him, at least so far, but I'm still a little confused about I want I wanted you to move the islands and you know whether that was just a lie or he really did want Locke to move the island and Ben to stay there and I don't know. Since Ben's the one that kills Locke, it's sort of good that Ben leaves. You know, I I mean I you can't really trust what anything Smokey really said, but 
it's it's not totally clear what he wants. It's clear he was trying to he was trying to bring about the situation he wanted, but yeah, still. yeah. Yeah, I think it's a little amorphous whether or not Smokey knew that, you know, turning the donkey wheel would put the, the, the person who turns it in, in Tunisia, um, you know, because that's, that's important to know if you want Locke to be the one to turn the wheel, you know, because it could be something like, okay, well, he expected Locke to just die there in the desert, which most people would, would I think, just end up dying unless they got help. Uh, he, of course, had help from Whitmore. Yeah. Uh, uh, which I don't think Smokey knew about. Um, so yeah, it's a little weird. It's a little weird in terms of that. I think too, in terms of what what he expected was going to happen after Locke turned the wheel. Yeah, you know, because even if it's like okay, well, he didn't expect Whitmore to be there. He expected Locke to turn the wheel and just die in the Tunisian desert, especially with his leg hurt like that. Um, wasn't his leg hurt? Yeah, because he fell down the. Yeah, he fell. Yeah, he, he fell a little bit. So, but then it's like, well, Smokey needs the body to be brought back. Who's going to bring it back? So if that doesn't seem like that was his plan. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. You know, so it's a little, it's weird when you think about it. It's almost like what he planned to have happened is what happened, yet there's some lines of dialogue where he contradicts that. Right. Right. And also he tells Locke to bring those Shannon Six back and Mm -hmm. to go meet Eloise Hawking. You know, and to say hello to his son. Like, he's telling him all this stuff that is beyond dying in the desert. And mm-hmm. that, if that's what he wants him to do, like, I don't know, it seems pointless to even throw in all that stuff. Yeah. You know, so, uh, and then there'd be the problem of the body. But you're right, it's like, it's like everything worked out just right for him, even though it wasn't really his doing a lot mm-hmm. of it. And if it weren't for Widmore... Locke probably would have just died in the desert. Yeah, it's John Locke we're talking about. With a broken leg. Yeah, like Ben was able to, you know, take care of himself. But, you know, he mm-hmm. first of all, he wasn't injured. And second of all, he's Ben. Yeah, and, and he did, you know, come across people who he, you know, he got the camels or whatever. Yeah. Uh, that definitely helped. You know, just being in the desert without provisions is just, you know, tough anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, he did. He did luck out, but uh, I don't know. I don't know if Locke would have been able to handle that situation as deftly no. as Ben did, with a little. Oh, it's a harmless baton. He didn't have a telescopic baton. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It's like Ben's special weapon. Mhm. Yeah, it totally was his special weapon. Yeah. It's... Not, not a not a normal special weapon, but he he did a lot with it. Yeah. All right, so we got this. Okay, so we got that room situated. Um, so then Ben goes into his little safe, and of course the C four is there. Uh, and then they start hearing noises, and they go out to the kitchen, and Zoe's clanging about with pots and pans under the sink. What was she doing in there? Did, did, did she not know that that they were in there? I guess, yeah. I mean, it, it comes off like she's hiding, but it mm-hmm. also comes off like, you know, you can see her hand on the countertop. Mm-hmm. So it seems like she's just crouching down. Yeah. You know, like she doesn't even know anyone's there, and she's just crouching down, and it's like, yeah. Zoe. <laughs> I know. <laughs> 
Again, Zoe. Again, Zoe. We told you not to get into those cleaning products. She's always trying to get into the pots and pans, (laughs) cleaning it out. Yeah, I don't know what she's supposed to be doing. That was weird. Mm -hmm. I'm just, okay, Charles, I'm going to go in the kitchen and get the pans. (laughs) (laughs) What? Yeah, it's, I don't know. You're right. It's like she's hiding, but she's looking for something, but don't ask mm-hmm. what. Don't ask Let's what. just move on. Yeah. It, yeah, that was weird. And then we get Widmore's entrance. Uh, hello, Benjamin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was great. Yes. I love yeah. him asking permission to come in after he's already come in. Right. <laughs> But I, I just love that idea of, you know, if Ben says no, mm-hmm. no, you can't. Go outside. Yeah. Yeah, that would that would just be awkward. <laughs> yeah, right, this well, is uh this is the reunion that I was waiting for. Yeah, this was this is a nice one. What so wait, when's the last time Ben had seen Whitmore? Or when they last seen each other? Uh in person? I yeah. think it's when Ben visited Whitmore in his little loft apartment mm-hmm. place and told him he was going to kill Penny. Um, but he talked to Whitmore and he called him to when say he was going to kill Penny. Penny right before he did it. So yeah, that was the last time he talked to him. But the last time well, I got to say, was the apartment. I think for uh, you know for talk for just for seeing someone who threatened to kill his daughter. Uh, Winmore, you know, hold back his anger. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, yeah, I think he is, uh, you know, I think he's he's focused on the larger mission, and he's kind of willing to put aside that for yeah. the moment. Until a couple scenes from now. Right. <laughs> right. Um, all right. Oh, well, I mean, I mean, Widmore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I meant too. Oh, okay. Well, when I, I just mean uh, Penny becomes an issue later when he yes. wants to try to save her. Yes, yes. But, but just, just in ben, terms of like Ben doesn't surface. Just in terms of trying to get revenge on Ben. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I think he sort of put puts that aside, and also it helps because Ben didn't didn't do anything to Penny. Yeah. You know. Um. So 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 Widmore, all Widmore can really get revenge for is what Ben said he was going to do, and almost did. Yeah. You know, so that's just that's not gonna that's not gonna be as big of a deal. Uh, yeah, it's a nice bit of symmetry to have uh, Widmore show up at Ben's house, like Ben showed up at Widmore's house. Oh yeah, I forgot that's actually Ben's house. Yeah. They've done so much with that house. It's like everyone's lived there. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a it's like campus housing, you know, it's yours for the semester. Yeah. Did we figure out whose house that was in Dharma? Was it Horace's house? Oh, I don't know. Or did or Chang's house like okay. <laughs> I wasn't sure. I feel like we saw we figured out which house this was at some point, but maybe yeah. not. I don't I don't remember if we did. Or even Sawyer and Juliet's house? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I just since he's got that secret room. Mm-hmm. Just seems like, you know, cool thing to have on your house. If you know about it. 
If you know about it, that's true. <laughs> I I just feel like that secret room. I feel like Ben built the secret room. I feel like it wasn't there during the Dharma times. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Because that'd be weird for Ben to just discover that that house is a secret room, and he goes, "Well, I'll take this stuff out, whatever's in there." And I'll put my own stuff in there, you know, and that'd be a little weird to me. I, I think he, you know, he calls it his secret room, I believe, and yeah. I think it's because he, he, he built it. So he had a little, he did a little remodeling. Yeah, he did a little remodeling when he moved in. Okay. Yeah. All right. That'll work. I, I, I'll buy that. He was, he was supposed to be going corporate and stuff, so, mm-hmm. you know, I could see him like, hey, we need to fix this place up. Yeah. It's not the 70s anymore. Any place to hide my C four. Right. <laughs> yeah, and it's like all that all that business with the dynamite, like you had all this C four. Yeah, but look how long it took to get it. Wow, you're right. <laughs> I guess it's the price you <laughs> guess pay. The, the black rock was closer or something, I don't know, or on the yeah. way or I don't know what, but Well clearly it was, since they got there really fast and mm-hmm. this was just I honestly I feel like this the beginning of this scene, you know, when we first catch up to Miles and 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 Richard and uh, Ben again. I feel like it's a little bit of a flashback, you know, from from the the point at which we left off with everybody else. You know, I feel like we catch up to everyone, but I don't want to believe it took them this long to really just get to this point. You know what I mean? I, I feel like I feel like it's sort of an unofficial flashback at the beginning of this. Uh, okay. Here. Well, okay, but I mean, based on what happened, I mean, Locke arrives here pretty soon after they do, so... It, well, he's a smoke monster. It can't be... Well, I know, but I'm saying, like, it can't be that long ago, because he he's... It's, unless you're saying he's this is all, like, before he sank the submarine. Well, no... Well, let's... I mean, let's see. When he's... This would, I mean, for this to be right, it would have to be the next day because, you know, they said the submarine sank at night. You know, when they were crying on the beach, it was nighttime. Yeah. And the next day is when, you know, the week we come to Ben and these guys. So, yeah. Uh, I don't know. It just, se- it just seemed like, you know, that maybe it was just sort of an unofficial flashback just for the beginning part, you know. Mm-hmm. And that when they, you know, when they actually get to the barracks, then they're sort of caught up. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I kind of see what you mean. It's like, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, what else? Um, yeah, so they, I mean, they take the C4, but and maybe that'll still come into play. It is a lot of C4, but it doesn't. As of the end of the episode, it doesn't look like it's going anywhere near the plane. Well, you know, I don't know who has it. I don't think – I don't remember who – where Ben put it. Oh, did no one even take it? I don't think anyone it? took it. Oh, Yeah, okay. I, don't, I don't think anyone took it. Oh, that'll it, do unless, it. Yeah. Okay. All right. So this this whole trip was really just a bit of a diversion. Mm-hmm. To get, Pretty much. Yeah, it gets these characters here and – um, and it and advances the story, but yeah, okay. I'm surprised we didn't get uh, this wasn't an, op- an opportunity for them. They didn't use this as an opportunity to uh, to destroy the uh, barracks completely. Oh yeah, you know, 
Yeah. Be like, okay, we'll bring you back here one last time, and then now we got to destroy it. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That means we might see it again. Maybe. It's just, it's, it hasn't been destroyed. Oh, but then again, this is a real place, so maybe they don't want to have use the effects budget to, to make it oh, look yeah. like they blew it up. That's true. That's true. It's a very large place, so that yeah. that, that might be it, too. Yeah. 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 I mean, they don't blow everything up. They don't blow it all up. <laughs> it's just, you know, once they blow it up, you know they're done with something. Yeah. Like, you know, they never, um, they never blew up the Looking Glass station. Or the Tempest. Yeah. It, the Looking Glass flooded, though. Looking Glass yeah. flooded. Yeah, that's true. And uh, and the Tempest is a nerd. The Tempest is a nerd. But there was no stand. to go there anyway. And it may rise again. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, most of the stations they blew up. The Pearl, the Pearl is probably the only one that's okay. Yeah, Pearl's still there. And the Arrow, I guess, is okay. Arrow's still there. Yeah. And the staff, I guess, is okay. Yeah. Yeah, the medical hatch is still there. Yeah. Yeah. So, the boring ones. Right. Yeah, they blew up the useful <laughs> ones. Yeah. <laughs> the ones where we might say, hey, why don't they go back to there? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, all right. Well, I'm ready for the next scene. Um, okay. Next scene, uh, Widmore tells Zoe to get the equipment from the outrigger and then sink it. Widmore asks uh, what they're doing. One more ask what they're doing. Oh, the rest of them, the others, sorry. Richard says uh, getting explosives to destroy the plane. Widmore says he had the plane rigged with explosives, so he's ahead of them. Ben asks how Widmore got there. Widmore says that Jacob invited him. Uh, Jacob visited Widmore after the freighter was destroyed, convinced him of the error of his ways, and told him everything he needed to know for this exact purpose. Uh, we don't find out what that is because Zoe reports in that Locke has arrived. Woodmore orders her to come back, uh, and Woodmore, then Woodmore tells, tells them they need to hide if they don't want to die. Isn't that, um, wasn't there a line like that before on Lost? Um... Ah, I forgot who said it. But a line like what? A line like Woodmore's last line, if you don't want to die, you need to hide. Wasn't there something about you, know, you have three choices? Yeah, there's Russo's line. When, Russo, that's what I was yeah, they will come and you have only three options. Uh-huh. Run, hide, or die. Yeah, yeah, that's what that made me think of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when you see the black smoke, that's... uh. uh which I meant to mention when you when when Man in Black sees his village burning, I thought, oh, the black smoke. Somehow it'll make sense, but it had nothing to do with that. <laughs> no, I was so disappointed. But seeing black smoke in the distance was uh, was a callback, even if it had nothing to do with that whole black smoke thing. Yeah, I don't even know what that was about. That's another others thing that's kind of. 
gone by the way. The, the, the whole thing about the, the night she uh, Alex was taken and she saw yeah. the black smoke and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. you know, that was just somebody's campfire. Was, uh, like, <laughs> it was no big deal. But, like, they did put some giant, like, fire pillar mm-hmm. thing there. You know, There's so. a luau on the beach. What do you want them to do? <laughs> They're cooking that pig Cajun uh, style. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't realize it was a it was a whole shindig over there. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Well, I guess they just kind of missed the party. Uh, all right. So let's talk about this scene. Um, so there is some equipment in that outrigger. Um, mm-hmm. I guess will come into play. Who knows? <laughs> did not, it didn't get sunk, and they showed Locke looking at it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, and So I think I think Ben was saying to get the gear out of the outrigger and sink the outrigger, right? Winmore, yeah. Okay, not like, go sink all the equipment. No, he says take our equipment from the outrigger and then sink it. Okay, okay. I just, it sounded like sink it was was our equipment. Like there's some kind of direct, indirect object thing going on there. Yeah, but if you take it from the outrigger, how can you sink it? And let, it, I think if for for that logic to work, he would he should have said put it put the equipment in the outrigger and then sink it. Okay, okay. But take it means sort of implies it's already in there, and so you're taking it out. So whatever you're sinking, I guess I imagine like taking it out of the outrigger and just you know, heaving it into the water. Oh, and the outrigger's not being sunk? Yeah. At it, all? It's the, it's the equipment being sunk. I, I don't think yeah. that's what he wants, because that's ridiculous. But Yeah. Uh, that's When he said that, that's what I thought he meant. Mm-hmm. I think. You know, take our equipment and then subordinate clause and sink it, then sink yeah. it. Like, it sounds like it refers to our equipment, not the outrigger. Yeah, that'd be a weird way to phrase that if that's what he meant. He yeah. should have said, you know, throw it in the water or toss it or something. Yeah. You usually don't, I don't know, you usually don't say sink things unless it's a boat. <laughs> you know, if you want to put something in yeah. the water, I don't know if you tell anyone to go sink that. No, you're right. On the yeah. second watch, I figured it out. Yeah. But he's British, so, you know, who knows what they what they do over there. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, they might sink equipment. They might. Oh. Hey, they they stand online, right? That's a good point. Yes, on cue even. On cue. Yeah, 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 yeah. On cue. That's what I meant. Uh, on cue for the lose. So you know. Anyway, uh, so let's see. So so Winmore tells Zoe he can leave. Uh, she can leave. Ben won't. Ben won't shoot her, mm-hmm. which he doesn't. But I'm like. You're playing a dangerous game with her life. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it was kind of a bluff. Like, he didn't really know, but mm-hmm. he wanted her to go do it. Yeah. And just kind of, you know, hoped he wouldn't. So, so Winmore asked Ben, you know, Ben says we're, I'm sorry, Richard says we're getting explosive to destroy the plane. Winmore says, why would you want to do that? I don't know, Widmore. Take a guess. <laughs> Why did you want to do it? Yeah, it's like that should be his first thought is, well, maybe they want to do it for the same reason I want to do it. Yeah. You know, like, come on. Like, we, yeah. we know what's going on here. 
Yeah. Um, no, okay, I, so – go ahead. Yeah, so I think you're getting to the point here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so we get to the line of him saying, okay, he's the one who had the plane rigged with explosives as soon as he got there. Yes. So that totally conflicts with my idea that uh, Locke is the one who put the explosive on the plane, and he, you know, he goes to the plane, he kills the two guys, he takes the guy's watch, and he goes on the plane and gets to see far off because he realizes, hey – the submarine is a better idea mm-hmm. uh, to kill the candidates. I, I like that theory, but I guess the new theory has to be, or the new way to piece it together must be when he gets to the plane, he notices that the fences aren't there and deduces that means that Widmore is trying to entice him to go on the plane. Yeah. Therefore, he realizes that it must be it must be uh, it must be rigged, which which at least explains where he the scene where he seems to look for it. Yes, it explains why he seems to look for it, and I think it, it explain it, it's almost like he expects to find it, which is which I think needs to be true so he can yeah. grab the watch off the yes, arm. I do think he expects to find it, but he doesn't know where it is immediately. Yeah, it's so crazy that he's like that he knows Widmore so well for whatever reason that he's like, okay, well, Widmore has explosives on this plane. Mm-hmm. That is so crazy. <laughs> it is. Yeah, that's why so, I think it was true. Right, right. Yeah, and I, you know, I remember in that episode, like I had this, I had this slight feeling that maybe they would say Whitmore did it. It it seems problematic, which is the reason why. The other thing is, you know, now that Whitmore did it, he's back on the suspect list for killing the Ajira people. Oh, he totally is. And it's, it's almost like, well, he's the one who did it, because he said he rigged the plane as soon as he got there. Yeah. You know, so it's like, well, they, it, makes, it makes sense that he would have killed the people as soon as he got there. Yeah, yeah. You know? I, I'm not even sure if we're ever going to find out, but I... Uh, uh, that's that's the theory I'm going with for now. Mm-hmm. Since he was the one, basically, I figured whoever did the explosives killed the Ajira people. Yeah. So I now that now that Widmore himself says he did it, I don't think he's lying about it. So, uh, so I'm gonna say he he did that. So what I'm saying is, I mean, it's it's a little crappy, but his plan was to uh, get the candidates. Keep them in the cages with the fences around them, so Smokey couldn't get to them. And then somehow, I guess he hoped that Smokey would just try to get in the plane and fly off himself and yeah, like so, blow yeah, himself that's up. The other, that's the other reason we didn't want to believe that it was just cut and dry. Whitmore did it, put the put the put the C four on the plane because it it puts the lo- it puts the candidates in jeopardy. Yeah. You know, if they if they did manage to get on the plane and explode, well, Woodmore shouldn't want them to die. Right. You know, and it's it, it's pretty crazy he heads all his bets that, you know, Seamus and the and the and and the A team could have protected the lawsuit, you know, the candidates in the in the cages. So. Right. And he also he knows they want to leave from this talk with Sawyer. Mhm. So, you know, you know he knows he knows they want to leave. He knows that Smokey wants to leave. So it's like a bad plan. It's you know, a it totally like, bad plan. Yeah, it seems like the, the pragmatic thing to do would have been to just disable the plane. Yeah, not try to kill Smokey when when the plane takes off or something. Yeah, which probably wouldn't even work. I think he could survive an explosion. I know that's the other thing. I mean, besides the danger to killing the candidates, uh, yeah, I don't know how well the explosion would really kill Smokey. I, 
So I really yeah. don't think it would. No. He's been shown to be impervious to a number of things. And I see no particular reason that an explosion would just subvert that. No. Yeah, Widmore. Bad plan. Very bad plan. Yeah. But I I did I Yeah, I don't know what to do with that. And he's like, I'm three steps ahead of you as usual. <laughs> oh, God, I love that. I know, it was a great line. Mm-hmm. It was like, I don't know. All right, but it was still a bad plan. It's Even though you got there first. He wasn't three steps ahead of him when Ben banished him from the island. Ah, good point. <laughs> That's true. That should have been, been Ben's comeback. Yes, yes. No, he hasn't. He hasn't always. But yeah, yeah. The other thing is, he he put the explosive. That's the thing. What he really should do, because he should know the explosive won't kill someone, is just fucking blow up the plane. Yeah, that's what I said. He should have just. He should have just blown up the oh, plane. Oh, did you say that? Well, I was. I don't know if I finished my point, but I was, I was trying to say, you know, he should have done the pragmatic thing and just blown up the plane, therefore preventing Smuggy from being able to leave, which is the more important part. Yeah. Exactly. Instead of trying to kill Smokey with a bomb, yeah, just blow up the plane, and at least he can't fly the plane. Yeah, totally. Because that's, I mean, that's really what they were going to do. So you weren't, I mean, that that isn't exactly what, what Richard and Ben and Miles are planning. Mm-hmm. You know, just to, like, plant a bomb on there. Yeah, that's not good enough. Yeah, like, they really want to destroy it. So I think, yeah, I don't know. That's, <laughs> that is a crazy plot. I guess they just didn't want... They didn't want Smokey to just have a bomb all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. So they felt the need to somehow explain that he has a bomb. Yeah. So they're like, okay, Widmore has a bomb. Why would Widmore have a bomb? Well, and then I guess, I guess that's how that happened. Yeah. Well, that's why he didn't he didn't detonate the bomb in the plane because Smokey needs to find it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Like when you look at it from the plot, it it makes sense that they did all that, you know. But yeah. again, the Smokey put it there theory seems fine. Yeah. Except, I mean, I guess then you'd have to ask where he got that bomb. But whatever, I I I would have let that go. Yeah, totally. Where did he get anything he can? Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. Um. So then the next little part here is uh, Woodmore says Jacob invited him back. Yes. So that you know, that gives us, I think, pretty much clear connection to the 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 lighthouse uh, uh, episode. Right. So when, I guess uh, that means that Widmore is Wallace or something. I don't know. Widmore or Desmond is Wallace or some somebody in that sub is Wallace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the captain of the sub or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't even think that's true. But the I think the per, Jacob Widmore is who Jacob was talking about. Widmore is who Jacob was talking about. I still I still see it as kind of a coincidence. Like he he was bringing he did try to get Widmore to come to the island, but he also wanted to show Jack the lighthouse. Mm-hmm. Like it, it seems like they just kind of happened at the same time. Yeah, I think it was a two-for-one. I think it was like, well, here's something I can use to show Jack how important he is, but I do want to get Whitmore to come to the island. Uh, And, you know, it's like he needed – you know, I think the way it was set up was 
was fine. It makes sense that, okay, I need Woodmore to come to the island, so I'm going to send Hurley, and I need Jack to know how important he is, so I want Jack to go. And he yeah. obviously wants both of them out of the temple, um, you know, at that point. So yeah, I, I think the only thing that makes it weird is that he seems to, Jacob seems to make it seem like, uh, you know, he really didn't send him there, send them there at all for the for bringing Widmore. But it's like I think that was part of it too. Yeah, obviously. You know. I mean, it it seems to not have mattered at all because there's mm-hmm. there's been no comments. And that's that, what Jacob said. Jacob was like, he'll find his way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Widmore seemed to get to the island. I, I don't know. Maybe that would have made it marginally easier for him to get there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's yeah. I mean, I I think that's it's supposed to be somehow related. I, uh, um, but yeah. It's, I I. So I mean, this seems like a revelation to me. Um, the idea that Jacob went to visit Widmore. Oh, that's pretty big. It's pretty big because we were wondering, you know how he's been back into the, how, you know, why he's back in the fold, um, you know, and how he knows about the candidates and all that stuff. Yeah. Stuff we've talked about before. Yes. The fact that Desmond survived the electromagnetic thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Like it, it gives, it gives a, you know, someone who was on the Island for all kinds of stuff to, that, that can talk to it more. Yeah. And I think it's interesting, you know, he, he says uh, he can that Jacob convinced Widmore uh, the error of his ways, and I think that sort of explains something I, I wasn't really con- conscious of, but but subconsciously, yeah, you know the the, the you know, I guess was really uh, what am I I'm stumbling here. My point is, I think it sort of explains you know Widmore's sort of change of heart in that you know we were talking before about you know. Woodmore, you know, does he just want power? You know, before it just seemed yeah. like he just wanted power over the island, and that shouldn't be the reason that he's back. Uh, and so it was nice to get that little line of, okay, well, this is why Woodmore is doing this, is because he was convinced that he was wrong. Right. For, for, for you know, the actions he was taking before. Yes. Yes. I And I think this sort of connects with the, the Woodmore who sent the, you know, merciless Kimi team to, you know, extract Ben and torch the island mm-hmm. to... And, and planted the fake wreckage. And planted the fake wreckage, yeah. Like, that sort of ruthless, the island is mine and it will be again, mm-hmm. Widmore, to what he seemed to be later, you know, like when Locke comes out of the... Uh, when Locke comes out of the thing, Tunisia. After after moving the island. After yeah. turning the wheel, Yeah. Yeah, so after the, you know, after the freighter, and I think I also want to say it explains why he brought this kind of nerdy science team. <laughs> How so? In addition to wanting the scientific help. <laughs> but, you know, he, he didn't, he didn't bring, he didn't bring the ruthless mercenaries that he brought on the freighter. Mm-hmm. Keep going. That's it. I mean, what, what more do you want? So wait, what's your point about that? I, I think that's one of the er- That's one of the errors of his ways that he's referring to. Oh, okay, okay. I just it seems like he should have brought mercenaries. They would have been a lot more helpful. <laughs> he shouldn't have ordered them to kill everyone. 
but I think having trained military or people would have actually been helpful. I'm not saying it wouldn't be helpful, but like I'm saying maybe that explains it. That yeah yeah okay. Throw that in there. That's that's fine. That you know, because I, I really think Kimi Kimi sort of went above and beyond what he really should have been doing, like planning C4 on the freighter and attaching it to him, and you know that's that's going beyond what you really should do for the mission. I think. Well, I mean, I would assume that's Woodmore gave him authorization to go that far. Okay, I it mean, seems like I a really bad idea because it just leads to the prayer getting blown up. I don't, yeah, true, and I don't know what Woodmore would have thought. I mean, I don't even know what Kimi thought he was doing with that. Yeah, you know, I, I feel like my my idea of Kimi was that you know he was told to get Benjamin Linus any way he can. Uh, and, you know, casualties, uh, collateral damage doesn't matter. Um, and he was just trying to follow through that. And, of course, there is some sort of psychotic part of him that is sort of going going above and beyond, too. But I feel like he's, at best, just trying to, like, at least trying to just get the mission completed. Uh, the C4, I don't know how to explain that in any context because I don't know how it helps the mission or Widmore to have, you know, because if Woodmore wanted Ben off the island, well, you know, if Woodmore just wants Ben dead, then I guess I can understand the C4 and sending Kimi to say, because basically if Kimi ends up dying, then, you know, which means he fails to get Ben, then Ben doesn't have a way off the island. Mm-hmm. I think maybe something like that is the idea. Yeah. Okay. But it's just kind of know, a, it's just kind of an eject button. Yeah, yeah, um, something like that. Um. Right, right. Okay, I mean, I'm just trying to. So, what do you think the errors are then? I, well, I think I, the I guess I don't understand. Has to, with, has to do with just a larger picture of what he, what Widmore wanted with the island, and and what his motivations were in terms of going to come back to the island and protecting it, uh, stuff like that. Okay. Not specifically, like, all the way down to he shouldn't have sent Kimi or... Uh, yeah, I guess I like thought that. it was it was also, like, specific actions, not just his motivations. Yeah. Well, I just... I, I, I try to imagine the, the scene where he's talking to Jacob and, you know, if it was a lost scene, he wouldn't get into too much detail. Right. <laughs> right. But, yeah, I mean, I, I guess I, I don't necessarily imagine. I, I'm just, you know, ways. It just sounds like something he's doing rather than just, like, his state of mind about the island or something, you know. But his state of mind directly influences what, he's, what, his, what his ways are. Well, I know. Yeah, so it's like if he's, if he's thinking, okay, I need to conquer the island again and be in charge, that, that's basically, to me, the big difference, right? What is the big difference between Old Woodmore and New Woodmore? Is that it seems like, you know, he was gung-ho about getting getting back to the island. He was searching for it all this time. And basically Jacob tells him, you're, you're trying to get back to the island for the wrong reason. This is the new reason I need you to go back to the island, which is basically to protect, you know, maybe he told him about the light and gave him all mm-hmm. the information that everybody else has, you know, at this point. Yeah. Uh, I just don't think it got... I'm, my own per- I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying my own personal view is I don't think it got as specific as, as saying 
you shouldn't have brought Kimi, you know, even though I think that might fit into what Jacob is talking about. I don't think he specifically said, hey, next time bring a science team. I'm not saying I see Jacob saying those things. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is when when Widmore says he realized the error of his way, it's like it, you know, it, it went to regretting specific actions that he took be, beyond just saying, well, I don't want to own the island anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, and like what Jacob told him, I think, you know, was was those things you're saying. I just think for Widmore personally, it it changed his, you know, in changing his point of view about the island, it also changed sort of the way he went about doing what he's doing now. But you know, he, I, I think you have a good point, and it definitely gives another reason why he would bring a science team. But he also brought a lot of destructive power too. So mm-hmm. it's not like he didn't really. It's it's almost did he really change in terms of that level of thinking? You know, he brought like missiles and C4 yes. and killed a bunch of people and like it, so that's why I feel like on that level it doesn't you know I don't feel like that's the level that he was thinking about because that kind of stuff seems sort of unchanged yeah I mean I, okay you know I'm just I'm trying because it's just every time someone confronts him about the um, about sending Kimi and the people to kill them all like he just sort of like it's like you know you don't understand you know yeah, yeah. it's and and I like I want to make this explain that you know and if it doesn't if he hasn't really if he's still okay with it and he's just like whatever get over it fine I just I'm trying I'm trying well, to make this sort of yeah I think you're giving him a lot of benefit of the doubt I mean look at the, this line he says here he says uh, you know he's talking about having met Jacob he says he visited me not not long after your people destroyed my freighter. Like, is that really what happened? That makes it come across like he doesn't know what happened to the freighter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes it come across like he's a victim. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. So I think you're you're, you're giving Woodmore uh, a lot of leeway here. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I think he just brought the science team uh, because he needed a science team. They, I feel like he, he, he needed he, – I feel like he did need some people who knew how to, you know, use weapons, and Seamus was not one of those people. Right. Uh, as Sawyer proved. Um, so but, – but I do think, uh, you know, it's, there's nothing wrong with the idea that, uh, that specific actions he took were, were, were reevaluated after Jacob's conversation. That's, that's what you would expect a character to do, so – yeah, yeah. I guess yeah. And the thing you said is like it's amazing how little you actually know. Like I just want to say, you know, if you understood, uh, Jacob came to visit me, and I saw the errors of my ways. And you know, back then I I I wanted power, and I didn't care. And I've changed since that. Like, and that's sort of what he's referring to. Like that's. Yeah, I agree with you on that. That's what I'm trying to. That's what I'm trying to make work. Yeah, it's it's extremely subtle. It's in terms of like, well, he brought a science team that isn't so good with weapons, but they do have a lot of weapons, and they may have killed a bunch of people. So it's sort of like, yeah. well, is that really a lot better than than what Kimi did? I don't know. I guess not in terms of like body counts and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Assuming he killed the Ajira people. Yeah. You know. So. So yeah, I just. Uh, since Widmore think, has, has come off as a benevolent figure, basically since he sent the freighter, 
Yeah, honestly, I really think the big picture idea is Jacob said, hey, you need to stop trying to get back to the island for yourself and get back to the island to help me and, and told him what the big picture is. I, you know, I think Air of My Ways, he's being, he's being poetic here, I think, a little bit. You know, okay. I think it just sounds good more than, more than you know. I think he's basically saying, Jacob gave me the big picture and showed me I wasn't even going for the right goal here or something, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't defeat that at all. Yeah, because at I, the end of the day, he does care about Penny. He doesn't yeah. want Penny to die, so that's that's part of coming back to protect the island, too. So Right. And, you know, also, I think when Desmond visited him, it was sort of, to me, it seemed clear that he he was okay that that he was with Penny, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he really just wanted to know that she was okay and sort of, you know, yeah. check up on her, you know. And so it was just, it was different from the way he was in the past. Yeah. So it just, again, it just, it, it really did come across like Widmore had a, had a bigger change than that. And so I, I, that, that's, I, I, I'm probably hanging too much on one line. <laughs> yeah. But I do think I do think it's significant, and uh, probably the probably the most helpful thing I can get out of it is it sort of explains why Woodmore knows stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's huge. Um, definitely explains it. God, they explain one little line. Yeah. You know, it's like why he knows all this. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it also, you know, could explain um it could explain why he uh why he why he knew what Locke was needed to do and, you know, I mean that, that whole thing. Extent, right? Cuz he he uh he didn't think Locke needed to die. Yes. Well, that's true, but I don't know if Jacob thought that either. Yeah. I mean, that, that was a man in black of, idea. Oh, you mean just in terms of Locke, need, Locke needing help to get everyone back to the island? Yes. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. 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 I, I, think, I think the idea that Locke needed to die is not something Jacob uh, put out there. Yeah. I, I, I'm assuming that Jacob would have been fine with Locke making it back to the island and just being a candidate. Mm-hmm. Of course, then yeah, he no. wouldn't have died, but <laughs> or he wouldn't have died in the same way, at least. Yeah. But yeah, that's. I mean, it's it's weird because the story. It seems like the story can't go any other way. But, um, but I'm sticking to that. You know, no one wanted Locke dead, except Man in Black and I guess Ben, eventually. Yeah. All right, uh, so we got through that, and um, then they see Locke coming, and uh, all right, that's it. You that's got anything else? No, uh, that's pretty. I mean, there, there's more on Widmore, but we uh, we go we back, back later. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. So next scene. Uh, flash sideways. Nurse Kondracki tends to Ben's face. Locke comes in and asks Ben what happened. Ben tells Locke what happened. Uh, Locke starts to call the police, uh, but Ben tries to convince Locke to uh, maybe not call. Uh, when he tells Locke the, 
phrase, let go, I wanted him to let go, that uh, Desmond told him this triggers Locke to hesitate, and then he uh, finally hangs up the phone and does not talk to the police. That scene? That's a scene, sort of. I mean, there, there's some stuff after this. Maybe I'll just do the rest of this. Okay, that's fine. Um, at the LAPD, Desmond asked to see a detective. Uh, Miles asked Sawyer about the concert benefit at his dad's museum that night. Sawyer says he's not going because Charlotte's going to be there. Desmond comes in and tells Sawyer about the hit and run on Locke and the assault on Ben and says he's the suspect. Then we cut to Desmond putting Sawyer into a holding cell with Saeed, and next to that is another cell containing Kate. All right. Uh... So I just want to point out weird, obscure detail that the nurse that's tending Ben's face is the one that was having relations with Principal Reynolds. Oh, no. <laughs> It's not is that it easy really? to tell from the uh, from the show, but according to the press release, she's Nurse Kondracki, which is what they said her name was. I gotta say, you know, when 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 Ben says it's Doctor Linus, actually, the way she looks at him and gets up and leaves, she was so offended by that. Yeah. Did you notice her expression? Uh, yeah, I she did. She seemed to be so put off by him saying that, like, "Ugh, I'm gonna get you a nice pack." <laughs> Yeah. It was just so weird the way she played that. It was like, how dare you? <laughs> you know, or like, yeah. he, he's just, you know, he just, I don't know. She just seemed insulted by that somehow. Yeah. Yeah. I like that that's Ben's catchphrase. Yeah. Here you go, I mean, Mr. Linus. It's Dr. Linus, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know, she's a nurse at the school. She sort of should know his name. Mm-hmm. You know. And maybe that's part of why she's, you know, she's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> Dr. Linus, everybody knows. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think the principal knew, too. It seems like it's one of those things, like, people keep not saying it and sort of not giving him the respect that he wants. Mm-hmm. Like Napoleon. Much like Napoleon. <laughs> <laughs> Is it too soon to say that? Like Napoleon. Too soon to make a Napoleon joke? I don't think so. I hope not. <laughs> no, I mean in terms of uh, his Napoleon references, the similarities between Ben and Napoleon. Oh, oh, every oh. other scene. Oh, okay. So many. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You know, I never made the connection until this season when they brought it up. Yeah, when they made it explicit. Yeah. Yeah, never really, never really hit me that Ben was sort of like a little Napoleon. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's all those things, you know, uh, a guy who wants power and ex is exiled or something. Like, yeah. There's probably other historical examples. <laughs> right. But, they, you know, they show you Napoleon, and it's like, oh, yeah, Napoleon. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a classic kind of example of that, it I guess. It is classic. It's good. Um, all right, so, yeah, so a lot comes in. uh Tells him he shouldn't call the cops. He's shown make you let go. Does a good little line. Oh yeah, that's another thing. Like having having Desmond say that particular phrase is mm-hmm. is what makes Locke hesitate. You yeah. know. So again, 
I don't know that Desmond even knew how significant that was going to be for Locke. It mm-hmm. seemed like he was just saying that because that's what he meant. You know, and it just, I mean, it's a fairly common phrase, but um, it's a, its another thing where he says, you know, just the right thing, seemingly by accident. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I would expect him to say something like, I'm trying to get him to, to see something or, mm-hmm. you know, to wake up or to realize or whatever. But the, but the let go thing, you know, it's the same with Jack saying that phrase. Like Jack has has a whole thing about you know letting go and so yeah it's just one of those coincidental things I yeah I feel like Desmond Desmond didn't really say that on purpose uh, so much as that's his that's his take on on what he's trying to get locked what he's trying to get them all to do is sort of you know let go of their lives there you know or something like that realize that they have this other life or. Yeah, uh, that that let you know, let go of the fantasy that their current lives is the, the real one or something. Right. Yeah. So again, like these these flashes seem to they seem to really affect people when they actually have a real win. You know, mm-hmm. like what Ben had. Like he's, you know, he goes from making a citizen's arrest to telling Locke not to call the police. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the whole thing is. You know, like I said, my 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 theory is, you know, when these people get these flashes, I mean, the, the one thing they told us is they they realize it's true. No one gets flashes and thinks they're crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, Libby did until she got confirmation. Oh right, yeah. But uh, but you know what I mean? They even even she, though she thought she was crazy, she still believed it, which is yes. why she thought she was crazy. Right. So no one's denying it's true. Uh, yeah. So, because they have this overwhelming feeling that it's true, just just like when when Ben said, you know, uh, he told me he wasn't trying to hurt you, and uh, didn't he say? Didn't he say? Yeah, he said I believed him. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, yeah. stuff like that definitely happens. Um, so I got the sense that you know, when someone has flashes, they basically have this overall sort of feeling of this other life that 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 existed, and they have a, a sense of who they were and what they did, and. Um, you know, they might not have see you know specific examples or something you know right. outside of what of what we see them see, but but that they but that they know something true is there, and uh, which which definitely yeah definitely changes Ben here pretty quickly. Yeah, and they, they also seem convinced that it matters. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I'm trying to envision how I would react if I realized that I had another life, <laughs> and I I don't know I don't know if I would instantly think that. I don't know that that's a big deal. Well, I think the fact that there's uh, that there, there's things happening, like people getting run over, mm-hmm. and then people coming back to beat you up, that might tell you, well, something's going on here, you know. And yeah. the thing with Ben was, he he basically left it in Locke's hands. He said, you know, does the phrase, you know, uh, la, let let go or whatever, you know, he says, do you have any idea what he's talking about? Mm-hmm. You know? So he doesn't go full board, but he definitely says, you know. Is there any validity to this? Right. Which I think I, you know, I, I'd give you that much credit. You probably say, "Hey, is there something going on here?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess you know, just um, in, in contrast to Hurley that we see later, who who seems further along on like, you know, I'm gonna. He had a he had a full thing though. He had the kiss with Libby. That was, I think, more akin to like Desmond Desmond touching uh, Penny, which okay. is he got, I think, a stronger sense of the of the ultimate timeline, 
and uh, and yeah, I think he's more convinced than just the flashes that Ben got. Right. Like if Ben goes, like I almost feel like if Ben, you know, and I, I think it's weird that Ben hasn't. And well, let me start by saying, I think Ben and Alex, you know, they obviously have a strong connection. But I feel like, you know, other people like Hurley and Libby, when, you know, when Libby sees Hurley, she's like, I, you know, and, and when Dan sees Charlotte, he's like, I already loved her, her, you know. So I do think something like that's at play with Ben and Alex. But I feel like given their connection, it's almost like not strong enough that he hasn't, that he hasn't realized the other side based on just hanging out with Alex. Yeah. All these, all these years or all this time. Yeah. I find that really weird because I'd be inclined to say that Libby and Hurley or Dan and Charlotte have much, much more, uh, much more shallow connections than say yeah. Ben and Alex or or Son and Jen. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> like it just it, it seems like their connection is is I mean pretty. You know, they didn't even know each other that you know, long. Well, maybe that's maybe it has something to do with that. Is is the the you know. Son and Jen knew, you know, knew each other. Uh, yeah, maybe it's maybe it's when when two people see each other after whatever you know the incident point, whatever that lines up to at this timeline or something like that. You know what I mean? Like yeah, like Son and Jen met each other way before this effect would have happened uh, occurred to them. Um. And you know, then of course Libby and Libby saw Hurley after this effect, right? Um, so, so it didn't really happen. I'm doing a lot of theorizing for nothing, but you know, <laughs> but maybe with Ben and Alex, it was like, well, they had they had known each other, right. you know, before that point. So, so just yeah. seeing her isn't going to trigger it. That does seem to be a difference because he, he already knows he knows her. He's not going to be like, oh, I, you know, it's, it's ah, not going to affect him yeah. All of a sudden, he wakes up and he's like, "Ah, oh, I know you, uh, yeah, more than more than I already know you a lot." Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, uh, that that does seem to be the pattern because in, in the case of Charlotte and Libby, you know they didn't they didn't know the other person at all. Yeah, totally. So, um, so that that seems to fit. It's it's if they already knew each other, say before the plane flight, before the flight. Um, mm-hmm. then, then they're not just gonna suddenly have a have an epiphany. Yeah, they need they somehow need something else, like um, a Scottish man pummeling their face. Yes, that's, sometimes that's just what you need. Yep, <laughs> that's what the Irish say, isn't it? <laughs> oh, probably not. I don't know what that means. I don't either, but I think uh, I think some people out there get it. Okay, they, I'm sure they do. Well, what the Irish say? So. <laughs> Seems like Ireland, Scotland, there. isn't there a thing there? Oh, there's a thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Okay. <laughs> Whatever the thing is, that's what I mean. That's what you mean. Okay. Yeah. I can. I'll take it. It works. So. All right. Um, what are we talking about here? Um, the scene, Ben, okay. Ben and Locke, and then Desmond thing. Anything else on the Ben and Locke scene? 
Um, no, I think I think that's it. Okay. So okay, so we go over to the the precinct. Um, I gotta tell you, it seems like okay, everyone, most of you know, every most everybody was on the plane a fifteen. That's one of the big coincidences that people are discovering. Right. Another one is all these people who are in the same jail or the same prison uh, or you right. know, a police station. You know, you got Miles, you mm-hmm. got you got Sawyer, you got Kate, you got Desmond, you got yeah, uh, and uh, who's who Charlie, Charlie, and uh, Saeed. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of people in one location. Yeah, uh, and then you have and Liam was there at a certain point. Right. Uh, and then you have um, this concert, which seems like the next big place where there's going to be a lot of people. Right. And we've also had the hospital. A lot of people at the hospital. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. A lot of people was at the were at the was at the hospital. There's the hospital. like one hospital and one police station. One police station. One and school. One, one concert hall. One school. One concert hall. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is like it's like Sim City, and like who's ever creating it needs to expand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're right. Wow. It's like they just named their little Sin City L.A., mm-hmm. but it's really just like a one-horse town. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the point of what they're doing, but, yeah, it is it is pretty over the top with with everybody going to the same place. Yeah. Considering how big L.A. is. It's at least, big. At least the original timeline L.A. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe in this timeline, uh, you know, all that all that stuff with uh, with with LA's history, you know, all the like Chinatown stuff with the mm-hmm. spilling the water and the irrigation coming oh. down here. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe that didn't happen the same way. So the the city isn't as big. Oh, okay. Wow, <laughs> that is a theory. <laughs> Damn. Full revisionist history. There. I am the plot of Chinatown. To, uh... <laughs> but why not? It's, you know, it's the end of the last lowdown. I gotta go out, go out with the big guns. <laughs> You're right. You're right. This this is the time. Um, sure, why not? <laughs> I don't wow. think that's true, but uh, I like Noah Cross didn't get to carry out his scheme. Nope. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Sorry, I hope you've all seen Chinatown. If not, go see it. After that was over. Definitely go see it. Um, all right. So okay, so we're we're at the pre uh, police station. Um anything big here? Besides the obvious stuff, anything to point out? Nothing big. Um I guess we we get uh this is where we sort of learn I think a little more about what the concert is, unless there's two concerts, which would be weird. Um uh, and for the moment, Sawyer is not going, so I feel like something's going to have to change to make Sawyer go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pass. <laughs> yeah, Shelly's going to be there. He does not want to show up. Yeah. Um, I, I guess I have to believe that, you know, since it's another benefit, uh, and it's also a concert. I, I really feel like Drive Shaft is going to be there with oh, uh, no. with Daniel with Daniel playing music. I feel like this is like the second attempt or something at, at, at getting them to play together. Oh, okay, they're finally gonna. He's finally gonna realize his dream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
so we'll get some weird classical <laughs> British pop rock thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that seems appropriate, actually. If you're gonna have an end of the show concert, it seems it seems like it's a waste not to have Jive Shaft there. Yeah, Liam should still be in town. Charlie's definitely in town. So. Yeah, yeah. If he's not filming Flash Forward, which I believe has been canceled, <laughs> yeah, then he should be uh, he should be available. As should Penny, by the way. Mhm, mhm. Uh. So if she shows up, and it, like museum function, I can totally see Widmore, the Widmore family showing up. Oh, totally. But Mrs. Widmore wouldn't miss it. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and she'll 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 have Charles come along. Oh, totally. And and if Dan's there, I mean, it'll just, you know, it'll be the whole family. The whole family will be there. Oh, yeah, and then Penny has to come, right? And then Penny has to come, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking. It's sort of like, it's sort of like the realization of the party that that uh, mm-hmm. that uh, Miss Hawking wanted to have. Yeah. Hawking with more. Hawking with more, yeah, hyphenated. Yeah. I hate to take away her name. It's. Yeah. You know. That's what I've always uh, known her as. But, yeah, anyway, uh, I think I'm really – part of me is just imagining, like, just just some kind of big bash concert festival where they all just kind of celebrate their existence together on the island or something. Like just you know, just like a big party, like almost like a lost finale party on the show. Yeah, you know. Well, like, yeah. the fact that it's a benefit though makes me think. Well, uh, if it's a benefit concert, then I guess I guess I was just thinking it was more like the uh, the banquet. I guess something in more of a banquet setting. Mm-hmm. But but at a certain point, you know, they get up on stage and play a song or two. Yeah. Yeah, no, it probably starts off formal, but then, you know, once it gets late, they turn the lights out, clear the tables off, and... So, wait, maybe this is the scene we were talking about we'd love to see where all the characters get together and talk about their histories on the island. Yeah. But it'll be the Flash Sideways characters talking about what they remember from the island. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That's their way around that. Yeah. Since so many of the main island characters are dead. Mm-hmm. So they they can you know they can still have those memories and talk about them. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm imagining. Like they're just they're all drunk and oh man, you wouldn't believe. <laughs> well, hey hey hey, Jack's not drunk, all right. <laughs> You're right. Good for you, Jack. Good for you. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what David says. <laughs> Good for you, Dad. You're awesome. <laughs> all right, David. Enough. <laughs> <laughs> David, yeah, you know, I think you and I need to spend some time apart. Yeah. <laughs> I think you love me too much. <laughs> As a father, I never thought I'd say that. <laughs> wow. Wow. Well, David, we kid. Um, we do, we do. We like Jack, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jack's great. I'm all about Jack. Mm-hmm. That's why that's why it didn't bother me as much. So I was like, yeah, Jack is awesome. You're right. <laughs> uh, yeah, his whole thing about making making breakfast and it was cereal. 
Mm-hmm. I, I kind of like that, though. It's sort of a kid thing to say. Yeah. Although, yeah. it's a kind of scene where, like, if Jack didn't point that out, you know, like, we may have made a joke about that. But yes. But that totally is plausible for that to work on TV, you know. Oh, I made breakfast. Nobody mm-hmm. cares what they actually make. Of course, I wouldn't even have noticed. <laughs> wouldn't have noticed. Yeah. It was only because Jack said that that I paid attention. Mm-hmm. But it sort of undercuts that if you're looking and you see that they're just they just have a box of cereal. Yeah. Because then he's already made the joke. Yeah, totally. So it's too late. Yeah. No, I, yeah, that was a nice, that was a good little scene for as little as they actually did there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was cool to see Claire. You know, say what you will about Emily DeRaven, but there is no better Claire than she. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, she flops it down at the table with that big belly and all that hair. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, Claire. Oh, Claire. Carrying high. Mm-hmm, carrying high, yeah. Just kind of, yeah, it's it's weird to see Claire. Again, it's just like that that wish fulfillment, like having Claire and Jack sort of together acting like they're family. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's that thing that you never thought you'd see. Totally. You know, so it's, yeah, no, absolutely. I, I mean, the part of Claire is sort of whatever, but she is perfect for it. Mm-hmm. I, I, oh. I, I wouldn't want any other Claire. All right, well, I guess I don't have anything else about, um, you know, Desmond Desmond comes in and cons his way, or not really cons, well, sort of cons, but he's telling the truth here, uh, his way into uh, prison. cons. <laughs> yeah. And, um, yeah, it was cool. It was cool because uh, I totally forgot about Saeed being there. And, yeah. Uh, and it was cool to see Kate there, so. Actually, Again, I forgot about Kate. Oh, really? And I remember Saeed. I'll say uh, this again. Uh, I think they'd have men and women in different areas. Oh, of course. But um, you know, whatever. They yeah, they wanted to make the scene. Yeah. With with all of them together, I mean, at least have them in separate holding cells. Mm-hmm. You know, I I was I I for a second when we talked, I was like, oh, if she's in the same holding cell. That's gonna be ridiculous. That is that's way too ridiculous. Yeah, but uh, but they put him with Saeed. Uh, and and Kate's in the one next door. So yeah, it's it's we just nah. They 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 want to get him together. Oh, were they in? Oh, I thought they were all three in different cells. Where the the guys were. Oh, I thought cells. Desmond was in Saeed's cell. Maybe I saw it wrong. Oh uh, yeah, I thought they were. I thought they were in all three different cells, but uh, it's hard. I guess it was sort of hard to tell. Yeah. Well, was I mean, I I thought I don't know. It's like oh, there he goes in with Saeed, but yeah, who knows. Yeah, maybe I missed it. Um, it would ma- it would make sense if there's just two cells. I think you know, right? It's just it's just the way they shot it. You you know, you see a bunch of bars, and you don't really get to see a, any uh, wide angles to see who's really sort of behind which bar. And when he walks in, he does look straight ahead at at Saeed. I'm looking at it now, so yeah, it, it looks like they're in the same same uh, cell. Okay. Okay. Well, if it, if it at least looks like that, then I'm justified in thinking it. Yeah, yeah, it looks like that. All right, well, next scene? Yes. Um, let's see here. Uh, back to the island. Um, Jack asks Sawyer about the well. Sawyer wonders why Locke didn't kill Desmond himself. 
Jack suggests it might be a rule, so he brings up the bomb on the sub. Jack says he's been wrong before. Sawyer says, I killed them, didn't I? Jack says, no, he killed them. Little scene, Jack and Sawyer. All right. Um, so, I was, you know, I was looking forward to this scene, to, to when Sawyer had to say whatever he was going to say to Jack about, about what happened on the sub. Uh, and I got to say, I wanted a bit more. You know, I wanted, you know... I definitely understand why Jack doesn't blame Sawyer. And I think he's sort of justified in his, you know, lot killed him, nobody else. Uh, but I, I don't know. I just, I guess I wanted Sawyer to be uh, a little more, um, just a bit more from him in terms of what he realizes about what happened, you know. Uh, and I thought Jack might have, you know, because when Sawyer says, you know, he says, you said he couldn't kill us. I thought Sawyer was going to ask how Jack knew that. And Jack mm-hmm. might have, you know, said the whole dynamite situation. But um, I, I don't know. I feel like Sawyer had more to say, but we didn't get to see it, you know. Right. Right. I I like that Jack does not take the opportunity to rub it in or, mm-hmm. you know, try to – try to make Sawyer feel more guilty than he does. He just kind of puts it all on lock and also admits that he could have been wrong. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like he understands why Sawyer didn't trust him. Yeah. You know, because he was wrong before. Maybe yeah. that one time we all know about. Right. Um, right. And, uh, but, but I do want something of Jack. I, I did want Jack to be like, at least to be like, well, hopefully next time you'll trust me or something like that. You know, like Sawyer had his chance. Sawyer trusted Jack one, one seminal time. And that's when Juliet died. And then the second time he needed to trust Jack, he didn't, which totally makes sense. Cause Jack screwed up the first time seemingly. Right. And, uh, but I feel like it's like, okay, well, you know, now we're one for one next time. Sawyer, you need to trust me. Like, yeah. It's back. You know, the ball's back in Sawyer's court to, to trust Jack. Uh, whatever that metaphor means. Ball right. in my court, so I'm gonna trust you with it. I'm I'm hoping that Sawyer will learn that lesson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I I'm not sure I want Jack to just say that. Mm-hmm. I think I think that might be pushing it a bit much. Yeah. Well, me. it might be pushing it for him to actually say it, but I feel like I, I I want that sentiment to come across somehow because. At this point, it needs, it's important, you know, um, yeah. that, you know, if another situation like that happens, you know, Sawyer needs to be, you know, hopefully he won't make another mistake like that, you know. Right. But, but again, you know, the, on the other side is Jack wasn't proven right. True. You know, he just wasn't proven wrong. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, but, uh, but also Sawyer Sawyer is at least considering the possibility that Jack was right. Yes, definitely, definitely. So yeah, I mean, I could see you know, God, if this you know if this episode were two hours long, I could see a nice long fleshed out version of this scene that would you know mm-hmm. that would be better. I, I like yeah, what they I, did with it, but I, I, mean, I see yeah, what you mean. I just, like I said, I feel like I, you know when you when when Jack says no, he killed him, and then I think the last shot is on Sawyer thinking, and I feel like. 
he's you know I feel like Sawyer has more to say about all this stuff and he just didn't say it you know yeah. he's probably still he's obviously still processing yeah what happened yeah, but, yeah uh, he's kind of gone he's kind of gone in into himself he isn't really he's just kind of uh, still in shock I think from the whole thing yeah. And honestly, he should still be sort of drunk from his binge before, right? Like, that wasn't that long ago when he was, when Locke came and got him. When he was, like, drunk, you know. Uh, I think it's been a few days. I hope he's well, not uh, still drunk. Well, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm hyperbolizing, but. Oh, okay. Uh, that's a real word. And um, I took it as long. But, uh, but, I mean, you know, it wasn't that long ago that he was at the depths of his, of his uh, of depression, yeah, you know, and now it's like okay, this other horrible thing just happened, you know, a few right. days later. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, uh, so again, Jack mentions rules. Um, where did he get that from? <laughs> did he watch the show? Why? Why is he talking about rules? Like I, I know he thinks he thinks Locke couldn't kill them, but but now he's using the term rules like like he heard that somewhere, <laughs> and and like there's multiple of them. You know what I mean? Like he seems he should only know that there's like one rule, mm-hmm. or he should only have evidence that there's one rule, which is about them being killed. But I don't which know. Which is the same like, kind of thing like, he's asking about Desmond. Oh, say that again? Which is the same kind of thing he's asking about Desmond. What do you mean? Why he didn't kill him. I'm sorry. Explain it to me. I, I the reason why this comes up is Sawyer wonders why Locke didn't kill Desmond himself. Yeah. Like, that's exactly the same kind of rule that Jack already thinks exists. For oh, him. yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. The whole you can't kill certain people thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not. It's like he's jumping too far from what he already kind of thinks. Yeah, exactly. But it makes it seem like there's there's multiple rules at play. Right. Well, I think there are. Yeah, but Jack shouldn't know that, right? Well, yes. No, I don't that's think. What, yeah, I don't think Jack knows that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just it just seems like the show is bleeding over, and it's like. Well, the audience knows about rules. Jack knows Jack deduced a rule and now he's just talking like, you know, he's like he's on par with the audience. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He is at least still being speculative. I mean he's not saying it's it's one of the rules. Like he's Yeah, you know, yeah. He's like, Ah, eh, maybe it's a rule. Mhm. But you're right. I mean, I think you're right that he's He's jumping ahead of his character a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But, you All know, right. Jack's on, Jack's on a path, and I feel like mm-hmm. they're, they're sort of having him intuit things earlier than he should. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm ready for the next part. Um, okay. Uh, next part, Hurley sees young Jacob and uh, lets Kate pass him by. Young Jacob uh, comes up and asks for the ashes. Hurley gets them out. Young Jacob grabs them and runs away. Hurley runs after him. Then Hurley finds adult Jacob sitting by a fire with the ash bag in his hand. Jacob tells Hurley that his ashes are in the fire, and when it burns out, he'll never see Jacob again. 
Jacob tells Hurley to get his friends. We're very close to the end, Hugo. Oh my god. That was a that was a line, right? Yeah, that was a line. Get your friends so I can explain to them what's going on. That's that's something you never thought I'd see. Yeah. Totally. That's we really are close to the end if that shit's happening. Yeah. After six years, Jacob's finally gonna sit people down and tell them something. Mm-hmm. Which he said he didn't want to do. He didn't want to do that. He didn't want to do it, but look, it's it's come to that now. What's the point of me telling them? What's the point? Well, here's the damn point, Jacob. <laughs> Everyone will die if you don't. And the island will have no protector. That's the point. Yes. Yes. So there's a couple of confirmations here. Um, first, I think we deduce that Jacob can just kind of appear whatever age he wants or something. Uh, he just, I don't know. He gets that Well, toy. yeah, let's talk about that. I, I feel like there was some reason he was appearing like that um, as a kid, and I don't think he had control over it. I think, you know, as soon as he gets the ashes, he seems to be able to return to his adult form. <laughs> what show am I watching? <laughs> <laughs> Why did I just say that to you? Jeez. Yeah. Um, when you take a step back, it starts to sound a little silly. Yeah, people think, like, I'm crazy or something. As soon as he gets his ashes, he can return to adult form. Yikes. <laughs> what? But... So I feel like, okay, so I think it's a little weird, but I think to me what what seems to have happened was after he died, he was able to appear as Hurley as as his adult self for some period of time, and then for some reason he just lost the ability to do that, and he was just only able to appear as as the kid version of himself, which I am glad we sort of deduce that was Jacob. I don't know who else it could be. Um, and that this ashes thing was something that temporarily allowed him to not only be visible to everyone, but, but to be in adult form. Okay. So that's kind of how I, I, how I picture it. I don't, I don't think he, because I feel like, you know, he should have just appeared to Hurley as, as himself, as his adult self, if, if he could have, if, if he was able to. Why wouldn't he? Why appears the kid to make Hurley go chase him to the jungle just to appear as his a regular self, you know? Well, yes, I agree. So what was, so, so what was your take on it? I agree. I mean, I, I don't have a good explanation for why, but the the thing I would say about he couldn't or whatever is he, he appears as young Jacob for the first time in The Substitute. He appears as adult Jacob in the very next episode, which is Lighthouse. So... I don't think I don't think it really works that he couldn't be adult Jacob, you know, during that period of time. Hello? <laughs> Am I by myself? Oh guys. Oh, no I'm not. But I just don't hear anything. Okay, I'm back. Oh, you're back. Okay. So I, I my phone is has great timing. You that was like, amazing. You were like, I don't really have a good idea. Click. 
Oh, that was the last thing you heard? That's the last thing I heard. God, I went through my whole thing, and then I waited for a response. Waited oh, for a response, and I'm like, damn, was it was it that bad? No, I heard, I heard, I don't have a really good idea or explanation, and then click, and I'm thinking, man, that's so funny if it's just like, oh, you don't? Well, then I'm not talking to you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm out of here. Why am I wasting my time? Exactly. This podcast is over. You don't know why Jacob looks like a kid? Screw you, buddy. <laughs> I'm sorry. So that was my phone, 353. Uh, Typical. Why don't you reiterate uh, what you said? Classic phone. Um, okay. So uh, I don't I don't have an – okay. Basically, I was just going to tear down a little bit your theory that he couldn't be adult Jacob. Okay. Basically, just because the first time we see young Jacob is the substitute, and then we see adult Jacob in the lighthouse, which is the next episode. And I think – uh, chronologically, it has to be, it has to be really close, and I, I think it, I think it has to be, um, I think it has to be that we see adult Jacob after we see young Jacob. We see, what's it again? We see adult Jacob after we see young Jacob. I think, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the, so the well, idea that he couldn't, you know, he was. He was stuck being young Jacob or something. Doesn't look like it applied at that okay. time. Okay. Uh, but we have. But after we started seeing, like, we haven't seen Jacob since then, right? Yes. So that was the only part where it crosses over. So that's why it seems like to me he was stuck as young Jacob because he just kept appearing everywhere as, as young Jacob. Uh, you know, after we see him at the lighthouse. Um. So you, but well, what do you, what do you, why would he appear as his young self though? What's the, what's the point of that? I don't have an explanation. I, to me, it just seems like he, you know, chose to use that form to appear to Smokey, basically. Uh huh. You know, maybe because he knew, you know, he was trying to have an effect on. Smokey, since you know he's got a strong connection to Jacob, mm-hmm. and particularly to the young Jacob. Yeah, but it's like it's the older Jacob who made him Smokey. It seems like that's a big connection there. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, because that's why I thought you know, okay, he he he's appearing as young Jacob because that was the crux of the trauma or yeah. the rift between them. But I mean, there definitely is a connection because they obviously had a good relationship when they were kids. Uh, yes, so, I think okay. I think the thing I want to say, since um, this is bullshit, I'm I'm just gonna throw it out there that uh, that there's two different Jacobs. There's there's this sort of Ash Magic Jacob that just appears to everyone, and for some reason he was just appearing as a kid until he put his ashes in the fire, and then he could be the adult one, and then everyone saw him. And then there's Ghost Jacob that Hurley saw, and that's actually a different Jacob that's, you know, exclusive to Hurley. I don't want there to be two Jacobs. <laughs> I don't either, but that's, so, that's just sort of what it looks like to me. Maybe, maybe, maybe I can mail both of our theories and say that he 
he chose to look like young Jacob for whatever reason. Because to me, the big thing is the Hurley scene. Like, how do you reconcile the Hurley scene, the scene here? And maybe it was just they just decided to reveal who the young kid was. Right. I think that's definitely part of it. Yeah. They wanted to hammer it home just in case they didn't sort of pick that up from across the sea. Yeah. That's who the kid is. That's a good way to show, okay, this kid is Jacob. Yeah. Pretty directly by not showing you directly. Yeah. Well, I just, just, you know, I just got the sense that he – I don't know, I just got the sense he was stuck as a kid and uh and that, you know, his his ability to even present himself was like waning or something. And, you know, then the ashes gave him, you know, a last bit of power to, to sort of to do that. Um Yeah. Ugh. I hate when things aren't clear cut, which is ninety five percent of loss. <laughs> True. Yeah. No, it's it's very it seems very convoluted. So either either Jacob made an arbitrary decision to appear as young Jacob, which I wouldn't put past him. I again I, I have defended that I think Jacob is a bit arbitrary. Um or you know, my alternative is there's there's go like 'cause ghost Jacob tells Hurley no one's gonna see me. You know. So really, mm-hmm. it really does come across different from from this sort of Ash Jacob. Yeah, but that's because the ashes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, I mean that's, but that would explain why people can see him, right? It, yeah. So why is that? Why does that mean that's a different Jacob? Okay, I I mean let me be. So I don't mean it's a different Jacob. Different total. I mean it's the same Jacob, but it's. It's it's oh God. What am I trying to say? Is Jacob in a different? Uh, what's the right word? Manifestation. I, I'm not sure what the word I'm looking for is. It it is. I'm not saying it's a different Jacob, but I'm saying it's Jacob. I see what you're saying. He's he's presenting himself in different ways. Uh, one was Hurley picking up his, 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 you know, the apparition of Jacob. Basically, yeah, that one he didn't have to. That one didn't require anything. That's just because Hurley can see dead people. Yeah. You know, but then he can somehow come into the world physically via this ash, and for whatever reason, he was able to do it as a kid. Um, and then when he burns the ash, he seems to become. The adult Jacob, but yeah, like I'm not saying it's they're sort of like separate personalities. Okay, yeah, I was, was going to say like two different Jacobs is too much. Yeah, no, I agree. I definitely think that's too much. Um, okay, I'm willing to live with the idea that he just decided to um, pre- pre- uh, present himself as young Jacob to Smokey to to screw with him or to make a point about their past, um, and that, uh, yeah, I, I, that's fine. That's fine with me. I, I like the idea better that he was somehow stuck like that, like, you know, his power was dwindling or something, mm-hmm. and he couldn't quite make himself look old for whatever reason, but uh, but that's just me wanting that to happen. So, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 
It's you know. It still seems pointless, but it's it just seems like the show wanted him to be a kid. Yeah. Or, yeah. or you know, and maybe you know, maybe big you know, obviously foreshadowing the uh, last week's episode. Yes. Um, yes. And also, so kids, we get so we get used to the kid and yeah. Jacob. And also, kids are creepy. Kids are creepy. Especially, you know, kids like watching from afar for no apparent reason. Mm-hmm. Knowing kids. Yeah, knowing kids. Kids who, who know things or have this knowing quality that they shouldn't are, are always the scariest. Yes, yes. That is always a bad sign. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think, uh, I do think part of it is stylistic and not like fully fully sort of making sense in terms of the yeah. story. But but I do think there is some idea here. I mean, we've never really heard of this sort of ash ghost apparition phenomenon before. Yeah, this was a new one they pulled out. Yeah. Um, so, so Hurley is talking to young Jacob. Young Jacob says, give me those ashes because they're mine. Mm-hmm. And then Hurley talks to adult Jacob. And then Hurley says, did you see a kid run by here with your ashes? Oh, he does? So, yeah, so it's like, Hurley, don't, didn't you get that this was Jacob? Apparently not. You know, it'd be different if Hurley didn't know those were Jacob's ashes, which I would, I would, you know, if he didn't say this second line to mm-hmm. Jacob, I would say he did, he doesn't know whose ashes those are. Yes. Because uh, he just got them from Alana's stuff. Right. Um. Unless I'm forgetting something where she told him that, but I don't think I don't think she told him. I don't anything. think so because he sort of got there after that whole thing yeah, with the yeah. ashes. So oh, unless yeah. there's a deleted scene, she didn't tell him that. Yeah, so I don't know. I thought it was weird. I thought Jacob, young Jacob, made it pretty clear that he was that he was Jacob. Yeah. You know, it's like so why I. do you want why do you want Jacob's stuff? Because it's my stuff. Yeah. Okay. Let me do the algebra there. That right. means you're Jacob. Right. And then you see Jacob, and it's like, hey, did you see a kid with your stuff? Who said it was his stuff? Yeah. And now you have it? So, yeah, so maybe he just thought the kid was lying. Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) Crazy lying kids. Crazy lying ghost kids. (laughs) We do get confirmation that that bag was Jacob's ashes. Yeah. Well, it was a very creative use of the ashes. I thought it was going to be more something against uh, Smokey, but... Uh, so did I. But, man, if Hurley wouldn't have grabbed those ashes, what would Jacob have, I guess, what would he have done? Ooh. I don't know. Just appeared to Hurley alone and had Hurley <laughs> tell uh, everything to everybody? That would have been crappy. Hurley just to make the speech? Yeah, that would have been very crappy. Yeah. Yeah, and plus everyone needed to see Jacob. Right. We talked about that before, I think, about uh, you know, people people needing to see, hear things from him directly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's about time he sits everyone down and says something to them. Mhm. After after all that he's uh put them through. Definitely. I really wanted... Well, okay, we're not really on that scene yet. Well, then shut up about it. <laughs> shut up about it. I love this. I It's 
I'm sort of bizarre, but and also I think it's kind of one of those writing tricks of creating urgency by once this fire burns out, you'll never see me again. Oh, it's great. Oh, it's the the ticking clock phenomenon is just great. Yeah. Yeah, because otherwise it'd be like, okay, we're going to sit here all night, Jacob, and you're going to answer some questions. Because mm-hmm. we got, the, God, if I could sit Jacob down, I could talk him, I could talk to him for days. Yeah. Trying to understand things. Well, he probably wouldn't say much because, you know, Hurley says, where have you been? And he goes, doesn't matter. <laughs> that's, his, that's his default answer to things. It doesn't yeah. matter now. That doesn't yeah. matter now. Right. Yes. No, I know. I know. I know. Still, though. But, yeah. If there weren't uh, a time limit, it'd be like, okay, it doesn't matter, but we got time. Well, I like the fact that it's not only a time limit on how much they can talk to him right then and there, but it's like he's just, like, you won't, it's like he won't be able to even appear to anyone ever again. Mm-hmm. You know, it seems like it's not even, it's not, I mean, it's sort of ambiguous, but it seems like it's not even his choice. Yeah, you know, like this is the last ditch effort that he's making to appear to all of them, and he just won't be able to even appear to Hurley anymore. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think that's got to be true. Yeah, like this is the last of my life right here. Right, right. I, I want to say that maybe this is pushing it. I want to say that that's why Locke kicks him into the fire because. Because somehow it's like Jacob's Jacob's ashes are giving him a bodily existence. Well, the, but but then why make more ashes of him? Because I was thinking, you know, if he kicked him into the fire, and then I was thinking maybe that's the only reason we've seen Jacob this entire time is because his body was in the ashes or something. But I guess since Jacob puts the ashes in the fire. <laughs> And says, like, when they burn out, I'll be gone. Like, that. that's sort of what the intention was. But he didn't burn all the way or something. Mm-hmm. But it's weird because burning ashes is what makes him visible here. Right. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so that's weird. But it's also, yeah. like, once they're done burning, he's not appearing anymore. Yeah. So it's, there's at least that. But, yeah, it's like, it's like, Putting him in the fire, Jacob should have been appearing again immediately or something. Yeah. That's what you're saying, though. Um, I think it is on the right track, but it's just weird that. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, yeah. Uh, I, I think that I think he was trying to sort of get rid of Jacob in some final way. And I don't necessarily think he, I don't necessarily think Smokey knows that if you burn Jacob's ashes, Jacob can do that. <laughs> That seems like a very specific thing. It does. You know, if he was worried about that, he could have taken all the ashes and thrown them into the sea or something. You know, he, mm-hmm. he really thought Jacob was done with. Yes. Um, but, um, all right, we're very close to the end. Yes. Not of the podcast, but. <laughs> Not at all of the podcast. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I love when you get to the point when you can just put in lines like that. Yeah, and and uh, oof, is that a spoiler? Oof, I guess I don't want to. I guess that's sort of a very minor spoiler, but 
Let's oh. just say there's a double meaning here if you uh, know something very general about the next episode. Yes. <laughs> I'll say that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's fairly well known, but you may not want to know it. Yeah, everybody should. If you know it, oh. which I think is most people, then yeah. they know what I'm talking about. Damon and Coffin said it on their podcast at one point. Yeah. So they didn't consider it a major spoiler. I don't really, but, you know, exactly. I think I think it is, it is that, it is a reference to that. Yeah. So that was pretty cool, a little double meaning there. Yes. Yes. All right, well, anything else? Um, no, I think that's it. Okay. Um, well, did I want to say something else? Let me make sure. I always forget stuff. I guess not. I'm not seeing anything. Okay, I'm good. You ready to yep. move? Okay, so um, in the next scene, Locke gets out of his outrigger. He sees Widmore with the – not Widmore, sorry. He, see, he sees Widmore's outrigger with the gear in it. Uh, and then we go back to the house. Zoe arrives at the house. Zoe and Widmore are going to hide. Ben is going to wait for Locke outside to get it over with. Miles decides to run. Ben asks for – uh, Zoe and Widmore's walkie-talkies. He takes one, gives the other one to Miles. Zoe and Widmore hide in the secret room. Ben asks Richard to join him outside. Richard says, all he wants is for me to join him. Um, so he decides to uh, to go talk to Locke. Uh, Miles just runs away. Uh, ben and Richard go out front. Uh, Richard takes the lead. Uh going out on the lawn of the uh, barracks. We hear the Smokey rattle. Then uh, Smokey knocks Richard off screen and possibly off the show. Ben sits down on the porch. Then Locke comes around the corner of the house, approaches Ben, sits down next to him. Locke tells Ben he needs him to kill some people. He offers Ben the island in exchange. Ben says, all right. Locke asks about the outrigger. Ben says it's Widmore's. Locke asks where he is, and Ben rats him out. Like a rat. Like a rat. <laughs> <laughs> Classic Ben. Yeah, surprised Widmore didn't say that. Like, you ratted me out like a rat. <laughs> yeah, I agree. You um, missed an opportunity there. I thought we'd get one more rat reference before the end of Widmore. Yeah. Yeah, it's too bad. All right, so let's see what we got here. So basically it's one of those one of those let's split the group up again scenes. Yes. You uh, go here, I'll go there, we'll go there. Yeah. And this this merry band is done. So Widmore and and Zoe go hide in Ben's secret room. Ben goes outside, as he said, and then Richard goes outside to talk to Locke. Uh, So I guess let's start here. I don't know. I don't know where to start. Uh, And then Miles, of course, 
hightails it out of there. You know what? Miles might survive all of this because he's got he's got he's got that instinct uh, that Rousseau mentioned about you know staying away from trouble. You remember her thing? Precisely by avoiding these types of encounters. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I feel like Miles is on that same page of, like, I'm going to get away from the drama. Yeah, Miles you know? seems to have a, a kind of a Cindy thing going on as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, he's just, he's going to survive past all the characters. Yeah. It's going to be Miles and Cindy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that'll be, that'll be the spinoff show. Miles and Cindy raising Zach and Emma. <laughs> yes. Oh, geez. Good point. That's right. Oh, they got geez. kids. Oh, there's your sitcom. Growing up on the island. Oh, man. Why not? Yeah. Um, yeah, so... So, Zoe and Widmore go hide. Um, and uh, there's this little business about... There's this business about the walkie-talkies, which I assume they're just setting up for something they're going to do later. Yeah. Um, since they give... Ben a walkie-talkie and Miles a walkie-talkie. So at some point, I assume Ben will call him or something. So at some point, sorry, the next, the last episode, that's when it's going to happen. <laughs> Let me just say that. Yeah. God, these vague statements. I wonder uh, when it's going to happen. Uh, I just yeah. fell into, like, old lost mode where it's just like, yeah, somewhere down the road, they'll yeah. do something with that. No, no, no. I'm done with that. We're going to see it in the next episode. I guarantee it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's really nice. It's wow. either not going to happen or it's going to be in the next episode. There's, yes. there's still the only two options left. Yes. Exactly. And I'm going with they did it for a reason, so we'll see it again. Yeah, totally. Um, okay, so Ben and Zoe go hide. Uh, okay, so let's talk about Richard real quick, I guess. Okay. Uh, he says, all I, all he wants is for me to join him. Oh, Richard. Poor Richard. Oh. He's, he hasn't moved on from the beginning of the season. No, he's still stuck at the beginning of the season. <laughs> so what's funny is the phrase, you know, all he wants or all I want should be one thing, right? Yes. And it seems like Richard should know that the one thing Locke wants is to get off the island, if anything. Yes. It's not come with me. It's I want to leave. So, yes. Uh, he was he was being a little uh, oversimplistic, I think, uh, with this. All he wants for me is to join him. Right. If I can get him to leave with me, maybe that'll get the rest of you a chance. But that's the thing. Like, he's he's almost even saying I'm gonna leave with Locke. Yeah. You know, which that's can, can't be what he wants. No. Because he doesn't want Locke to leave. I thought he just meant like leave the area. Mm-hmm. Not like oh. leave the island. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Just get him out of the area. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they can so, get away. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, I mean, that, that buys them some time, I guess. So it doesn't. that's not a long-term solution. No, no. It's a short-term solution, absolutely. Yeah. And not um, really a solution at all, apparently. No. Um, okay, so so Richard goes out and uh, and then we hear the smoky sound and then and then no more Richard. Bam. Uh, that was pretty dramatic. Yeah. 
that was that was you know that wasn't even like grabbing and smashing into tree. That was like he got clotheslined, yeah, you know, neck wise. Yeah, <laughs> you see the you see the, the the front end of the smoke pivot, you know, part like with two two pieces to wrap around his neck before it actually does, and and uh, and I thought that was that was pretty crazy. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, yeah, it happened so fast. The the uh, what do you call it? Like a you know, like a vice or something, um, a clamp form or something. But um, so, what do you think about old Rich, old Ricardus? I'm gonna I'm gonna have to. I'm watching this scene right now. I just want to take a quick look at what you're talking about because uh, it it happens it happens very quickly. It's like yeah, it's super. It's fast. almost like a horror movie moment. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. Yeah, it does part in the middle. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and then he just <laughs> lifts off. Wow. Um, the good news is, oh, go ahead. No, yo, please. I was gonna say the good news is, from from what they show, it looks like Richard could easily be alive. Okay. He he got launched into the air. Unless unless that unless that, you know, the smoke going, you know, parting like that was supposed to be it, you know, breaking his neck too. Mhm. Uh I think he could very very well survive the fall, you know. Yes. Uh without dying, he could be very injured but not necessarily just die, dead. Um But part of me thinks uh part of me thinks he is dead. Yeah. It's a very uh again, uh very, you know, simple unceremonious death just oops you're dead bam yeah you know yeah yeah so i think, think so what do you think um i just based on the way it comes across i want to say that he is dead it it's it is technically possible that he he got knocked back and then he just kind of runs away or something um mm-hmm. and we'll see him later it's possible yeah, possible. Uh, I this this is cheating a little bit, but uh, in in the in the script, it didn't it didn't really specify whether or not he dies. It just says that the smoke monster knocks him knocks him back, and that's that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it doesn't really it doesn't really say, and he's dead or whatever. It just sort of it's like that that whole bit's over. Yeah, you know that's definitely how it comes across. And you, do you, and you think Smokey can can actually kill Richard? I think so. I yeah. think so. I mean, I, I think for me, I'm going with Richard. Richard can be killed in in any number of ways. Mm-hmm. He just he just won't age. Mm-hmm. And I he guess can't he can't kill himself. Kill himself. Yeah. Yeah, but he wanted Jack to kill him, and, you know, he just kind of, it was bad that Jack was a candidate and all that stuff. But, um, yeah, and, and, you know, Eloise uh, shot Dan because he was pointing the gun at Richard. So, I mean, I think the idea was definitely out there that he can be killed in in a lot of standard ways. So I think think Smokey, and I don't think he's a candidate. Mm -hmm. So I think... uh, I think Smokey can kill him. Um, so, so I think I think he might have. I mean, it's you know, it's the end of the show. Either we'll see him next episode, or he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, I I guess I'd like Richard to maybe do a little more, but uh, 
then again, you know, they might just be done with him. Yeah, yeah. When the island's done with you, you don't you don't get a parade. Yeah, yeah. And the uh, you know the mission that he was on just kind of fell apart. So mm-hmm. it just it doesn't seem like he's got. I mean, all he can do really, I think, at this point, is go join someone else. Yeah, he can go. He can go try to blow up the plane himself. I guess he could do that. Yeah. You know that might that might it might come into play there. Like you know, there's somebody to still go destroy the plane. Yeah. Like yeah, they could do that. They could do that. Well, we'll wait for the R.I.P. Ricardus until uh, next uh, next episode. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna be doing a lot of R.I.P.s. I, I fear. <laughs> yes. Yes. I think I think it's worth I think it's worth giving him a chance to see if he's alive because they didn't they didn't totally verify it. Yeah. So. All um, right. Uh, I but I I mean I thought it was a you know it was a good little short bit of suspense. I, I liked that. Mm-hmm. It's not I, I'm you know the the smoky the sudden smoky attack is not something we see a lot. No 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 he that he just came out of nowhere. Yeah yeah so I sort of like that. I liked how they how they uh, shot that. Uh, okay, and then Ben, I mean, you know, Jesus, Ben, just the way he, the way he just, like, I'm going to go sit down now. <laughs> I'm going to sit over here. And then, yeah, then when Locke comes up to him and he's, you know, Ben, like, you know, is just staring straight and not mm-hmm. looking at him and trying not to pee his pants. Yeah. You know, it was it was great. Well, it's such a great suspense because you don't know what Locke is going to do. Right. He pulls out the knife. And mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? I almost thought that was over the top. I'm like, yeah. I don't need to, you know, you can't make me more afraid for Ben right now. You know, and it's like, yeah. it's almost like Locke pulls out the knife and doesn't realize he, he, doesn't, he didn't even need to. Yeah. You know what I mean? There was so much tension already that it's like the knife thing was just like unnecessary. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's his character to fill, you know, fiddle with the knives. But, right. But in terms of him doing it to to um, to threaten Ben, it's like, yeah, you really don't need that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was great. Can I get you a glass of lemonade? <laughs> You don't have any lemonade handy. <laughs> what if he would have said yes? You don't want to be the man who promises to smoke monster lemonade and can't deliver. You, you never know? do that. You never do that. Yeah, no, I think uh, I think that was an empty promise. Mm-hmm. One of many that Ben's made in his life. Yeah. But yeah, I uh, uh, the. Yeah, I, the Terry O'Quinn version of of Smokey is really is really pretty scary. Yeah, I I you know the the Man in Black version of him is somehow more sympathetic, but the Terry O'Quinn version just seems like pure evil. Yeah, you know it's it's weird. Because yeah, when he when he sits down on the porch and he just takes out the knife and just casually like. Need you to kill some people, Ben. Mm-hmm. Like, wow, that's it, huh? Just yeah, the little exchange was pretty. It was just like, I need you to kill some people for me, Ben. And why would I do that? Because once I leave the island, you can have it all to yourself. All right, 
<laughs> it's like, yikes. You know, okay, I guess what is Ben going to say, you know? Yeah. Um, even if he doesn't want the island, I feel like he's just going to say, all right. You know? I know. I know. And it's, it's yeah, I mean, he's in a, he's in a position where Smokey can easily just kill him. Mm-hmm. And what's he going to do? Be like, no, sir. Yeah. In your face. Well, to me what's strange is it seemed like five minutes ago Ben was ready to die. And then after seeing Richard get killed, he's like, well, maybe I'll play ball a little bit longer. <laughs> yes. Yes. No, I think, I mean, I think, you know, he, yeah, it's almost like when he decides to sit sit down on the porch. But even once he realizes there's an offer on the table, he's he's prepared to play along with it. Yeah. Um, and see if he can make it so that he survives. Mm-hmm. Because I think he would prefer that. Yeah, he would. Um. So so yeah, I I think uh, uh, I I sort of bought it, but it's like it's just like right away. Hey Ben, want to kill some more people? You know, I gotta say, this offer is so lonely. He's offering Ben to basically be the only person on the island. Yeah. What kind of lonely, sad existence? Ben can live out, what, another 20, 30, 40 years or something? Like, Mm -hmm. on the island alone. Yay. With, like, nothing, no stuff, you know, like, half of the places on the island have been blown up. Yeah. I guess he's got the barracks still. I guess, yeah. It would be so sad just to be, to waste away on the island for the next however many decades. Yeah. It doesn't seem like a great, I mean, yeah, you're alive, but, you know. Yeah. It doesn't seem like a great alternative. Yeah. No, not at all. Not at all. Um, All right, well. Anything else you got for this scene? Nothing to do. Um, uh, I guess I guess not. I I do want to say more, but I guess we'll get to that in later scenes. Yeah. Um, let me let me make sure. Yeah. Now. Yeah. I mean, I guess. Did you expect Ben to rat out Whitmore? Um, did I expect him to rat him out, like when he tells him right right now, who's like he's hiding in the closet? Yeah, I I guess it didn't. Uh, it happened so quick. Um, I don't remember what did I think was going to happen. Um, I guess I guess what I'll say I mean I can't remember what I thought at that exact moment the first time when I heard that line you know do you know where I might find him but I'll say that I thought during the rest of the sequence here uh with with Locke and Woodmore and Ben uh and the secret room uh that uh I I thought I thought Ben was was sort of you know conning Locke you know I thought I thought Ben wasn't necessarily portraying Widmore from the start. Even oh. though it appears like he is, I, feel, I thought, I still sort of, which is something you talk about, is, is is Ben really just outright betraying Widmore? Or is there did they talk about some plan beforehand we didn't see? Oh. 
Oh, okay. You know, because I thought you know when he when he tells Smokey, okay, yeah, uh, Woodmore's hiding in my closet. Then the next the next scene when when they actually go to the closet, I'm I'm expecting a setup at some point. You know, I'm expecting uh, you know Woodmore and Zoe not to be in there or uh, they're in there, but you know, or, or or you know somehow they're gonna he's gonna push Locke into the secret room and close the door and then. That's how they're going to try to escape. You know, I was thinking stuff like that. Yeah. But it turned out to be more like they're in there. And yeah, they yeah, didn't even have their shirts there. off. Their shirts weren't even off. But they were they were standing there ready to get caught. They definitely looked like... I'm like, why wouldn't, why wouldn't they go into the secret tunnel room? Yeah, that's where they should have gone. Yeah. That would have been They're a lot be better. Like, like, oops, I thought they were in here, but they're not. Yeah. You know, I thought it was going to be something like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird how many, like, reveals they have where it's just like, I wonder if they're there. Yes, they are. Yeah, they're, they're here. They're just standing there. Yeah. I, I just, I don't know. That's that's like a season six thing now. Yeah, Zoe didn't even have her gun pointed. She no. Was just like, she was just afraid. I, I love her, when you know, the little shot of her when Locke comes in. She's got her, you know, mm-hmm. she's got her hands clapped. She's wringing her hands. She's just like, you know. Yeah. Nervous with anticipation. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and they're just standing there in the dark. Mm-hmm. Like, the fuck, That was guys? so great. That's so scary to just be standing in the dark waiting for the evil incarnate to come find you. Yes, yes. Yeah, I can pass on that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Me too. I will also pass. All right, well, let's go to the next scene, and then we can come back and finish the conversation about all this stuff. Okay. Uh, next scene, flash sideways. Ben tries to leave school, drops his keys. Alex um, notices his distress and asks him what happened. Um, he's got a sling around his arm, and his face is all beat up. Uh, Alex offers to give Ben a ride with her mother, Danielle Rousseau who introduces herself to Ben. Alex asks if Ben can join them for dinner. Daniel enthusiastically insists, so uh, Ben gets in the car. I guess I'll uh, do the next bit, too. Um, Ben brings a plate into the kitchen. Daniel thanks Ben for being there. Uh, Ben asks about uh, Alex's father. Daniel says he died. Danielle insists that, uh, sorry, Danielle tells Ben that he's the closest thing to a father Alex has ever had. Ben gets choked up, blames it on the onions. Danielle says she'll put in less next time. All right. So, uh, so yeah, so the, the previous little scene here for this sequence, uh, when, when, when Alex said, you know, my mom's here. I'll see if we can give you a ride. I just, I was not thinking we were going to see Danielle. Mm-hmm. I was under the impression in this flash sideways that, you know, the idea of Alex's mom was just that, an idea. Mm-hmm. You know, just this off-screen, pre- you know, like like David's mother. You know, this, yeah. this off-screen presence that, you know, oh, we're not going to see. You know, they're not going to show her. Yeah. And and then they show her, and I'm like, holy <laughs> Holy crap, Rousseau's here. That's who your mother is. You know, I just, I just, it was totally, it caught me by surprise. 
Yeah, and uh, and uh, which was which was fun, and uh, and I gotta say, Rousseau's like a milf. <laughs> what was up with that? Like she comes out and she's all sexed up. You know? it's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. I didn't expect that. Rousseau's yeah. a milf. Rousseau's a milf. I mean, you know, no offense if anyone doesn't like that term, but um, that's just, you know, she just was not the Rousseau that we know uh, of, yes. of course. Yeah. No, I mean, you know, they always had her. It's kind of like what they've done with Claire this season. Like, they always had her on the island, like, really dirty, and her mm-hmm. her hair was sort of messed up, and she was wearing, like, survival clothes. And you never really, yeah. you know, they never really tried to sort of make her up. So, yeah, it's, it was kind of jarring to see her like that. Mm-hmm. Like, ah! It was, it was, she looks really, really different. Yeah, she was super happy to meet Ben. Oh, like, man, is she happy. She jumped out of that car so fast. <laughs> I'm just trying to think if my mom was giving, you know, a, 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 my teacher a ride home or something. Mm-hmm. She would have stayed in the car. She yes. would not have gotten out of the car. Yes, yes. Say what you will about my mother. Anyway, uh, actually don't. Um, <laughs> why would I give permission for that? Yeah, that's not a good idea. <laughs> no, um, I don't know that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, Danielle's like, sorry, Alex is like, um, uh, you know, you're the best teacher ever, like, why would anyone want to hurt you? Like, she has a thing for Ben, kind of like what David has with Jack. Totally, totally. You know, so it's, it seems like somehow she's, she's just praised, uh, Ben to, to, to her mom so much that it's just rubbed off. She's just like, ah, Dr. Linus, yes! <laughs> yeah, it's like all this talk. You guys have never met. You've never come to a parent teacher conference mm-hmm. or the uh the uh what is it? The history club meeting or I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. Um I'm nitpicking. Uh but no, it was great. It was great to see Russo uh again and uh anything about this first scene here you want to talk about before we move on to the next part? Um uh Napoleon. Oh, do they have that Napoleon thing? Yeah. Yeah, it's a Napoleon. Oh, and thing. Alex says they're having what does she say? Um I, I don't to, know. Every time she said it I didn't know what she was saying. I had to look it up. I I uh now now I forget what it is. It's some like it's, French thing. It's Co Alvin or something? Cock Alvin? I don't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, C-O-Q, and the next word is A-U, and the next word is V-I-N. Co- yeah, cocao vin vin So then, then I looked it up, and it's like it's like this uh, uh, it's like this French dish that goes back to Julius Caesar or something. Oh, they just happen to have a Julius Caesar dish cooking. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's supposed to be a French thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, with yeah, the whole... it's like Napoleon stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that's the, you know, I got the context that she was saying, you know, she was excited about it because of something that, you know, he could relate to. But yeah. I had no idea, you know, that what that was. Yeah, I just, I heard something like, it's, coco, it's cocoa bean night. Mm-hmm. What? I'm like, all right, I guess. Why do you exciting. have cocoa bean night, Alex? I don't understand. Yeah. That's not normal. 
So yeah, I had to I had to consult the. Uh, well, it's it's apparently um, it's uh, a French braise a French braise of chicken cooked with wine lardons, which is um, a strip or cube of pork fat. Oh, I, I, I would pass on that one. Yeah, I mean, and then uh, mushrooms and optionally garlic. So in general, it sounds pretty tasty. Mm-hmm. Except for the pork fat. I could deal with it. I'm sure it adds flavor, but I could deal without the pork fat. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, you know, leave it to the French to come up with a tasty, you know, dish. They should, uh, they should really look into being known for their cuisine. Yeah, they should. They could really go somewhere with that idea. Yeah, yeah. Is anyone aware of French cooking being good? I don't know. I haven't I haven't heard anything about it. No, me, yeah. It's not a fun thing. All right. Uh so the next part where they're actually eating dinner. Um uh this was a cool little scene of of, 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 of Ben being told, you know, how important he is to Alex and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, his little line about, you know, when he's he when he chokes up, I mean Somebody give this man an Emmy already. Jeez. Like, when he, when he says you're the closest thing to a father he's ever had, he sort of goes to the room and he looks at it and he goes like, Ugh. he like, you know, he makes this little sound. Yeah. And it's just, it's too good. It's way too good. And um, and he says, uh, I'm sure it's the onions. And I'm thinking, aren't onions supposed to make you cry when you're cutting them? Not yeah. after you've eaten them? Not after you've eaten them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but I like that Russo like get, lets him have that excuse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's uh it's a flimsy one, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Um, again, it's like that's that's sort of getting back to what was one of the weirdest things about the Flash Sideways, which was the uh, the um, the Ethan and Claire scene uh, from what Kate does. Mm-hmm. Where it's like it takes what what on the island was disturbing and twisted and you know a mess and like turns it into a nice thing. Oh, the line! Oh, one of the best lines in the flash forward. I mean, the flash sideways to me. Uh, this Rousseau's line in the previous scene when when she wants him to be in the car. She says, "No, we insist, even if we have to kidnap you." <laughs> yeah. I didn't notice that the first time, and when I heard that the second time, I was just like floored. I'm like, oh my god, they got Rousseau to say that to Ben. Yeah. Oh genius. Oh geez, guys. That's just that's too much. That's too good. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. Even if we have to kidnap you. Oh, too good. Too good. Uh, yeah, and it, it, it reminded me too, you know, of um, of uh, of Jacob and uh, Alana. Ah, you know, yes. Since since that same phrase, the closest thing ever had to a father. Yes, that's true. I thought of that, and then I forgot. Daddy about issues, it. right? Daddy issues. Daddy issues everywhere. Again. Everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess they didn't. They didn't want to. It was weird that Robert. I guess presumably Robert, uh, you know, still died. Um, mm-hmm. I was. I was for half a second. I was hoping for some line about Montand and how <laughs> 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 he lost his arm in a I don't know construction mm-hmm. accident or something. 
I think you know the fact that that Mikhail lost his eye in the flash sideways. I think in this in this timeline, Montan probably loses that arm too. Yeah. Oh, good Somehow. point. You're right. Some other, You're probably right. Some other some other accident, but you know he he might lose that arm. I think in this in this timeline. Too. Yeah. I believe it now. I thought it was a trackbot theory, but yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good point. You saved it. Uh, all right. Well, I think that's mainly everything. Anything else about this this stuff? No, I think that's it. But good, good scene. Good little. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow, this is a bit more than a cameo. It was a it was a good appearance. Yeah, for, it was uh, pretty nice. Danielle uh, finally made it into the show again after her death mm-hmm. in season four. Mm-hmm. Even though we saw her in season five, it was the younger version. Yeah. So uh, it was nice they were able to get her back in, and and you know to even get her to do all this stuff with Ben, and uh, you know, yeah, to, to really sort of you know deal with the 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 big thing about her character. Like I mean, just just step back for a moment and think about this. This is this is the same woman who in one timeline said about Ben, he will lie, and he will lie. Just when you think he's done lying, he will lie some more. <laughs> And now she's telling him, you're the closest thing my daughter's ever had to a father, and, you know, she's really attached to you, and please have some more pork fat, you know. Right. <laughs> yes. Only, on, fat, only on Lost can you get those two those two uh, extremes. Yeah. Yeah, that's just what I love. It's like, it's it's taking something that I just, I didn't think, I, I almost want to put, like, Kimi and Omar in that category. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that they're still together, like it's, it's there's, yeah. <laughs> there, there's something about this flash sideways that it just it it takes those things they're used to, and it just I don't know, it presents him in a in a sort of nicer way. Yeah, I, there was something nice about the fact that you know even though they're criminals, Kimi and Omar will still work together. Yeah, you know, and his little line, you know, when when he when Kimi tells Omar to go get the Arab, and mm-hmm. he's like, hey. I'm an arrow. Yeah. Love that. I do too. Yeah, it was a good little moment and it's yeah, it's like they're just I don't know, they're buddies or something. They're buddies, yeah. They're just they're just destined to hang out. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh I I This 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 thing, this idea, I it just I don't know. It really blows me away. Yeah. They so much out of it. So much out of it. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know how. I I I can't believe what they've been able to do with it, and and I'm just I'm just surprised they went this far. Like I mm-hmm. I never would have expected the stuff we've seen in the Flash Sideways this season. No, totally. It's just been it's just been amazing. I, wow. Are you ready for the next scene? Um, yes, I think so. Uh, let's see here. Next scene, uh, we go back to the island. Ben leads Locke to the secret room where Whitmore and Zoe are hidden. Locke goes in, turns on the light, and we see Zoe and Whitmore standing Ooh. there. Yes. Ben apologizes uh, to Charles. Locke asks Zoe who she is. Zoe starts to introduce herself. Winmore tells her not to talk to Locke. Locke slits her throat. 
Whitmore asked why he did that. Locke says he told her not to talk to me. That made her pointless. Why you did that? <laughs> why you did that? Um, Locke offers uh, not to kill Penny in exchange for the reason Widmore came back there. Widmore says he brought Desmond Hume there as a measure of last resort. Widmore doesn't want to stay anymore in front of Ben. Locke tells Widmore to whisper. Widmore whispers in Locke's ear, and then Ben shoots him multiple times, saying he doesn't get to save his daughter. Locke says he already told me what I need to know. Ben says, good. Did you say there were some other people to kill? Right. Um, yeah, so I don't know what's going on with Ben. I really, you know, when, you know, when he says he wants to go, you know, he, he goes to open up the secret door, and then Locke is like, no, 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 you stay here, I'll go in. And Ben's like, no, 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 I want to go in. So I'm thinking, okay, something's up. Um, yeah. You know, I really don't think he wants to see murder, but maybe he does. Um. And uh, I think more, you know, he just really wanted to be a part of what was going on. Yeah. And um, and then later, you know, then he shoots Widmore, you know, so, seemingly before Widmore tells Locke everything. And I'm thinking, oh, okay, he's really, you know, sort of on Jacob's side or something, whatever you would describe it. You know, he he's trying to prevent Locke from getting the upper hand with, you know, via information. But then, okay, then Locke says, well, he Woodmore told me everything I need to hear. And then Megan goes, good. You know, I think I thought sort of covering. And then, uh, you know, but but then, but, but of course, the reason that he shoots him is a great reason for Ben. You know, he doesn't get to, you know, he doesn't want Woodmore to try to get to save Penny. Right. So, so the whole time I'm trying to see if Ben is, you know, what side Ben is playing. Is he really just? Uh, Smokey's new new best lackey. Oh new no! Best I know, in the right? Saeed position. This is a total Saeed position. Because yeah, if Saeed was still around, I'm sure I'm sure Ben. I'm sorry, I'm sure Locke would have had Saeed. You would have told Saeed, "I need you to kill some people." Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, no, you're right. So, so yeah, I've been. I was trying to like, okay, is Ben conning Locke or not? And I still don't know. Right. You know, yeah, I don't really know either. I, the thing is, the thing is, he did have a personal issue with Whitmore. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I can see Ben, I can see Ben shooting Whitmore. Um, I can see Ben shooting Whitmore, period, I guess. Um, uh, and, you know, uh, he might be doing it to convince Locke that he's willing to kill people. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, he sort of plays that up. He said there are other people to kill, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, basically, I think he is conning him. Or, if not conning him, I think he's he's playing along with Locke because he wants to survive. At least until he figures out something else. Yeah. His next move. Basically, yeah. So you don't think he's just bloodthirsty, he's giving it all up, he doesn't care who he kills. He's just gonna do whatever Locke says to to survive. You you like? I don't. I the thing is, I feel like he had he had his chance to go to Locke, 
and he decided not to. And I just, at this point, now he's going to do it? I, I don't know. Well, be- now he has less choices, right? I mean, the choice was you can come, he can go with Alana's group or go with Locke's group, and he chose Alana's group. Well, there's no more Alana's group. Yeah, that's true. It seems like he's, he he has less choice. And his group fell apart, and now Locke Lock is the only one who will have him again. Yeah, yeah, and he's the one who, you know, um, right. But I guess what I'm power. saying is if he, you know, if Locke starts asking him to kill some other people, I, you know, I think I think if he sees an opportunity to, you know, get get away from Locke without dying, I think mm-hmm. he'll take it. I don't yeah. think he's necessarily loyal to Locke is what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah, um, I agree. And, I, but, and, and on top of that, I, I want to believe he's conning him specifically, at least to try to gain his trust. But, um yeah. You know, I think I think the uh, like I like I said, I want to believe he was shooting Woodmore not only because he wants to kill Woodmore, and you know, you can't deny his 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 uh, line of he doesn't get to save his daughter. Yeah, as an explanation for that, but uh, but I also want to say he was trying to stop Locke from getting too much information. It did come across like that because then Locke's like he already told me. Mm-hmm. Which sort of suggests that it's sort of like Ben was trying to stop him from giving away too much. Yeah, because and he didn't get he doesn't get to save his daughter. The whole point was if he tells the information that saves his daughter. So, well, sort of. I, I felt like they left on an uh, ambiguous no because is the deal still on or not? Because Woodmore <laughs> held up his end of the bargain. Yeah, he told Locke what he wanted to hear. Right. So I feel like you know Locke should go. Locke shouldn't kill Penny, but the fact that Woodmore's dead, it's like well. How do you keep a promise to a dead man? I don't know. Right, right. Yeah. So, I don't know. I felt like it was a little ambiguous in terms of, okay, well, what is this? You know, it's kind of like the other deal was that, that Sawyer had with Widmore. It's like, okay, the terms kind of change. Does that mean we still have a deal or not? Right, right. Yeah, um, yeah. So, yeah, so I don't I don't know if Ben prevented Widmore from saving Penny. Yeah, I mean, I think... At the very least, he prevented Widmore from knowing he saved Penny. Yeah, yeah, I'll buy that. From from having his daughter again, you know, from from so, having her live. Here's a question. Okay. What is the likelihood that you think Ben shot Widmore with blanks? Because <laughs> I'll say number one. Zero. Here, I don't know. I don't know where Ben got a gun. Point one. Where did Ben get a gun from? His house. But he was standing right there the whole time. Um, I mean, he didn't seem like he had a gun on him until he started shooting. Oh, did, didn't he point. have a gun earlier? Oh, I don't know. Did he? Maybe I maybe I missed it. I I thought I thought uh, I, I I didn't. Richard had a rifle at least. I think Ben. Let's see. <sighs> Remember Ben? Ben had that rifle, and then he put that down. Yeah, I don't know where he got a gun. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't no, notice him having a gun. I mean, in that after he gets the walkie-talkie, gives the walkie-talkie to uh, Miles, he holds on to a walkie-talkie. You know, that whole time when Richard gets gets knocked out, and then when he's talking to Locke outside, he's still got the walkie-talkie. Uh, I don't. I don't know where the gun came from. My whole. My point is, you know, I'm just wondering if Locke and Widmore plan this at all. I know it didn't seem like they did, They had time to do any, you know, covert planning here. Locke and Widmore? 
I mean, Ben and Winmore. Okay, okay. Okay, now that's getting diabolical. Rock <laughs> plants a fake gun, and he wants Widmore. Oh, man. And Ben thinks he's killed Widmore, but he's wrong. And, okay. That Ben and Widmore actually planned this as a little drama? Mm-hmm. For, uh... You know, maybe, maybe you know, to make to make Locke think Widmore's out of the picture, but then he's, you know, he's still alive. Yeah. yeah. I'll say this. Looking at the the footage, you don't see any shots in Widmore. You don't see any obvious, you know, bullet holes or bleeding. Okay. Well, ooh, maybe that was a shot. <laughs> there's there's something, yeah, there's something here that looks like a shot in the shoulder when he's when he's falling down. I guess mm-hmm. that looks like a shot. Anyway, I just thought I'd bring that up just in case, like you know. Because, you know, the others had um, all that crap, you know, the fake mustache and all that stuff. I thought, well, maybe Ben had a gun with blanks back there to be used at some some strange point in time like this one. Right. Yeah. 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 It's a, that would be a pretty impressive conspiracy. And I can tell you one thing. We're going to find out really soon <laughs> whether you're right or not. Oh, uh, it's so nice to be able to say. I know, I love it. It's relaxing. You want to know the answer? Wait, uh, one episode. Mm-hmm. It'll be it'll be in there if it's true. So yeah, I I think he really shot Woodmore. Okay. Personally, that's such a uh, again unceremonious end for Woodmore. It is. They did at least get Ben to shoot him, so that's sort of cosmically appropriate. Um, And I think Widmore gave Locke. So Widmore brought Desmond to the island. He gave Locke the little bit of information that he needs. And uh, and so I think at this point, you know, Widmore is is okay to die for the end of the show. Widmore is done for? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. So they give Ben his revenge, and and possibly, you know, um, you know, convincing convincing Smokey he's willing to kill people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To sort of help with that, and you know, he uh, he was certainly he certainly had a grudge against Whitmore, so he's willing yeah. to he's willing to sacrifice him to pull off his plan. Yeah, I can see that. So I, I think so, that's what's going on, but you know, I wouldn't be disappointed if we saw Widmore again. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely a Widmore fan. You know, I'm pretty surprised that Widmore would give all this up just to save Penny, though. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, it seems like you know, if you're not if you're not fully committed to stopping Smokey at all costs, then you're Charles Widmore, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, quick conversation about that. I mean, it it does seem, you know, his uh his line to Jen was that if he gets off the island, uh everyone you care about will cease to be. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you speak like that, it sounds like it doesn't really matter, you know. Oh, I'll say Penny like uh, you know. Yeah. Like okay, well, she's going to cease to be, so you know, Whatever that means, um, I mean, it seems to me like it should it should be significant. Yeah. You know, okay, so she gets to be alive during the zombie apocalypse or whatever it is that happens. 
Well, I mean, that's another thing we need to talk about at some point. Conference is scheduled oh, to be broken talk. down automatically in five minutes. To extend the time <sighs> by 60 minutes, press star eight. I won't miss that. <laughs> Me either. Um, yeah, that's one of the things we need to talk about is is what's okay. What happens when Locke leaves the island? Because this episode, I think, changed my opinion of that. Yeah, uh, mine too. Specifically, specifically, this line here where he says, uh, "Well, there's two things actually new to bring up. I think in terms of locking up the island. One is he says, okay." that he's going to get what he wants. So I'll be over, I'll get what I want. Uh, then he says, I'll finally leave the island, and when I do, the first thing I'm going to do is kill your daughter, Penny. So, uh, you know, that makes it seem like when he gets off the island, it's not, you know, this isn't mousetrap or something where just, you know, something triggers and everyone's dead. Right. Or everyone ceases to be the moment he leaves the island. Like, he's actually going to go find her. How's he going to do that? I don't know. Mm-hmm. He's gonna go find her and then kill her specifically, right? Which, which seems to me to suggest that if if everyone ceases to be when he gets off the island, that means he's gonna have to individually kill all of them. I guess. Which is a lot of work. Yes. Yeah. Even for a smoke monster. And Smokey, you know, he can clear out a temple in what ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Pretty good, but you know, ugh, there's a lot of temples in the world. Good luck clearing everything out. Yeah, I'm like, why would he even want to do that? Why would he just go around on a rampage and kill everyone in the world? That's really not what I thought was going to happen when he left yeah. the island. Um, I mean, is that really the point? Like, it's just kind of releasing this potentially dangerous, murderous entity into the world. I guess. Okay. I'm just I'm just doing the math here. If there's you know there's more than six billion people in the world, but let's just say there's six billion people, oh, and if no. you kill a if you kill a person a second, okay. If my if my math is correct, it'd take 190 years. <laughs> well, you know, because uh, six billion is a big number. Uh, yeah, it is. Um, uh. Hey, I you know he seems to he seems to have lived for about two thousand years already, so mm-hmm. I, I guess he can do it. You know, it's yeah. going to take a long time, but I it looks like it looks like he could do it if if that's what he wants. He wants to kill everyone in the world, and then I don't know what, just just live or whatever. You know, the other thing that occurred to me was you know he he always wanted to go across the sea and see what was out there and you know, get off the island. That's That's been his mission for a long time. Mm-hmm. But, like, I kind of want to say some kind of consolation prize should be the fact that he's a smoke monster, so he can scan people and, like, totally download their memories. And so he, he can get all these off-island experiences, you know. It's a virtual kind of thing, but, like, I feel mm-hmm. like he, I feel like he knows to a certain extent what it's like to be off the island. Yeah. You know, because from all the people he scanned over the years, like, just Locke alone, like, he was 
you know, he knows all the stuff he did off the island, you know, so it's not, it's not like he has no idea what it's like out there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, he's seen what the off-island is like. Yeah. I I know that's, you know, maybe not good enough, but I just, I don't know. I feel like he doesn't no, appreciate that enough. Yeah, totally. And why kill everybody? Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> like, it, it seems to me he could have a perfectly okay life just... Not killing people. Just get off the island and go go hang out somewhere and go travel, go whatever. Like, <laughs> what's the point of killing everyone? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like he's cutting a deal with Widmore because he, I mean, I think he is evil. So he's like, okay, I'm going to kill Penny if you don't tell me what I want to know. Mm-hmm. And, like, I believe he'll do that. But that's, like, a specific thing. You know, I don't know why he would just want to kill. I mean, basically he would just... You know, I guess live out his days in the form of John Locke or something, and you know, at, at night in his house he could turn into the smoke monster if he wants to relax or something. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't really see why he can't do that. Honestly, I feel like if he if he ever got off the island, he wouldn't know what to do with himself. He spent his entire lifetime trying to get off that island, and once yeah. he actually gets off, he wouldn't know what to do with himself. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to be like, okay, well, now I'm off. Yeah, like, I just feel like he should, that's why I go back to that scanning thing. I feel like he should know it's not that amazing. Yeah. You know? It's not that much better than being on the island. Well, and, uh, from his own mouth, he said, you know, everyone left their miserable existence. You know, people didn't realize yeah. the miserable existence that they left. And it's like, well, is he going to have a much better existence off the island than, than everybody yeah. else did who came from, from off the island, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I really I really think they need to uh specify what's going to happen when he leaves cuz cuz they've made it go from he's going to kill, you know, uh everyone just dies to to people cease to be, which is different than dying. Right. And uh I think a little bit and um and then uh and then then to he might just be killing individual people at whim. Right. So I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. That's a uh that's a big drop. Yeah. <laughs> sort of like I don't know having a genocidal emperor versus just some kind of petty thug. Yeah. Like he's just I the thing is I still don't know and I feel like it's still confusing what the connection is between him and the light. And him mm-hmm. leaving and the light going out. You well, know. that was my next point I wanted to bring up. Okay. Uh, good segue here. Um, is that he says, he tells Widmore, he says, um, he says, soon this will all be over. I'll get what I want. And I'll finally leave this island. So what I took from that, you know, I thought all along, he just wanted to leave the island, and maybe that is what he's saying here. But given, but given, you know, the previous episode talking about the light and talking about how people always want more, and it should never be put out, and you know, the end of the episode when he says he wants to destroy the island, I'm thinking, okay, well, now he wants the light. He wants that power there. 
So I'm wondering if if that was sort of the big reason he didn't just leave in the first place, is that he doesn't just want to leave the island. He wants to leave with that power. Ah. And maybe that is, of course, what would kill everybody. If, if there's a little bit of light in all of us and that light goes out, if he tries to take it, then that would that would make people cease to be, and I can understand that. But that was the part I never thought. Of course, this was just the last episode that they told us about the light. But True. I didn't I didn't I didn't imagine that. You know, when the mother was saying, you know, people always try to come get the light. That he was the guy who that they're probably talking about. Yeah. You know, the number one suspect to to try to come get the light. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, certainly now. Certainly now, it seems like that's. That's what that's what's going on because it's like, well, you know, getting off the island is a big goal, but but getting the light is is the the ultimate goal. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So it's actually him. He's the one who's not looking for answers but looking for power. Yeah, <laughs> like that's that's, yeah, uh, you're right. So that that is sort of what he wants beyond leaving. Mm-hmm. He wants to leave with the power, I guess. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It seems like Jacob knew that, but but you know he never sort of told people that that's part of the leaving is taking the light with him. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 And I guess that was supposed to be the idea. He was looking all over the island for it, and mm-hmm. and then Jacob's like, "You want to find the light?" Like it's, it's sort of that is what they're kind of telling us. Yeah. It's, it's just. Um, he, you know, he never comes out and says it. No. <laughs> so it's sort of like you have to you have to read between the lines a little bit. Mm-hmm. To see that that's what's going on. But yeah, I think you're right. I totally agree. That's going to be the point. Yeah. And I think I think Jacob sort of confirms that later. Yeah, totally. Uh, I love when Winmore was like, "What did he say?" He's like, I'm not going to talk in front of him. And Ben's like, excuse me. <laughs> and just like turns around. But he doesn't leave the room. He no. just turns around. It's like, yeah, your ears still work. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, and then the, the, oh, man, having the smoke monsters say whisper in my ear. Oh, oh yeah. my God. What? Oh, man. So good. So good. Just Whisper it to me. Oh man, I'd rather not. <laughs> rather yeah. not. Yeah. Yeah. You you don't see characters whisper to each other. I mean, I know we're on a show that has a lot of whispers, but you don't have characters actually literally whispering in people's ears. Yeah. Something something huge. You know, two huge characters like this. Right. Uh, and, and yeah, yeah, like, yeah. This is another like tell us in season one. Charles Widmore whispers in the smoke monster's ear a vital secret mm-hmm. about the island. Yeah, how how he planned, you know, to kill him or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No way. No way. Completely ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Being, I mean, being in a small room like this with a smoke monster would be a problem. But yeah, then it's like, okay, now I'm gonna get in your ear and mm-hmm. whisper. Oh God, yeah. Yeah, no, this was a great little scene here. There was so much so so much good stuff. So much good stuff going on. Yeah. Um R. I. P. Zoe, huh? Oh, I okay. You do think that wasn't a fake knife. <laughs> so yeah, what's the likelihood and... he killed her with a fake knife? Um, no, she's she's gone. <laughs> okay. She's I've, gone. Yeah. And and 
there's something here, I think, because he says oh, you no. told her not to. You told her. <laughs> you told her not to talk to me, uh, and that made her pointless. So again, this comes to to something God about people it. being receptive to his to his conversation. The show is killing me with this shit. I know, right? <laughs> and on top of that. On top of that, it was just the threat of her not talking to him was enough to kill her. Not even like she was going to literally not say anything. Right. You know, because all she do is point a knife in her face. She'll keep talking no matter what Whitmore says. Yeah. yeah. But he goes, okay, Whitmore says you can't talk to me. Then you're, I'm done with you. Yeah. Like, that was so crazy. That was. It was, yeah. And having him say that line, because it's like... <laughs> You know, because I, I almost want to say that he's not meaning the larger thing, and he's just saying the simple point that she wasn't going to tell me anything I needed to know. Mm-hmm. So so she's pointless, like exactly what he's saying, but no sort of connection. to. But then the fact that he specifically phrases it about, about talking to him, and since that's, mm-hmm. since that's a thing they've referenced multiple times, it's hard not to try to put that in there and say, you know, there's something about, there's something about talking to him. Yeah. And he, he doesn't want people who aren't willing to talk to him. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. And I don't know what's going on. uh, Yeah. We'll either find out in the next episode or we won't. (laughs) I feel like we're going to hear that phrase a lot this podcast. I think you're right. It's just the kind of thing I've been waiting for all season, and and I'm I'm still totally confused about it. Mm-hmm. Like I I sort of get what they're trying to say, but I it's when you when you repeat something like that and you make a point of it, it's it's impossible for me to just say it doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. You know they've gone to it too much. It's become. Um, it's 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 become a motif for the season. Yeah, it, it makes me think that whoever is going to stand up against Smokey last is going to have to sort of refuse to talk to him or refuse to listen to him or somehow devalue his power that way. Yeah, you know, uh, you know he'll you know Jack will. I just see the scene of Jack standing in front of the the the, the cave where the light is. You know, per, you know, just standing there guarding it, and and then Smokey appears, and and Jack is, you know, and you know, and, and Smokey wants to talk to him, but somehow Jack says, "I'm not going to talk to you," and that somehow gives Jack the upper hand. Yeah. You know. Oh, okay. Okay. Although I gotta say, I you know, I think it'd be pretty fitting if we saw Smokey get stabbed before he says anything to somebody. Oh yeah. You know, and that and that does something. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Maybe that's how the walkie-talkies could come into play. Like, like Ben is Ben is there with, I don't know, uh, somehow, you know, whoever is on the other end of the walkie-talkie can be told, you know, how to sneak up on Locke ah, or something, yeah. you know, and, yeah. and, and stab him. Right. That means it'd probably be Miles, and I don't know if Miles would be up for that. Yeah, I don't know if he will, but maybe Miles will run off and meet up with the others. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't mean the others. No, no, lowercase O. Yeah. Uh, I don't think the others exist anymore. 
I think they need to say one final word about Cindy and the and the and the stragglers. Yeah. But besides that, everyone's effectively dead. Pretty much. Yeah. 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 I think Cindy's probably still. In fact, I will probably see her in the next episode. I say. Mm-hmm. I think they'll do something to give her some sort of resolution. Yeah. It probably won't be a big thing. I think they've got a lot of stuff to do, but I expect to see her. But but effectively, I think as a large group of people living on the island, I think the others are done. Oh, they are they're totally done. They're they're just not. They they either died in the temple or they died in Widmore's attack, and and now there's just 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 a tiny tiny few of them left. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty amazing. There's a lot of like groups on the island have just been kind of mass murdered. <laughs> Ridiculous. I can't imagine me thousands of people have died on the island over the ages. Yeah. Yeah. Or at least how many hundreds. Yeah. Yeah. I I could I could see thousands being attained. Yeah. Because I think we've seen hundreds. Yeah. And given uh given Jacob's tenure and bringing people to the island who are all dead by the time Richard gets there, I, I I think there's a good chance it gets in the thousands. Yeah, I mean, if he brings, what, one a year there every year, yeah. so that's, that'll do it. That'll do it. Yeah. That's easy. One a year, no problem. As an average, so, yeah, they should be able to do that. Yeah. A long time. Well, R.I.P. Zoe, you know, she was decent for what she did. <laughs> I mean, like, I wasn't in love with her, but... But with with their glasses off, she was cool. My favorite Zoe. Oh no! What was it? Her hair back or something? Yeah. Hair, what was it? Yeah, hair back. The hair back. Okay. The, the glasses got better when the hair went back for whatever yeah. reason. Yeah. It's it just it took the pressure off the glasses for some reason. Mm-hmm. The glasses were carrying too much for her face. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, the hair with the hair, it was just too much for the glasses to handle. Yeah, I like and the, she was the best in the Desmond episode. Yeah, that was, that was my favorite Zoe. Yeah, she was the one who put the idea of the, to the fried Desmond's brain, mm-hmm. which I ran with for a short time. Oh, Zoe, and uh, and Saeed let her live. Saeed did let her live. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Zoe, you know, she's uh she's a uh, on the scale of new season six characters, she's not. Not too high, but as far as Widmore's crew, the people who weren't Widmore, she's, she's number one. Yeah. She, but she's his number two, I forgot. She's his number two, which means he's his number one. <laughs> yeah. Um, but more than more than Seamus. Oh, Seamus didn't do much. She did more than Seamus. Yeah, she he wasn't that great at all. I I also liked her little routine with Sawyer, where oh her her intro was yeah it was obnoxious but it was it was fun to watch. And the I'll never forget I was going to visit my boyfriend in Guam. Oh, hold it right there, honey. Hold it right there. (laughs) I'll believe a lot of things, but I won't believe you have a boyfriend in Guam. No, 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 no. That's that was a that was a great Sawyer thing. Yeah, love that, love that. Yeah, no, it was it was uh, it was irritating in its own way, but uh, but I liked it. So I'll give her credit for that. But yeah, 
fairly uh fairly insignificant character. Mhm. Um I'm not surprised they just kinda got rid of her. Like that. So I guess she's not gonna go find those pockets of electromagnetism <laughs> with Jen, with Jen's maps, huh? I guess not. <laughs> I can only assume that they were gonna do something like that since they came over with all that gear. Yeah. You know, but it does look like they're not going to do that since I'm saying they're both dead. Maybe do, maybe the maybe the maps actually um maybe somehow they reflected where the source was. The light cave. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's one of the spots on there, and they were, you know, they uh, needed help trying to find it or, or something. Trying to figure out which part or, it was or something, yeah. 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 I think that's the general idea. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think Desmond has something to do with the source. Yeah. You know, my general my general uh, thing, what they're going to do with Desmond, the only thing I can think so far is that they're going to put Desmond down in the cave like Locke went down in the cave. Mm-hmm. And and since he can resist electromagnetism, then uh, part of me thinks he's just going to become like the anti-smoke monster. Yeah, yeah, that's the uh, yeah that's the wind uh, monster. I don't know what that looks like. <laughs> so I guess he wouldn't be a monster. The wind angel, or I don't know what to call it. I'm the vacuum monster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he sucks in the. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's, I mean, I think the whole idea of Desmond can survive, you know, close encounters with electromagnetism. I feel like the only way they can go with that is, you know, putting Desmond at the source. I mean, that just seems like, mm-hmm. that just seems like the only reasonable thing to do with that idea. Or or the, or maybe I said this before, he, he, he grabs a hold of Locke and takes him back down to the source. Ah, that would be, that would be another way. In that way, and and maybe Desmond doesn't even survive, right. but he survives long enough for Locke to be for Evil Incarnate to be put back into its place. Right. Somehow he can hold him in there or something, something that the other people can't do. Yeah. You know. Yeah, because he was supposed to make a sacrifice. Mm-hmm. So you know that would be that would be a sort of a sacrifice. Yeah. Um. Because yeah, I can't. As much as I almost want to see it. I can't quite imagine Desmond becoming a becoming a an anti smoke monster. He's done everything else. <laughs> he's had visions of the future. Yeah. He's uh time traveled, his consciousness. Yeah. Would would would, would anti smoke monster be that much of a stretch? I guess not. <laughs> For Desmond at least. You're right. You're right. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, that can only come to two months, two smoke things, wind things fighting, and but, yeah. you know, that's just a weird thing to watch. Yeah, they're really gonna give us a smoke monster battle at mm-hmm. the end of the show. <laughs> I think neither can grab hold of the other. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they keep reaching, but they're both smoke. Yeah, they're both just particles. What are you going to do? Trying to slam you into the wall, and I can't even... Yeah, that's 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 a tough one. But it would be amusing to see them try. I, I, I think Desmond will... will uh... In a vague sense, I think, I think Desmond's definitely going to do something with the source. He's, he's going to... It's going to be vital that he can get near it somehow... And, mm-hmm. you know, Locke is going to try to go there. So, 
it's I you know you know, God, I wish I could say something definitive on the episode before the last one. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm still just like, eh, I don't really know exactly. I have a vague sense of where they're going, but the specifics elude me completely. All right, well, you know, I think we've uh, discussed this scene pretty thoroughly. What else you got? Um... Let me see here. I think that's it. I think we covered it. All right. We hit all the all the all the key points. Um Okay, well, next scene. Um Hurley leads Jack's crew to Jacob by the fire. Jacob says hello. Uh Kate verifies that uh Jacob wrote Said's son and Jen's name on the wall. Jacob apologizes that they're dead. Kate wants to know, so Jacob offers to tell Jack's crew what they died for. Why he chose them. Sorry, my sentence kind of leads... Oh, I see. And then he'll tell them everything they need to know about protecting this island, because by the time this that fire burns out, one of you is going to have to start doing it. Lost. Oh, wait. <laughs> that is enough for a lost. It totally is. And this is not even the end. <sighs> not the end. Um, all right, so this is this is the scene that was <laughs> six seasons in the making. Yeah. Um, yes. The, can- the remaining candidates talking to Jacob. Yes. Wow. At last. We'll just, we'll just... We'll just enjoy this moment for a second. A fireside chat with Jacob. Yeah, yeah, didn't predict that coming. Me either. I wondered how they would learn stuff. I didn't really see how it was going to be. I guess I more imagine Jacob appearing to Hurley and him having to translate. Mm-hmm. But I think this works better. Totally. Um. All right, so... I guess they keep they continue this conversation more. Um but uh Yeah. Yeah, this is just kind of the intro. Yeah. But it's all it's all out there. Um uh that that's sort of the setup for the for the scene yeah. for the later scene. I guess we just I don't have much to say till we come back to the next scene. Well yeah, me either. Okay. So we'll just we'll go to the next scene, which is actually not the continuation of this. Um, yeah, we'll come back. We go to the uh, flash sideways. Locke visits Jack in his office. Locke sees a picture of Jack's son. Locke recaps their subplot this season, all the way up to Desmond hitting Ben. Uh, Locke suggests that this is happening for a reason, and that uh, Jack is supposed to fix him. Jack thinks he might be mistaking coincidence for fate. Locke says, call what you want. I'm ready to get out of this chair. Jack smiles and nods. Ooh, that was a quick scene. Yeah. Um, all right. So, you know, I was a little surprised at Jack's response um, to Locke illustrating all of these coincidences since Jack 
you know, the last couple of episodes, when it was Jack's turn, he was he was pretty quick to piece it, piece all the coincidences together. Mm-hmm. And I thought, okay, well, they'll be at the, they'll be pretty much at the same point here, realizing the coincidences might mean more than just a series of coincidences. And, yeah. And Jack was like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> Yeah, he didn't. He didn't. I mean, what did you think? I, I didn't think he was swayed enough about Locke's point about the coincidences. When it's like, Jack, you made the same argument before yourself. You know. What do you mean? Well, like when he told um, with like like when he's talking to uh, to um, to Bernard and he's saying, okay, it's a coincidence we're on the plane and stuff like that. And I just, it just seems like he was getting closer to realizing the coincidences were not coincidences. And then Locke comes in, who was a big part of all this, and says, hey, look at all these coincidences. And Jack is like, oh, it's 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 a coincidence. It's not fate. <laughs> I don't know what you're right. saying, Mr. Locke. Right. Right. You know, he's got Claire, who was just on the same flight with him, who's his dad's illegitimate child, living with him. You know, like, come on, Jack, let's uh, let's step it up here. But you know, yeah, I think. Well, first of all, I think they wanted to use that line again. Second, I think they, I think they want to, they want to sort of go back to the original. Jack Locke saying with Locke saying this is happening for a reason. Mm-hmm. And Jack, I mean, Jack is, Jack is very gently doubting it. I mean, he's, it's not quite, not quite the same as, uh, as the Island stuff, but, uh, mm-hmm. uh, but, I, but I do think they wanted to, they wanted to echo that, that kind of stuff. And, and so, so they sort of have to have Jack take that, position even though you're right he has been he has been sort of realizing the coincidences pretty consistently um, yeah i mean didn't he have a whole speech to Locke the last time they talked about that i forgot what he said to him exactly but i thought he illustrated the coincidences to Locke. or did i make that up yeah that hallway scene when he's telling Locke, i need you to practice letting go i thought he mentioned all the coincidences there i I don't think he says anything about the coincidences. Oh, okay. I think he just he just says that uh he he mentions their meeting at the airport and how what Locke said was good for him to hear, so he's telling Locke to let his dad go and I don't think it's about the coincidences. Oh, okay. I did like Jack's uh, reaction, though, when Locke tells him the coincidences, and then he, Jack thinks, are you saying that I sent this man to run you down? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because from what Locke says, it was like, that seems like the implication. Sort yeah. of. I, I, I'm glad that there's there, there's an alternative viewpoint to what Locke is saying that, that Jack picks up on. Yeah. You know? At the same time, I'm dismayed that Jack didn't pick up on the real viewpoint. Mm-hmm. That it's not coincidences. Right. Right. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't occur to me that you could interpret it that way. Mm-hmm. Like he really wants him to let go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He sent this man to come, just make me. You know, you want to fix me so bad. You hired this guy to come hit me, and then like, you know, all this stuff, and then send him back to beat up my teacher friend. And yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be really crazy. 
Um, but I think they're I think they're trying to give Locke the arc of going from where he was at the beginning of the season. I mean, it's been a week, but where he was at the beginning of the season. <laughs> um, you know, talking about how there's no such thing as miracles, and you know, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna. I'm not going to get out of this. Yeah, I thought he was going to sort of put that, a little bit of that. I mean, this is his point, of course, but I thought he was going to say that too when, or add that that detail in too when he he tells Jack he tore tore up his card the next day. You know, I thought he was going to say why he did that, not just, oh, well, I'll decide to throw your card away. Yeah. (laughs) No offense. (laughs) You know, I thought it was going to be like, you know, I I, I threw your card away because I I didn't want to, you know, invest in a miracle. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and then he says all this stuff, and then he can come back and say, "Well, now I think it's fate." You know, right? Yeah, yeah. But, that's, um, that's sort of what I expected. Or yeah, that's sort of what I read into it, even though he didn't say it. Yeah, he didn't say it, but that's definitely what's going on, obviously. Um, and yeah, I, I know they're trying to, you know, they're, you know, Jack, Jack is more doubtful, skeptical, and then Locke is the man of faith here, sort of in this scene, but. Uh, it's just weird, like, you know, like I said before, because Jack was sort of on the path to believing just before. Yeah. I guess I want to say the idea is that, you know, it it is more the earlier Jack. Um, I think it's going to be easier this time than it was, but but I do think this is is more like original Jack, and so it's just going to take more for him to get on board. Whereas mm-hmm. Locke, Locke just, you know, goes with it, per, you know, m- more quickly. But that's the thing. Jack just seemed like he was already on board. Like, the whole, you know, drive to try to figure out what's wrong with Locke and fix him, you know, I, I thought that was predicated on the fact that he, he thought something was going on. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, I, I see what you mean. You know, and I thought it was going to be more about this time, Jack is going to be the one who convinces Locke to have faith, which Mm -hmm. he kind of did. But then when Locke came back to say, hey, it worked, Jack is like, what worked? Right. Nothing worked. I didn't do nothing. Mm -hmm. But anyway, nitpicking. Um, But yeah, I did like Locke's final line of saying, "Well, call it whatever you want. Uh, I, I, I'm ready to get out of this chair," and that's exactly what Jack wants to hear. Yes, yes, and they're finally delivering on that plot line that I thought they were going to do for sure, and then I thought mm-hmm. they weren't, and then I thought they were again, and then I thought they weren't again, <laughs> and now they're back finally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jack's uh, Locke's getting on board now. My problem is, is he going to do it that day? Like, when is he going to do this surgery? Like, it seems like the the plot ends that night. Mm-hmm. So, like, how are they going to how are they going to work that in? Like, I I don't I don't see yeah, where it fits because I feel like he's got to do it. You know. Well, maybe maybe it's enough that Locke wants it done, and then maybe something will happen to Locke. Maybe he'll get hit by another car or something, and he'll just miraculously be able to walk or something crazy like that. Oh, okay, okay, I see. I see what you're saying. Time time wise, though, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe like, whatever I'm... Desmond does, it, you know. 
Yeah, he. Did. I mean, he he can't do it that night. He's got to pick up his father's coffin, and he's got to go to this concert. So, <laughs> well, exactly. Jack's busy tonight. Um, exactly. Yeah. So I'm like, are they gonna go in the operating room like right now? Mm-hmm. Like, because I, I just I don't see you know, and it shouldn't be an easy surgery. Like I I I'm just trying to see how they're gonna make because I really feel like this concert is the culmination, and so yeah, I just I don't know, I don't. I don't know what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me either. Because I feel like they have to pay this off somehow. Yeah. You know? And if the concert's the end, then, you know. I mean, I don't think the concert's going to be the end. I mean, I think that'll be pretty... I, I think they'll be all done with the concert within the first hour of the finale. Really? Yeah, oh, I think there's going to be plenty more stuff going on afterwards. Oh, I, interesting. I don't, yeah, yeah, I don't think the concert's really the end. I think it's the next big step, but I think it's where they make a pivotal choice, but I think we need to see the re- results of that choice, whatever they decide to do. Okay. Yeah, so I, I think there's some time after the concert. Um, I don't know if I, – but I don't know if that means the story is going to sort of be over that night anyway or the next day or week. or They can do whatever they want, man, you know. It you know it's it, it it is building towards the concert, but um, I think there'll be some stuff after that. You know, I don't okay. think that'll be any close to the last scene or anything like that. Okay, okay, yeah, my theory sort of depends on it being the last scene. <laughs> you what theory? Uh, well, the theory I haven't mentioned yet. Oh, okay. I don't really have much. Of, it isn't a big elaborate theory. I actually. What are you saving it for? Now. What? What are you saving it for? Oh, I was just going to save it for the end. Oh, just the very end? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just, um, to, just to sort of incorporate everything in the episode. Okay. Um, I want to say uh, Terry O'Quinn has one of the most expressive faces ever. Like, especially in this scene here when he's talking to Jack, like, there's, there's one scene, one or two parts where he just, like, smiles, and his, just, his whole face just, like, lights up, like... He's just got such a, you know, when they cut to a close-up of him, like, he's he's just got so much character to his face. Yeah. I agree. I, I noticed that. He's really doing a lot. Yeah, yeah. He just, he smiles and, like, you know, 20 different parts of his face move, <laughs> you know? Like, yes. Eyebrow goes this way, this mm-hmm. thing goes that way. Like, it's just, yeah. Yeah. He's got a really expressive face. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. Like, he's, you know, everybody's playing sort of two versions of himself, but he's playing sort of a variation on original lock and then, like, the ultimate bad guy mm-hmm. at the same time. And, and they're both diff- – they're very different. Yeah. They're completely different kinds of characters, and you can easily tell the difference between the two, even just facial expression-wise. I hope he's happy he's stuck in there. I, I know he was unhappy with Locke's character in that middle period. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I wonder what his take is now that he's, you know, now that, you know, he's gotten to play has come so far. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I imagine he is. I mean, I, I think he got, he got a big payoff and got a lot of good stuff to do. I think he was really frustrated with Locke during season two. Yeah. Yeah. When, when Locke it, was very frustrated. Yeah. When Locke was frustrated. <laughs> I think he, yeah, he just kind of took, took on, his character's, you know, problems. Because mm-hmm. it was just, yeah, Locke was just, 
Vlach was, Vlach was frustrating during season two. I mean, that was just that was the worst time for him, I think. Yeah. He made so many errors, and he got crazy in season three, but at least he wasn't, like, just, you know, shut up in a thing and, you know, whining about the button all the time. Mm-hmm. The button. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was, you know, and the whole thing where he punches Charlie, and it's just like, oh. Oh, man, for taking the baby, for taking yeah. Aaron. Yeah. Oh, that was great. Charlie had that coming. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Uh. Anything else with this scene? Um. Let's see. Again, I. Uh, uh, I I I really like I really like the idea of this subplot, and and again, I really like how they're playing with the. With the stuff that they, with the, you know, I mean the, the fundamental Jack Locke thing that, mm-hmm. that the has, symmetry of what's going on here. Yeah, that has just driven the plot of the original timeline the way it's being mirrored, and there's this. It's very, it's very satisfying to see an alternate timeline where Jack's going to actually do surgery on Locke and let him walk, sort of in a scientific way. Mm-hmm. Instead of you know the miracle of crashing on the island, yeah, you know I, I like that kind of alternate. Well, I think uh, you're assuming Jack can fix him. Yes, I am. What if, what if Jack can't fix him? Have you considered that? No, I haven't. I just <laughs> I, you know the way he walked in, looked at that dural sack for two seconds, was like I got it. Like I just I, got it. I, I totally bought into the idea that Jack can do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it never even occurred to me that he couldn't. Well, I don't know. Maybe he can't. I mean, maybe obviously, I, I feel like he can. It didn't occur to me he couldn't until two seconds ago. Oh, okay. Uh, but um, I'm thinking, you know, may, what if that 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 that? And not that they have a lot of time left, but um, you know, what if that is important for Jack's character? You know, this idea he's supposed to let go. Um, slash has what it takes. You know, uh, you know. I wonder if that means anything in terms of his dedication trying to fix Locke. Like, you know, maybe he should let it go that he needs to fix Locke. <laughs> oh, while on the same hand, he needs to fix Locke. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just thought it'd be interesting if he if Locke gets into surgery and or, or Locke wakes up and, and, uh, and, 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 you know, Locke is like, you know, Jack is there and Locke is waking up from surgery and, and Locke is like, you know, uh, I, I'm glad I trusted you, Dr. Shepard. And then Jack is like, I'm sorry, I couldn't fix you. <laughs> wow. Right. Wouldn't that wow. be, I don't know. I'd like to see that just, just for the drama of, of you know, look at Locke's face when he he puts his trust in Jack. And sorry, I thought I could fix it, but the you know your drill sack was uh, there were more complications than when I got in there, and I just you know yeah. But you said you could fix me. That doesn't matter now. I don't know what the response would be. You're but. writing a scene. <laughs> I am writing a scene. I got to tell you, I never, you know, as listeners know, I never got to write any lost, uh, lost scripts during uh, the actual show. But it's not too late. 
It's too late. I, I'm not gonna bust anything out before right Sunday. Yeah. Oh man, right the finale of my ass. Um, uh, but I do. I will say this. I am very interested in writing some sort of some sort of lost uh, fan fiction afterwards. You know, I was thinking earlier we were talking about Rosinski and Kelvin mm-hmm. and, the, and the Swan Hatch, and I'm thinking I'd like to write something about that. Yeah. I'd like to have some up, you know, like stuff that we didn't that that's in canon, but we didn't actually see. Right. You know, if I could find stuff like that to to do some little little fiction about, I, I, that would be pretty fun. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think there's there's something there. Yeah. That that would be that would be nice. That's the kind of thing. Stuff like that is good for. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, I just yeah, I just want to put it on the table. Maybe you know, maybe Jack can fix Locke. I, I think he can, but um, yeah, you know, there's there's always room for twists. <laughs> yeah, there are. I guess what what I foresee, rather than I couldn't fix you, is a little scene where Locke uh, looks at his foot and wiggles his toe, and we get that we get that scene from uh, Walkabout. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's sort of where, where I and see then, it going. And then Jack says. All I could get you fixed was your feet, but your legs don't work. <laughs> Lost. <laughs> Lost. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I could just I could only make it where you could wiggle your big toe. The rest of you still paralyzed. <laughs> it's enough, Doc. It's enough. <laughs> it's the first step. No, technically it's the first toe. Um <laughs> Now it's lost the comedy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just getting silly. All right, you ready for the next scene? It is getting silly. It's getting late. Um, yeah, that's what I think. <laughs> uh, I think. I think so. Um, let's go to the next scene. Um, so, yeah, so now we're back to where we left off with those guys. Yes, yes. Back to Jacob. Uh, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Back to the island. Uh, Hurley asked Jacob why he brought them to the island. Jacob asked, sorry, Jacob, <laughs> Jacob says he made a mistake and now everyone might die. Jacob's mistake was the monster. He made him that way. So he asked Jacob why he's messing with their lives. Jacob says they were all flawed in some way, like him. Jacob uh, thinks they needed this place. Kate asks why Jacob crossed her name off. Jacob says she became a mother, but says she's still up for the job if she wants it. Jack asks what the job is. Jacob tells him to make sure the light doesn't go out. Wait, did he mention the light yet? Okay, now I feel like I'm... No, he's mentioning it right there when Jack says, what's the job? And then Jacob says, there's a light at the center of the aisle. Oh, he tells him there's a light. Okay, sorry. I I guess I'm just skipping that because we know what the light is. Okay. Jacob tells him to make sure the light light doesn't go out. In particular, they have to protect the light from him, meaning man in black. Jacob says they must do what he could not. Jack infers that means kill the man in black uh, and asks if that is possible. Jacob says, I hope so. Hurley asks how Jacob will pick uh, his replacement. Jacob says he wants to give him all choice. Kate says, what if none of us chooses it? Jacob says, then this ends very badly. Jack steps up and says, I'll do it. This is why I'm here. 
Jacob makes sure the jack is certain and says, good, then it's time. Whew. All right. Well, there's one or two things to talk about here. One or two. Sure, sure. Casual um, So I don't really know where to start, much like Jacob. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, so, 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 lost boils down to <laughs> the island's protector making a mistake, and I think that's interesting because there, there, it's one thing if the whole idea of the show is, which is this is this is true, I think that you know Jacob that the island island's protector needs to find replacements for his his or herself. And so it seems like to me you can have, you know, that's that's the impetus for loss right there, right? Like just that idea is why you'd have people come to the island. But on top of that is this idea of this mistake he made by basically creating the villain. Yeah. Uh and and so what I'm confused about is I guess the island we'd need protecting either way, mm-hmm. but but what we have here is Jacob making it sort of worse than it than it had to have been. Yes. Um, and I guess you know at best if he never if he never uh, put put his brother down into the 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 source, um, then his brother would just remain human, and at some point would have died. Yeah. Uh, or I guess not. What am I saying? He, the mother gave him powers, um, right? Or I kind like of don't think so, but it's possible. You kind of don't think what? I don't. I don't think the kids had powers. Okay, so the kids. Well, okay. I only say that because she, you know, she gave him that power. They couldn't hurt each other. So I didn't know what else she gave him. Oh, uh, I guess but, I saw that more as a rule that they had to follow rather than a power that they had. Like that to me, that was her power more than theirs. Well, I just mean it's it's some some supernatural force that affects them. Like, yeah. Because because it would be like, you know, someone tries to kill the other and they physically can't do it. Like that's, I mean, that's not a you know, proactive power. It's sort of a defensive power for the other person. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, it just seems to me it's strange that, uh, oh, okay, anyway, so when they're adults, though, so are you thinking, like, Jacob would have just lived for an indefinite amount of time because he's a protector and his brother would have, man in black would have just died? Yeah. At some point? Yeah. If he hadn't okay. thrown him into the light and made him the smoke monster, yeah. Okay. Um, then maybe that would have been a better outcome. I think so. I definitely think so. <laughs> Since that's uh, that's the whole problem on the show right now. Yeah, it's just weird to me that that the whole show comes down to Jacob making a mistake. Yeah. On top of just the idea that he needed to find replacements, which is a big part of the show. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, I didn't really even realize that was a mistake. Mm-hmm. I, I thought it was like... You know, I mean, maybe he overreacted. It was a punishment. It it didn't really occur to me that that was such a major mistake. Well, in hindsight, it is because he yeah. created a monster. Right. Right. That's what I just said. Um, <laughs> yes. Literally, you know, created literally. a monster. So yeah, I mean, I mean, you get it's a mistake in that sense. You just mean 
that when he did it, you mean in terms of mistake when when he did it? Yeah. I, what am I talking about? I I'm trying to say when they Explain showed yourself. it. When they showed it, I just didn't get the impression that Jacob had made a mistake. <laughs> like it just it just seemed like. I don't know. It seemed like, oh, that's weird. I, I don't know. Maybe he just didn't realize at the time how bad well, it was going to be. Yeah, he didn't know. I, I, I'm not convinced he knew what would happen when Smokey yeah. went down there, when uh, his brother went down there. Yeah. So I think that's that's what the mistake was. It's like, yeah, I got created a monster, and uh, and he realizes that that was that was a problem. I guess what I'm saying is just that I personally didn't. I didn't really realize that that was the takeaway from that mm-hmm. until mm-hmm. Jacob said it here. Like, I, yeah, I didn't really understand that that was kind of a, a point. Yeah, of 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 that. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean that's that's sort of what I'm illustrating here too. Is like it's a separate issue. Yeah. From just what's going on in general, what would have happened anyway with Jacob presumably needing to bring people to the island to find replacements. On top of that. He created this, uh, this this evil incarnate thing, right? Uh, and Soria has a point of saying, "Why do I have to be punished for your mistake?" Mm-hmm. You know, and he said, uh, "Yeah, okay, so can yeah, can we talk about the next part here?" Okay. Where he says, um, "He says, what made you think you could mess with my life? I was doing just fine until you dragged my ass to this damn rock." And Jacob says, "No, you weren't. None of you were. I didn't pluck you out of any happy existence. You're all flawed." Uh, so I'll just stop right there because um, the next part is a little different. Uh, but I'm thinking, Jake, because this is what we were talking about plenty of times is, you know, who is Jacob to think he can do this and blah, 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 mm-hmm. and bringing these people to basically die and not really tell them why they're here and all this stuff. And he tries to give an explanation, but it's like, you know, you came to Sawyer when he was a kid. You know, like, what, you know, horrible existence was he had, you know, like he didn't have the chance to do anything, you know. And it seems like the explanation we had before, well, I guess this is from Locke, from Man in Black, you know, from what he said is, you know, Jacob was influencing these people, you know, for a long time. You know, sort of, to me, saying whatever crappy existence that he did pull them out from, he was partly to blame for that, for screwing with them in the first place. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe he wouldn't say it, maybe he wouldn't have the explanation, maybe he was just watching the whole time and he wasn't actually influencing their decisions. Um, but I gotta say, you know, he, he, his explanation doesn't, doesn't cover the fact that, you know, later he says, I want to give you the one thing I was never given a choice, but they didn't have a choice to come to the island, which is the first thing, you know, which is something else he didn't have, you know? So it's, I don't know. I just, I'm picking apart his arguments here, but it's just a little weird to me that, uh, that on one hand he's saying, you guys didn't have a perfect life. And, you know, which, yeah, that's true, but it was better than, com- you know, I think better than coming to the island to potentially die for no known reason. And then number two is he wants to give them a choice now, whereas he didn't give them a choice to, you know, to come to the island or do any other stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. So basically I'm saying is I don't think his arguments have a lot of validity because they're full of holes. Okay. But, so that's why I stopped, because the next part, I think, makes a lot of sense when he says, you know, I chose you because you were like me, you're all alone, you're looking for something out there you couldn't find, you know, and that part, I think, is, you know, I can definitely agree with and and understand his rationale for picking them that because of that. Um, and then his last line about, I chose you because you needed this place as much as it needed you, 
I don't know what that means, but I'll I'll believe it since he said it. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. You know, I don't I don't know what that means. But um, what did you think about his his explanations here? I think this is, you know, yeah, valid or not, I think this is what we get as Jacob's rationale for picking these people. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. This is what we get because that fire burns out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he, you know, chose them because they were flawed and they needed something. And so, you know, that 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 works for me. Um, I, you know, I buy it. I, I agree. I mean, so, I mean, I'm coming down. He doesn't have – he's – he can't really defend that he has some kind of absolute commitment to giving people choices in every possible way. I mean, that's certainly not the case. It seems like it comes down to he's going to give them the choice to accept his position. That's, that's sort of the choice he didn't have specifically that, Mm -hmm. you know, not like I'm going to give you choices all around in general. Well, no, I agree. But, but I think my point is, the specific choice he didn't give them, which is also a specific choice he didn't have, was to come to the island. I mean, that was a yeah. that's the that's the that's the first bit that makes everything possible. You know, it's great he wants to give them a choice to take the position, although he's saying if no one takes it, everyone it just ends badly. So you know, how much of a choice is it there? They get to choose who's going to do it, but they can't choose all not to do it, basically. Um, and uh, but that's my point is he didn't give them a choice to come to the island. So it's mm-hmm. like I'm glad you're giving me a choice now, but that's years and years and and you know of, of trauma later from the initial uh, availability of the choice to come to the island. Right. I just want someone to tell him that. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, mean, no I, I think yeah, it's you know, it's a very. It's a very – they want to get across the idea that he gives people choices, but at the same time, he brings people there. So, mm-hmm. those, you know, those things are, are kind of contradictory. But I, I think I, my takeaway is just that, you know, is just that he's, he, he's, uh, he's into offering choices sort of within his limits, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, that's, that's it. It's not like I want choice for everything all the time it's you know with, yeah. within this within this specific range of, of options i'm giving you i'm giving you a choice you know that's that's sort of that's sort of what it comes down well it seems to. like he's only he's only ever given them one choice which is this choice here i mean specifically him giving them the choice not you know some opportunity where they can make choices yeah yeah. Like, what other choices have did he has he given them? You well, know? he hasn't ever talked to them before, so it's sort of I don't know what kind well, of not even, really say to that. Yeah, well, that's part of it too, right? <laughs> he didn't come tell them what was going on, so that is part of it. But I mean, it, or you know, an example of a situation where you know they they have a choice between something, and and we know like Jacob is setting them up or something, you know. I mean, as far as I can tell, when they've been on the island, they've been making their own choices. So, I you know I don't know what else to. Yeah, they've been making their choices. That. that doesn't mean Jacob is giving them the choice. Or is that just no? Semantic? I'm not saying he's giving them. What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, you know, within within limits, he's allowing them to make their own choices. Okay, so but that doesn't mean limits? he has to specifically propose certain things. I mean, he's, you know, he's bringing them to the island 
and, you know, for for the most part, just letting them do what they want to do. Mm-hmm. And then at this point, you know, he approaches them and gives them the specific individual thing about replacing me, you know. I don't understand what the problem is. <laughs> I guess my my point is, the the first point in which he should have given them a choice when it mattered was whether or not they got to the island. Okay. That obviously is explained by the fact he needs to find candidates. He's not going to, I don't know, you know, and then, of course, he's not going to tell people what's up when they get there. Yeah, and again, that's what I'm telling you. Like, he's not he's not committed to choice absolutely in everything. With It's within limits. You know, he's going to... He's going to set up a specific situation and put them in a situation mm-hmm. and then give them choices. That's sort of the... I just feel like the only time he's obviously given them a choice is right now. I, I mean, I just think that's ridiculous because he hasn't, he hasn't influenced their decisions for the, the run of the show for the most part besides bringing to the well, island. Yeah, that, well, that's number one, right? I mean, but the fact that they're there means they don't have certain choices. Well, that's you know, the fact that they point. have to... I'm saying within the limits, he brings them to the island. I mean, so, so, he, so given that he brings them to the island and they're there on the island, mm-hmm. why are you saying, I mean, wh- where's the point where he's not... Like I said, maybe it's semantics, but I feel like there's a difference between them having choices to do what they want which is, you know, I'm going to side with these people or I'm going to find food now or I'm going to look in this hatch or I'm going to whatever. And and then there's a difference between that and and Jacob giving them a choice, giving them an opportunity to to sort of choose certain things. Maybe that maybe I'm trying to split hairs here. But I feel like when, you know, when opportunity that, that there hasn't been opportunities where it seems like he's actually giving them a choice. It's more they've just, you know, been having certain limited options. What I'm saying is that he's not he's not stepping in at every stage on the island and saying, do this, do that. Mm-hmm. You know. So you're saying the the lack of instruction is, is choice. Yeah, I mean that's basically what you want him to do. Like you want him to step back and let them choose everything. You know, so that that would be the ultimate sort of version of that. And so what I'm saying is he doesn't do that, but he he does it up to a point, you know, up to I'm going to take you to the island. He gives them a choice up until the – until what? Um, what do you mean I'm going to take it to the island? You mean until – He doesn't until give them the a choice island? about coming to the island. Uh-huh. But, but, but up, to, up to that point – I mean, he doesn't even really give them a choice whether or not – you know, they can leave the island. I mean, yeah, they do leave the island, but they have to come back. You know, I feel like there's a lot of times when they, they really don't have choices. Re- real choices. He didn't maybe, tell maybe, them maybe they, they have to, the, Maybe they have the illusion of choice or something. He didn't tell them times. they had to come back. I mean, that was their decision. Well, it makes it seem like, the show made it seem like they did that, that that was true. They needed to come back. Well, I think they did, but I mean, he didn't specifically tell them that. You know, and they 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 worked to try to go back to the island. I mean, it's different from the plane crash. Yeah. You know, they were trying to go back to the island. So I, I mean, I think I'm going to put that on them more than I am Jacob. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, they definitely 
they definitely had opportunities where they were making their own decisions. Like I don't know. Like I said, maybe maybe I'm. If you don't see anything wrong with it, then I'm, maybe it's just me. It's not that I don't see anything wrong with it. I'm just saying that I'm just saying that I think Jacob's commitment to choice is limited. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not a it's not an absolute thing for him. It's not. It's not. I'm just going to give you the widest range of choices possible because I'm just I'm just a fan of choices in all things all the time. He does want them to do certain I'm just saying even things. when it matters, it seems like they don't really have a choice. So I'm not saying he needs to give them choices in every single thing. I'm saying even when you just look at the big things. Like what? Well, you know what the stuff they do on the I don't know maybe maybe I feel like having having limited choices is not giving you a choice. You know you can die or you can live. Well, I guess I have a choice, but which am I going to choose? Okay, I'm going to choose to live. You know that I guess that's what I'm saying, and maybe it's just semantics, and I'm just nitpicking or something. But I just feel like the, the, this idea the, the, there's two major opportunities, right? One is, that that really really matter. One is coming to the island, and one is um uh you know uh, being the being choosing to be the the protector and you know the first one he didn't give them a choice obviously we know why and the second one i agree he's 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 given them a choice to choose the the opportunity to choose yeah other stuff i feel like they were stuck in these situations where they had yes they have the, the decision that they can make but um but you know the options are so limited that it's like well what are they realistically going to do so I guess it's like to me. I feel like a lot of it was the illusion of choice. I guess, but I don't think he's responsible for all those situations. I mean, well, he know. is because he brought him there. Okay, all right. I mean, I, I think I think you know the. I mean, so you can you can that that's one way to look at it. I mean, sure. If you want to hold him responsible for everything that happens once he brings to the island, yeah, because I think that is his that is the way he does things. It's I'm going to bring you here. And then I'm just going to let you fend for yourself. Yeah. Basically. And if you want to say that that's giving them no choices at all, okay. I don't really agree, but that's, you know, I mean, if that's, if that's sort of. They just don't have, they don't, they don't, most times they don't have, they don't have any, any choice in the larger sense about their, their circumstances. Okay, I can be over here on the island when people attack, or I can leave, or I can be over, you know, I can go do this with this group when they go do something, or I cannot. Those are definitely choices. Yeah, yeah they're very really small they're, ones. I don't. They're, I don't yeah, they're 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 definitely decisions denied. that they made on their own. But um, yeah, it's it's all predicated on the one choice that they didn't have, which was come to the island. Yeah. 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 Right. So I yeah, it's it's just it's um it's I I think for Jacob the idea is supposed to be that you know he feels that's important enough that he's willing to sort of kidnap them in some sense. Mhm. And he tries to choose people that he thinks sort of needs it, you know, it'll benefit them in some way. I mean, that's sort of the best he seems, you know, that's what he seems to be willing to do. Yeah. In terms of trying to no, make it, I, I guess I just thought his his you know I, I don't I don't have major problems with his with his uh, his um, you know 
the uh, his his motives here and what and his perspective on his motives. But I guess I guess my point is, I, I want it I wanted some more objectively you know uh, a, objective answers to to why he would do this. You know, and like I said, the, the you know character wise, it definitely makes sense. The stuff about him choosing people that were like him is a you know big sort of revelation in terms of his motives and yeah and and what his character is like all that stuff is good but it's just you know it's the other little stuff that's just like well you you're making this big deal about giving them this one choice when you didn't give them the first choice that would have mattered you know so that's just I'm just picking on that yeah yeah no that's fine I mean I think that's a perfectly fair point I was just I was sort of trying to explain what I think what I think is really going on with Jacob and choice. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't deny that he, he is limiting their choices severely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I it's, it's, I, I think for me, um, for me, the big thing is that he's flawed. He's a human being in a way. And, and he admits it, you know, and it's his mistake they're paying for in some sense. I mean, he's not, he's not perfect at all. Mm-hmm. You know, and so so he is culpable to a certain, to a large degree, even for a lot of the bad things that have happened to the people. And so I, you know, I think I think with the way they portrayed him, that's, I mean, it's crappy for Jacob, but I think it's you know it it makes sense. Yeah. You know, because I I don't need to I don't you know I don't need to worship Jacob. I don't need him to be perfect. He is kind of an ambiguous character. I mean, I he's sympathetic, but you know. He he is responsible for a lot of bad things. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh, let's see what else in this scene. Okay. So the thing about Kate, um, she, you know, she brings up why her name was crossed off. That was nice. He oh. says, because you were a mother. And I was like, jeez, oh, really, guys? That's why? It's that simple? <laughs> Jacob is sensitive to mothers? So it made me yeah. think, okay, how come son, you know, how come Quan wasn't crossed off if it's supposed to be son and Jin? And then it made me think, well, maybe it's, like I said, I always thought it was Jin. Yeah. And to me, it almost proves it. It's like, it seems like he should have half crossed the name off or something if, if right. their son was anywhere to do with, with the Quan being on the wall. I know, and I, Kate specifically asked about son and Jin, and mm-hmm. I really wanted to be like, no, it was Jin. Exactly. I thought I thought he was going to clarify which one, and he didn't, which makes me think that they just wanted us to be unsure about who it was, but yeah. either or both. And it was in... Jacob seems to think it's both, yet... He didn't cross the thing off right. when son was a mother for a long time. Yeah. Right. You know, so... so that, um, that makes it seem like it's Jen. That makes it seem like it's Jen. I agree. I agree. Um, you know, even though he was technically a father, he wasn't um, He wasn't playing that role. He wasn't actually taking care of the kid. And, of course, Kate wasn't technically a mother. She was playing that role. Mm-hmm. You know, she was doing the important part. Yeah. <laughs> You know, rather than just sort of generating a a, a human being in your body. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's it's a very simple, you know, sort of classic loss kind of explanation. You know, totally. Jacob it's has, just a line of chalk in a cave. Yeah. Um, why did Why did I think it was a magical line of chalk in a cave? <laughs> My fault. I'm the I'm the asshole, right? <laughs> 
I know when he said that, it was like, oh, really? That's all it is. That's all it is. So he didn't have any paper. And he's even he's even like, you can have a job. Yeah, and it's like what? It's like what makes what makes Kate ready to have a job? Because she's still alive. Yeah. Guess so. And like she's it there. seems like if any it seems like if any if any of the candidates had still been alive, then it's just like it's almost like a gauntlet. Like you survive this long, and now that the clock is sort of artificially almost up because I created this monster who's the closest he's ever been to leaving. Right. I gotta I gotta decide who it is now. I just it seems like. I mean, obviously, with Jack, it seems like Jack went on a specific journey to get to this point to take control, to take yeah. charge. But it doesn't look like Jacob had, uh, you know, was really waiting to see whom of the candidates. Uh, can I use whom there? Who of the candidates? Uh, I want to use whom for some reason. Uh, which of the candidates? That's probably <laughs> the right one. There you go. Um, uh, which of the candidates? Um, you know, sort of progressed enough to to warrant being not crossed off the list. But now it just seems like, well, whoever didn't die warranted mm-hmm. not being crossed off. Yeah, and he didn't cross off for some other, you know, personal reason, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so, yeah, uh, it's, it's uh, you know, so Jack's been on the journey and, like, it's, totally appropriate that he steps up to me but yeah i think as far as i can tell if jack was just like ah eh, and someone else was willing to step up i think he would have accepted it Mm-hmm. you know so yeah so i don't know well that's the word from jacob so what are you gonna do yeah yeah uh so jack's little line here he says uh you know I'll do it. This is why I'm here. This is what I'm supposed to do. And Jacob's like, is that a question, Jack? And I'm thinking, did it sound like a question, Jacob? <laughs> Sounded like a man who knew what his purpose was to me. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, no, it was, it was – so is this the thing Jack is supposed to do? This is what it was all about, the whole lighthouse stuff and, and everything with Jack on the island, like, Jack was supposed to realize that he was supposed to come to the island to be his protector? I think so. Okay, so the thing he's supposed to do, he, he's done. It's not yeah. like something else. He's got to defeat Smokey. He's got a X, Y, Z. You think he did the thing he's supposed to do? Well, I think he is supposed to do that, but it it just looks to me like... Or at least the, that this is the first step that he was supposed to do. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, it's, it just seems like the lighthouse and the idea of Jacob was watching him and he was there for a reason and 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 then him saying, this is why I'm here, I, it just seems like that connects really well with the, uh, yeah. with the, with the lighthouse, with the idea of what he saw in the lighthouse and what he took away from it. As it seems opposed to, me, to like defeating Smokey, which it seems like isn't isn't necessarily something he would take away from the lighthouse. Yeah, but I gotta say, being the Iron's protector is something that's a bit of a stretch to take away from the lighthouse too. Um, you know, that's uh, you know that the, the talk of Jacob and all that um, stuff right. was, was you know the talk of Jacob and all that stuff was sort of around and. You know, and maybe he had the idea of Jacob being the island's protector or something. I forget exactly who sort of knew that that sort of idea. 
but uh, besides besides knowing Jacob, but knowing that he's the protector. Um, but um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if Jack would would have grasped that that idea if Jacob didn't just tell him, <laughs> or you know, present the idea to the group that someone needs to take over. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, I think I I can see Jack seizing on the idea. Yeah, he realizes this is it. Yeah, because of the experience. But yeah, you're right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he can't be told what it is. He's got to find it himself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's got to figure out that he's here to protect the island. Like what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that sounds that sounds weird. But I guess I guess I feel like it's uh, it almost doesn't work. But it's sort of like he had to come to a point where he would be willing to accept this job. And it's sort of not about, mm-hmm. not about the specific thing of I'm going to protect the Island, but sort of, uh, uh, believing he was there for a reason and mm-hmm. being ready to accept what that reason is. Yeah. You know, I, that's the best I can do is sort of make that something he can actually realize for himself instead of having Jacob. Tell him. Yeah. <laughs> He definitely had to realize he was important and yeah. he was there for a reason. He just needed to find out what the reason was. Yeah. So Jacob told him. And when, when Jacob tells him, <laughs> but then he's prepared to step up and take it. Yeah. Because he actually believes it. So, okay, well, um, and then we got the next scene when he, the actual ceremony. We have You didn't describe that one yet, right? No, I didn't. That's, okay. I, I took that as a sort of separate uh separate scene uh, all right well what else you got for this scene this here? does this does set them up to kill uh smoky so uh-huh uh-huh we'll Again, see yep. how that goes i was surprised jacob didn't mention desmond um <laughs> so why would you tell him about that <laughs> it seems like that's gonna matter mm-hmm. um but okay whatever i don't know if jacob knows about desmond uh we may never well, know he has to because Whitmore told told uh, Des, uh, Jacob told Whitmore to bring Desmond. Oh yeah, that's right. Because he's the first. Don't don't forget about that, buddy. All right, that was this episode, wasn't it? Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry. You're right. You're right. He does. I guess they already know, so he doesn't really need to tell them. But uh, well, well, he needs to tell them what to do. He I needs think. to tell them what to do. That's <laughs> yeah, which is not his thing, but not his thing at all. But they. They they know they're supposed to get Desmond at least. Yeah. Um. That's that's step one. I did want to bring up. I I know this is digging into the archives. Um, but uh, two things. Two things. Um, well, fuck. You know what? Maybe. Uh, hold on. Sorry. Sorry. Um. Yeah. You want to do this next scene? Yeah, let's do the next thing. Okay, I, I have a comment, but I think I want to save it. Um, Jacob takes Jack aside. Um, Sawyer, Kate, and Hurley look on and comment. Uh, Jacob tells Jack where the light is. Uh, it's uh, by the bamboo area where he landed in the pilot. Jack hasn't seen it before, but Jacob tells him he'll find it now. Jacob asks Jack for a cup which he uh, gets. Jacob picks up some water and says an incantation, and he dips the cup into the water. Uh, He gives it to Jack to drink. Jack asks how long I have to do the job. Jacob says as long as you can. Jack drinks the water. Jacob says, now you're like me. Sawyer looks on. 
All right. Yes. Yes. So, given that uh, this little ritual was a was was sort of uh, you know it was it was water instead of wine and mm-hmm. it's, I don't know what he said but I assumed it was something different than what Mother said. Um, again, I feel like they just make this up. <laughs> like the protector just needs some sort of ritual uh, ritual transfer of power, and that's sort of how they effectively make the transfer. But I just I just don't believe it matters what they're saying. <laughs> Since, uh, well, it clearly doesn't. It doesn't matter to the show what they're saying. But mm-hmm. since they had him mutter under his breath, a little in like I really took it to be the same thing. Like I just took it that he only did that because he saw his mother do it. I mean, why else would he do it? You well, know, but, yeah, I mean, that's where he I, got it from. And I, like I said, I think she just made it up. <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe it'll just yeah. be a mystery if it matters. I just, yeah. I just can't see this mattering. I don't think it matters. Oh well, okay. I mean, I think it matters sort of. I I think he has to do something, and it it, it so, just like, think, so you think he couldn't transfer his? He couldn't make Jack the 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 protector unless Jack drank something he did an incantation over. I'm sorry. I'm gonna have to say yes. All right. I I really think that 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 matters. I mean, they they've shown it twice, and it's consistent. I mean, it's the same kind of thing. So it just it seems like that's the way you transfer power. I, if he did it a totally different way, I would I would more say it doesn't matter. Yeah, but you got to admit it'd be weird for him to do it a different way. It's just that's not the way he was shown it worked. Yeah. So he'd have to independently come up with like okay, you know, he'd have to try to transfer it to someone else just to see if that would even work a different way. So it's like I wouldn't expect him to do it a different way. I think the fact that he does it the same way to me means that he just got that from his mother. But to me, it doesn't to me? It's, so it's only one instance of that being proven that works. It doesn't mean that that's the only way it works. I feel like if he took Jack out into the water and baptized him or something, did an incantation over Jack being dunked or something, that would work. Or you know, I just it just I don't know. That's just my own view of just like I just can't believe like you have to drink something. It doesn't matter what you drink. You just got to drink something, and it's just like really, like what if you didn't have a cup or you know. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and then can I drink out of my hands? Is that enough? Like, there was, yeah, on on there was there was a whole business of Jack finding the cup at the beginning of the episode that was cut. And, oh, uh, there was a long discussion about it on Jack's beard about why did he pick up the cup? What's up with the cup? And they don't even show it. He just he just gets it out when he needs it. But so uh, you're saying there there's a scene that was at the beginning of the script that they didn't shoot or they shot it and it's a deleted scene. They it's deleted. They didn't show it. And so I'm confused on why they were confused since they knew that. They they just didn't buy Jack's motivation for for taking the cup. Oh, in the first scene. In the first scene. They're saying why does he have this cup? Yeah, why does he want to take a cup with him? Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Besides the fact he needs it later. Besides the fact that he needs it later, exactly. Yeah, I see. Okay. Exactly. And they just didn't show it at all, so it's sort of like, whatever. Yeah. It ended up really not mattering. But, uh, uh, yeah, um, I, you know, as far as I'm concerned, sure, it doesn't matter. I'm just, 
you know, I'm just taking what they give us, and uh, I conclude from that that, um, I mean, I feel like you have to do something, and maybe it's just tradition that this is the way they do it, but I think, you know, I think it does something, and so, you know, as far as I can tell, that's just the way you do it. Uh, maybe some other way would work, but, you know, and that's fine with me. I, just, I guess it's sort of like, ah, I'm okay whether it's, whether it matters or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, I tend to well, just believe, like, I tend to just kind of buy into the, the, the ritual. After this one, the first one I was skeptical of, but after this one I, I buy into it more. Yeah. Even though, even though you have a positive argument that he just learned it from her. Yeah, because I mean, if Jack does this later, what is Jack gonna do? He's gonna he's gonna do what <laughs> what he saw what he saw Jacob do, right? I mean, he'd be crazy to do anything else unless he knew something else would work, which yeah. means he'd have to test it out on somebody else. Yeah. So it's like it's just hard to say this is a trend when it's based on the same thing. Yeah. Now um, I'm not saying like in the, like within the story it's a trend, but I think writing wise, that's what they're showing us. Mm-hmm. You know. Same thing twice, and so I, I just I, I think even though like internally in the story it it it, it doesn't necessarily mean anything, I, I still feel like they've they have repeated the thing. Yeah, but I mean, even writing wise, they would they would need to repeat it, right? Because it would make sense that Jacob would do what his mother did. So even again, the character going level, internally, like I'm saying, just just from what they're showing us. Okay, well, I'm, then I'm confused on what you're talking about then. But, but you mean based on what the show is showing us? Yeah. But isn't that based, aren't they showing us stuff based on the characters? Yeah. Yeah, but My what point I'm saying is, is like, legitimate you're, you're sort of going is... into the world and saying, here's why I don't think this matters. Yeah, because I'm saying even if you step back out of the world, what they show us should be predicated on on what's in the world. Right, but I'm saying that's not necessarily true. They're, you know, they can write whatever they want. Totally, totally, totally. But that's what I'm saying is, is my whole point is because we've we've I we've can't tell out because logical flaws in the scripts numerous times. You know, oh, so, totally, totally. So like, logic doesn't mean that's what they are intending to totally. get across. My point, my point is, they could have taken this opportunity to to have Jacob do something completely different and then that would be the show showing us two different ways and then making a point between those two ways. But if they if they showed, you know, since they showed Jacob doing this thing, you know, if the show is saying this is the way you do it, right? At some point they have to be thinking about the character. They have to go into the world with the character and say, okay, why is the character doing this? Uh, and the fact that they show I, the same thing to me is like, well, to me, I don't know if they're making a point or not. I don't think they always necessarily do that. I mean, I think sometimes they have characters do and say things just to make the point they want to make. Yeah. You know, regardless of, you know, why that the character know that. Right? You know, I mean, they've had several examples of, you You know, this character never learned that. Why are they saying this? You know, and it's it's because of the you know it's because of the external. I agree. Kind of I, I, yeah, but, but you view. see in that example, then the character stuff doesn't line up, right? Yeah. Okay. What I'm saying is the character stuff lines up, 
So that's why I feel like it's hard to tell if, if they're trying to make a point yeah. or not because the character stuff actually lines up. Yes. If the character stuff didn't line up, then I would say, yes, they're making a point about it's different. Yes. So that's what I'm saying. Even if you step back and say, okay, what is the show telling us? The void of the world, it's hard to tell because it, it does follow with the characters, with what the character would do. Anyway. Well, but see, you're you're sort of imposing an interpretation on it. What do you mean? You know, which is which is saying, you know, here, here's sort of here's my explanation. I mean, I think it's a plausible one, but you know, Jacob Jacob is just imitating what he saw his mother do. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't. Well, what else would it be? I, don't, I mean, I, don't I guess have the an alternative, but like they never told us that. Okay, yeah, totally, totally. I mean, I, I'll give you another idea. The other idea would be that he just instinctually knows what to do. Sure. That could be. That could totally be true. Sure, which is, which is I agree, a weak answer. I mean, your, your answer is perfectly logical. I, like, I, don't, I don't know why I'm making a big deal of it. I just, to me, it's just sort of the kind of thing that um, it's just weird. It's just weird, like, to make a point of this ritual if it doesn't matter at all, like I just I find that very bizarre. I, it's hard for me to believe that that's I really guess, what's going yeah, on here. My, my, I'm okay with is, you saying that, and it's fine. Like if, even if that's true, I don't even think it matters. But like, I, I, it's just really weird to me if it's like this is just some bullshit that they made up. Like, okay, well, yeah, that's my point. Is is fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter. Like I said, I I just feel like, you know, my own theory is, you know. The way we we haven't seen examples, clear examples of how their powers work or where they come from and stuff like that, and you know, um, you know, we've seen we've seen things like okay, Jacob touches you, you know, he touches Richard, and okay, now Richard doesn't age, okay, stuff like that. Um, you know, I'm just I'm just theorizing here. You know, I'm just saying maybe maybe it doesn't matter how he transfers power. This is just one way to do it. Maybe yeah. there's other ways to do it, and since. You know, we didn't see how Mother figured out how to do that. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm trying to I'm trying to gather how would the characters know what to do. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I guess like I said, either by example or they just intuit what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't matter either way. I'm just you know, it's just something to discuss. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's that's fine. I I'm just. I, I just I was trying to I was just trying to explain my point of view that that I feel like it I you know yeah whatever I it's I'm I'm not that firm on this I just you know I, I weakly think that it matters okay you know and so I, so I was just trying to I was just trying to explain sort of why why it looks that way to me even though you make a perfectly valid reasonable argument for why it doesn't matter. Which I, which yeah, I know. My, my point is not that it doesn't matter so much as I just find it hard to tell either way because all we've seen is somebody do what we saw somebody else do. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to say, okay, well, that's the way to do it. Right. So if we saw something, if we saw something sort of, you know, very, very different – then I would definitely conclude that it sort of you can just kind of make up your own ritual, I guess. Yeah. Since we saw the same thing, 
I mean, I don't think we're going to get the chance to see it again. I mean, this is something that happens very rarely. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm going to go with sort of the two two cases prove the general phenomenon because that's all I got. You mm-hmm. know, I agree. It's, you know, it's pretty, it's not much. Yeah. All right. Um, anything else with this scene? Uh, yeah. Um, first of all, it's kind of amazing to go from Shepard wasn't even on Jacob's list <laughs> to now you're like me. Yeah. <laughs> Says Jacob. <laughs> um, I that's that that whole thing still is weird to me. And the other thing is, you know, Jacob Jacob says he picks them because they were fraud and, you know, they were alone and they needed stuff, right? And then, you know, I remembered this line that Mikhail had in, in season three where he's he's walking with Saeed and and Kate um and Locke and he tells them that they weren't on the list because they were flawed. That they were not? Yeah. You you are not on the list because you are flawed. Because you're oh, angry oh, oh. and weak and frightened. <laughs> That's such a weird statement. It could go two ways. They're not on the list because they're flawed. Not not they're not on the list because they're flawed. If that makes any sense. I don't know. So he's saying he's saying if you're flawed you can't be on the list. It's yeah. a it's a list of perfect people. Yeah. What what what's the other way? Well the other way I think is 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 you're not on the list because you're flawed, meaning, you know, they what was I thinking you meant? I don't remember now. Okay. What did how did you phrase it? You said he the, said Mikhail the, says you're not on the list because you're flawed. Yeah. I don't know. To me, I, when I first heard of that, I thought that meant uh, I can't I can't think of what I thought, but something something to do with the fact that they are flawed, but but they're just not on the list. Versus the list being a list of perfect people. That makes sense. Um. Uh. No, I'm still confused. So you you're saying it, it doesn't matter. I get your point. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we need to go into the, the wrong thing I had that you were thinking. Okay. Okay. I get your point. So he so he told them that they are flawed. Therefore, they're not on the list. Yeah, you're not on the list because you're flawed. It's a whole speech. It's a whole mm-hmm. thing. Um, and that's an idea that goes back pretty early. The whole thing with the others, and you know, uh, how they take the good people, and 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 you know, Goodwin telling Alice, I killed him because he's a bad person," and you know, mm-hmm. that, that's that's. You know, that's an old sort of others. And I know there's a distinction between the lists that the others had and these candidates that Jacob chose, you know, although I do think that list was supposed to be Jacob's list. Mm-hmm. But okay, mm-hmm. whatever. It was sort of more like a list of people to kidnap or people to take into the others or something. But it just seems like flat contradicting what Jacob's saying here. <laughs> like the exact opposite. Yeah. I chose you because they're flawed. Not you're not 
you're not one of the chosen because you're flawed. Well, surprise, surprise, Mikhail didn't know what was going on on the island. <laughs> he's on a very long list of people. It's just kind of amazing to me, particularly because he's a member of Jacob's followers, mm-hmm. that, that he, is, he actually has it exactly wrong. Yeah. Why Jacob chooses people. Yeah. You know, um, so I just, I don't know. It's, it's weird to hear Jacob say something like that because it's just not, it's so not the impression I had back in mm-hmm. season three. You know, when we originally heard about Jacob's list and the people on it and, you know, it, it just, it seemed like a totally different thing back then. Yeah, totally. You know, that's a good observation. Yeah, so I, that's, that was, that was a part, since this is like, I mean, I feel like this is what we get about why he picked those people. You know, it's not, it's not totally specific, but it's sort of the, the idea that, you know, the idea that they had these, they had these flaws and this sort of need for something else and somehow the island needed them back and, you know, that, that, that's sort of what we get. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a big thing and I just, I wanted to, I don't know, I wanted to see how it, how it fit in with what they told us before about, you know, who were the chosen ones. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, the other well, problem is, I mean, Mikhail didn't know about the candidates. True. So I think that's part of it is that, you know, whatever was up with the list he's referring to, it's not, you know, like you said, it's not the same candidates list, but right. it, it definitely is, you know, still like the idea that um, Jacob, Jacob wanted the flawed people. Matter right. of fact, they're all there because they're flawed, aren't they? Like, did he bring anyone to the island who wasn't flawed? <laughs> Ever, you know? I doubt it. I mean, yeah, it's one of the the other thing. It's like when Jacob says that, it's like, well, you could just bring anybody to the eye. Everybody's flawed. Who isn't flawed? It's sort of ridiculous. Like, I I mean, like, I sort of like the idea, but at the same time, it means, it almost means I just picked you among the oh so many flawed people I could have picked. Yeah, which it seems like he did. I mean, he did bring a lot of people to the eye. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it was a lot of people. You're the only ones who survived. <laughs> yeah. Therefore, exactly. you deserve the job. Yeah. But if you die tomorrow, then you don't deserve the job. Right. So there. Right. <laughs> yeah. Deserve's got nothing to do with it. All right. Um... So, um, uh, I'm anxious to see what's going to become of Jack, the new Jacob. Yeah, I'm interested to see it, too. You know, it, the transfer of power went so smoothly, and, and it was so, who wants to do it? I'll do it. Uh, I, I'm expecting some hiccups in this plan. I'm expecting. I don't. I don't think. You know. I, I'd be a little surprised if the show ends with Jack being the protector. I think the fact that he stepped up to the plate so fast, with three other candidates sitting there, we might be in for a last-minute upset somewhere somewhere along the way. Really? It's the season series finale, man. Anything's possible. Okay. Okay. You know, to me, it's the same. You know, when 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 Lost has a plan, 
<laughs> you know, when the lossies say we have a plan, how many times does a plan usually just go according to that plan? No, I know. I mean, well, I, I still think there's a lot of stuff that has to happen. I mean, this, I don't think this is the end of it. Mm-hmm. You know, although I do wonder what the ramifications are. But I guess to me, Jack being the protector, just it just seems inevitable. It seems right. I the, yeah, I, I agree. It seems it seems really, really perfect and uh, and very fitting. But I think that's the kind of thing they might throw a curveball to. Yeah, uh, I guess they could. It would, oh, man. Well, you know, we'll find out. Yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting thought. I it never even occurred to me. I really just thought this is it for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to be about what do they do now rather than like who's the real candidate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see. Um, Next episode. Yes, oh, so soon. I also wonder, I don't think this is going to matter, but I'm just going to throw it out there. Now Now that Jacob, now that there's a new Jacob, can mm-hmm. Man in Black change shape again? Mm. I, it would be nice if he could. I'm just saying. Yeah, I'd imagine the answer is no. I know. Um <laughs> And I also thought we'd have some some scene after this where when 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 Jack becomes the new Jacob that that man in black would sort of re, you know sense that transfer of power has has occurred, mm-hmm. you know something like that. Yeah. Because again, like if he you know to your point of wondering if he can change shape now, it's like well he's got to first realize Jack is in control. I think. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I guess yeah. Again, like you just said, I thought he could feel it or just. You yeah, know. I thought he could too, and I mean, he definitely felt when some of the candidates died. Yeah, and he could tell like some of them were still alive, or at yes. least not all of them had died. So right, maybe we'll get that next next episode of him realizing <laughs> maybe. that Jack is in control. <laughs> okay, yeah, I mean, he'll definitely find out. Obviously, yeah. they'll meet, but I mean, in terms of him just feeling it or something right, beforehand, right, right. right. It was just when you said that, uh, it sounded like speculation about some possible future. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, I agree. Because <laughs> uh, I do think, yeah, with the, you're right, the sub, uh, with the sub thing, it seemed like they were really telling us he can somehow, he has some kind of connection to the candidates. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so it would stand to reason, I think, that maybe he would know that someone's I mean, to me it almost means game over like Jacob was the one I guess Jacob you know Man in Black may, maybe will try to kill Jack now like he did Jacob or something but you know Jacob was keeping Man in Black on the island it's almost like well now they got Jack you know I don't know seems like problem solved but I, obviously that's not true so we'll we'll see you know where that goes. But I was just going to bring up, if it's true that he could change shape again, that's another way we could see Christian again, although it would be smoky Christian. Uh, yeah, that's not good enough. I know. <laughs> although yeah. I liked smoky Christian, but he was different. Part of me thinks that there might be two, you know, there's, there's sort of two things at play with Locke getting off the island and Locke getting, wanting the power, wanting the source. And it's, it may be, maybe the deal is, that he that 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 the island's protector is supposed to protect the source, but but maybe you know uh, maybe mother's whole thing about Locke not leaving is something separate, like tied to the protector, but it's not specifically the protector keeping him there, but but really something else 
that, you know, because she says you'll never be able to leave, you know, and it's like, well, why? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm wondering if, if they're going to be splitting those two things up more than they sort of already are. I see. I, I guess, yeah, I was sort of thinking of the conversation in Aberturno where Jacob says, I'm not going to let that happen as long as I'm alive. Let him leave? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but the mother said he couldn't leave even before then. You know, well, when yeah. she was, when mother was around, she says, you'll never be able to leave this island, like, you know. Yeah. It just, it made me think the same way she made it where they couldn't kill each other. She made it she where did, they can't leave did, the island? Well, Jacob laughed, but somehow <laughs> made it where, where he couldn't leave or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And then, of course, it became, you know, that that was recent. But before that, we were thinking, of course, he couldn't leave until, you know, the idea was he couldn't leave until he had a body. Right. All reasons you have lock and stuff like that. And so I'm just wondering if they're going it, to, it, it just seems like it's diverging, you know, like it's not necessarily just the protector of the island who is keeping him there. But, you know, the protector of the island might just be specifically to protect the source, not specifically to keep him from leaving. Although that's important if you don't want the rest of the world to die. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think, I mean, I think the job of the protector of the island is to protect the source, mm-hmm. which is why it's called protector. I, I think, I think keeping man in black on the island is something I, I, I mean, it, you know, Jacob seems to be saying that he's, he's doing something to make that happen. So, uh, so I take his word for it and just assume that uh, that's something he did because he thought he should do it. And it's it's not it's not necessarily part of the job. Okay. So, huh? So does that mean you think he like? So it's not necessarily part of the job. So Jack could choose not to stop him from leaving. Like it's not like it's not like. Uh, if there's a protector on the island, Smokey can't leave. Right. I don't want to say that because I, I feel like he should have a chance to leave or it's just sort of, you know, I mean, I guess then maybe you want to say he has to kill Jack too or something to leave. But yeah, I, I feel like, I feel like he, uh, he could choose to let him leave. Okay. And then Jacob could have too. If he wanted to, and the, the mother saying you'll never, I, uh, I'm not sure about that. I, 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 I'm not sure if that if that means. If she said I made it where you can never leave the island, I would definitely say that's what that is. But I, I, I feel like she's telling him that because she wants him to stay there. Mhm. And so I'm not sure if that's supposed to be a supernatural thing. Well, that's a grand thing to say. <laughs> Whoever told you you could leave the island was wrong, and you can't leave. But it, I don't know. It's just so muddled with the fact that, you know, there's consequences for him leaving later in life, you know? Yeah. 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 I want to believe that in some way he could leave. That it's not, like, Im- literally impossible for him to leave. <laughs> Yeah, see, I just, I just thought we were always working on the assumption that, you know, he can't leave if, the, if there's a protector of the island still alive. Like, there's some force that keeps him there. You know, like a warden keeping a prisoner there. Like, 
as long as someone's alive on the island being the protector, mm-hmm. he just can't leave. Yeah, yeah. I that that might be true. That might be true, and it might just be that he has to kill them to to leave. Yeah. I mean, that's what he was trying to do with the candidates. That's been the modus operandi so far. Yeah. But I also think that Jacob, you know, Jacob would willfully, would not willfully let him leave, even if he could. So. But is that a power thing, or is that he, he's going to, you know, institute some actions to keep him from leaving? Right. Well, that's a good question. I don't know that. I don't know that. Because they, they didn't make clear, you know, what he meant. So yeah, it's it's hard to tell. Uh, it it might be specific actions. It might be supernatural. I I, I wonder how far they're going to take it with Jack because we we really don't know what Jacob can do. Mm-hmm. So Jack Jack doesn't either. Yeah, Jack doesn't That's either. That's what I wanted to know is like how does he know what powers he can use or have or do or what's his limitation? What his limitations are and yeah, you know. I mean, one thing I feel comfortable saying is Jack will stop aging. He'll mm-hmm. just kind of be on the island indefinitely. Um, uh, beyond that, I you know I don't know. Um, I like that Jacob said, "Now you're like me." Um, a little bit different from what his mother said. Yes. Uh, but I, I, it was nice to clarify what she meant by that. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we're not the same. We're just similar. Right, right. Um, she was she was punching it up a bit. Yeah, but yeah, oh, mother. I think I think it does help clarify. And again, I say she wasn't a smoke monster. Yeah, I don't, I don't that she was not a smoke monster. Not a smoke monster. Yeah, no. I hope no one thinks that. Okay. Yeah, I, it's just uh, it's a theory. It's out there. Yeah. Uh. uh all right. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. I think we'll get to see something on this in the next episode. Maybe. I don't know. I think next season I'll come back to this thread. <laughs> this really is big enough, seemingly, to really do a lot more than one more episode, but that's what we're getting. So, uh, so here we go. Um, and I think Jack's going to protect the island for one more episode. All right. I'll buy that. Uh, he may, at the end, still be the protector, but, you know, that's all we're going to see. So we'll see what they do. Um, okay, so are you ready for the next scene? Yeah. All right. Next scene, flash sideways. Sawyer says goodbye to the prisoners as they get taken to county. Kate tries to get Sawyer to let her go, but Sawyer refuses. Uh, I'll just continue because that was a short thing there. Um, Kate, Saeed, and Desmond ride in the van to county. Desmond says it's time to leave. Saeed thinks he's crazy. Kate asks him what he did. He tells them. Desmond asks if they want to get out of there. Then Desmond asks for their trust and says that after they stop, he will ask each of them to do something. And he makes them promise. They do. Then the van stops and Anna Lucia asks for Desmond's and then for his friend with the money. Desmond assures her he's coming. We see Hurley's yellow SUV. He gets out to give Anna Lucia the money, and he recognizes her. He gives her the envelope. Oh, I said it. She leaves. Desmond says she's not ready yet. Uh, Hurley points Desmond to the Camaro. Uh, Desmond goes with Kate. Hurley goes with Saeed. 
doesn't give Kate a dress and says, we're going to a concert. Kate is confused. Going to a concert? What's confusing about that? <laughs> Never heard of a concert, Kate? <laughs> is that what's going on? What's that? What's concert? a concert? <laughs> Where am I? All right, so okay, so we got we got Kate trying to uh, convince Sawyer to let her leave. She can be very convincing when she wants to be. This might be one of those cases where she wants to be. I think she does want to be. <laughs> uh, and it almost seems like it's working. I don't know why, but yeah. But, uh, and then she tells Sawyer he doesn't seem like a cop. It's like wow, this is like a bad thing to tell a cop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did love his line, though. He goes, doesn't matter. Still can't let you go. I'm a cop. <laughs> <laughs> really emphasizes that cop. He does. Yes. Uh, but uh, you don't seem like a cop to me. Yeah, it was almost like, well, if I weren't a cop, mm-hmm. I'd let you go. Why not? Yeah, exactly. I mean, he'd never be in that position, but... Yeah, she's sensing, she sensing the uh, the bad boy side. You know, real quick, i got to say, how come Kate and Sawyer haven't recognized each other from the alternate time? Oh, another yeah. another good question, yeah. Yeah. Exactly, like, they have a way bigger thing, I think, than the other characters who have those. Yeah, I mean, Kate even... Moments. Kate and Jack even shared a moment, a yeah, very slight I mean, moment, but... Um, yeah. But yeah, she and Sawyer haven't done anything, and uh, it's like, man, if you know. But again, you know, he couldn't remember what she looked like, you know, after three years, and uh, <laughs> couldn't remember her face. Yeah, he called her freckles, and he didn't. He couldn't remember why. <laughs> <laughs> what was I thinking? <laughs> why did I call her freckles? I don't know. Can't remember her face. I'm so crazy. <laughs> Uh okay, so Desmond's whole thing, man, it's so great. It's it's you know, anytime a character is orchestrating some big plan, it's always fun to watch. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He blew me away. Uh when Desmond got arrested, I was like, Man, that looks bad. Mm-hmm. But why are you doing that, Desmond? That's a bad idea. But mm-hmm. yeah, then he pulls this shit off and it's like, Okay, well you're more together than I thought you were. I really, uh, I really had no idea he was actually going to bust him out. Yeah, yeah, I totally thought when he said, you know, w- you know, uh, the driver knows where to stop, but when it happens, they're going to need your truck. I thought he was going to, you know, fight. They're going to fight their way out or something. Me too. But no, Anna Lucia is on the take. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ouch. Well, yeah, we I guess. Cop. I guess she didn't even meet him before. They must have just talked on the phone or something. I don't know how he organized this, but she didn't yeah. apparently even meet him in person. Yeah, it's like he made a deal. It's like he made a deal with somebody else, and they just they just sent her to drive them. Mm-hmm. She's just like, yeah, who doesn't? She doesn't okay. know anybody. Explain this line to me. She says, where's your friend with the money? You know, speaking about Hurley, talking about Hurley. And he says, and then she says, otherwise I'm going to have to say I shot all of you trying to escape. What is she going to say anyway? 
Oh, I see what she's saying. Like, if your friend doesn't come with the money, I'm going to shoot you. Yeah, and I'm going to kill you all. Yeah. Okay. I'm just confused on what she's going to say anyway <laughs> when she shows up with a van full of no passengers, empty, no prisoners. Yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully that she shows up to a place with a bunch of other corrupt cops and they split <laughs> the money or something. Cause, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, a hard one to explain. Definitely. Yeah, because I, I, I thought she was trying to say something like, I, I sort of got what she meant, but then I thought she was also trying to say, like, I'm going to tell them you escaped. You know, I thought, like, that would be her alibi. Like, oh, no, they, you know, I, they, you know, she, go, she goes and fakes a bruise or something, and they beat me up and they left, something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know what she's going to say. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Hurley comes right on time with the money. Again, Hurley's money coming in handy. Yes. Yes. And Hurley is totally willing to just go, like, break these people out of jail for Desmond. All for true love. <laughs> I guess. All it took was one crazy hot blonde. <laughs> crazy comma hot. Oh, wait a minute. Which one is it? <laughs> What's the other one? Like, one word? Yeah, just... That she's crazy hot. Crazy hot. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Versus crazy comma hot. Right. She's both, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he's just gonna he's just gonna bust them out. Uh, he even brings this. The Camaro has a cameo. Like, jeez. Oh yeah, the fucking Camaro. The. Mm-hmm. Let's make a fresh start and have hope, and it'll drive the car. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's, uh, that's, I didn't really realize that's what that was. It was like, oh, it's a Camaro, so what? Yeah, okay, that's what that Yeah, no, it's his, it's his old Camaro. He's got, he's got two big cars, that, that yellow thing and the, and the Camaro. Well, and his third one is the Dharma van. Oh, the Dharma Hurley's, Hurley's the driver on the show. You're and right. He's got three, he's over three cars. He's You're right. He comes to the rescue in a vehicle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. Wow. Um uh yeah, so I just okay, so we talked about this earlier. Um So we don't have to talk about it now. Okay, cool. <laughs> well you brought up that you didn't necessarily agree with me, like I to me, you know, Desmond uh, you know, I mean I guess uh, well, I don't know where they go from here, but he's I mean, he's breaking out you know, Saeed's, Saeed's up for murder. Kate's up for murder. Um, you know, he's getting in deep here. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I I just don't see how are you thinking he's gonna he's gonna sort of recover from this and like try to live some kind of normal life. Like I afterwards. don't think he is. There is no normal life after this. To me, there's no point in doing any of the stuff they're doing unless it's going to get them to the other side, some some meaningful way. And I don't know if that means they're going to transition, they're going to teleport, they're going to merge, whatever verb you want to use. I don't know what it means, but I feel like there is no there is no normal life after this. He's, he's putting he's putting all his money on this. They all sort of are the ones who know what's going on. Yeah. At this point, and uh, and I think that's why it won't matter. You know, because because there's going to be some specific event that that's going to happen because of this, where it it, 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 it he doesn't have to think about his future after after that. 
Okay. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be like they go and explain everything and then everyone agrees and then it's like, okay, well, back to our normal lives. Right. It's got to be something transformational. So now now you're saying that. I thought that's what you disagreed with me about because that's what I was trying to say earlier. Uh, yeah, no, what did I say earlier? I thought, well, I thought I made a similar kind of point, and you said, no, I disagree, and I thought you were going to tell me why here, and now you're just saying you agree. <laughs> no, I said before. I mean, I've I've been consistent in saying that I thought the Flash Sideways would merge or, or have some sort of direct impact with the, with the, with the main timeline. What I, what I was saying was, with where they're going with this plot, I just feel like there's no turning back on this. Like, it's going to culminate in some very drastic ending. Yeah, I don't remember disagreeing with that. I really thought you that. disagreed with that. And now it's just, you sound totally on board with what I'm saying. So I, okay. I mean, I definitely, I remember saying pretty much that same thing before of like, because you were saying, um, yeah, you, yeah, I remember you saying that earlier about Desmond doing all this stuff and, and how is he going to go back. And I don't remember disagreeing with that. I mean... I definitely didn't didn't say, oh, it'll be easy for him to go back to our normal life. I didn't say anything like that. No, you didn't say that, but, like, I made that point, and you said – I forgot what your words were. God damn it, it was too long ago. Well, too bad we didn't record it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's in there. It's in there. You said something like, I'll uh, I'll challenge you on that, or I'll, I'll, I'll take – I'll take a different viewpoint. Like you, you said something that suggested to me that you thought that this. I challenge you to a duel. What did I do? <laughs> I demand satisfaction. <laughs> I slapped you with the white glove. I see. <laughs> um. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Well, I, I, maybe I was I'm trying totally to make a more maybe now. I was trying to make a more nuanced point, which I usually do, and maybe there was some disagreement about that. Oh. But but in a in a larger in the larger sense of oh um, okay maybe that, were, yeah maybe yeah maybe we were we were sort of on talking about sort of slightly different things or something. Yeah, maybe there was some some way I phrased it or some little part of what I was saying that you didn't. Yeah, yeah. But like from what you're saying now, that's exactly what I was trying to get across. Maybe I didn't. Maybe I didn't put it in a way that you liked or agreed with. But oh, cool! It's your fault then. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll accept that. That's fine. I forgive you. (laughs) Okay, thank you. Um, I'll try to. I'll try to phrase things better next time. Give me three hell clods and a. Wow. Wow. I'm the megalomaniac over here. Um, Yeah, no, I didn't mean that. I just, you know, I mean, sometimes I, when I'm stating something, I, you know, I push it or or I say something more specific than I mean. I mean, I don't remember exactly what I said, so. Yeah. There may very well be something I don't agree with now back then. Usually I talk myself into disagreeing with myself, so. Uh, it's uh, it's it, it very well could have uh, maybe I've just changed my mind since then and now what I think I used to think I don't think anymore. Anyway, <laughs> um, uh, the point is to me this is just too much. So I guess my second theory looks like it just died. Of they're just going to end it with a big concert party and everybody's just going <laughs> to have a great time. This is going to be. 
Come on, you, you don't want that to be a big the like, end of loss. I like part of me does want to see that, but yeah, it won't work. No, they're not going to end it with 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 everyone's cool and hanging out at a party. Yeah, that yeah. I mean, now now that I've sort of really taken seriously what they're doing now, I I really think uh, I really think there's there's no way that can be the ending. No, no way. So my second theory is that I, I think I think they're they're you're right they're betting it all on the fact that they're in another universe and I I guess you know they're not you know Saeed and Kate aren't gonna be able to say well I know we're murderers but there's this alternate universe where we're not the same kind of murderers <laughs> so I I I anticipate them going to the concert and somehow, you know, they're all together and I feel like they're collectively going to understand that they have this alternate history. Mm -hmm. And I guess I see that leading to them. I imagine them somehow contributing to the defeat of Smokey. That would be ideal. I think is somehow, you know, somehow that whatever they realize in the flash sideways and then what they do from the realization Directly impacts Smokey's adventures in the in the main timeline. That, yeah, uh, something like that should be true. Yeah, that's that's what I'm imagining. I I can't I can't quite see how it works, but it's like somehow they all get together and they collectively are able to affect uh, what happens. And and I I don't quite see how it works. And I mean I guess it might end up you know they realize that some of them at least are, are responsible for sort of creating this world. And so they, maybe they realize they have to sort of sacrifice what they made to, you know, to get rid of him or, or let Smokey come in there or, you know, whatever. I, I, I but I feel like they're going to play some pivotal role. And, uh, and I like the idea that Chang might be there or should be there uh, yeah. because he might have something to, to throw in about, I don't know, the Island or, Mm-hmm. Something with 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 science that he might know about uh, multiple dimensions or time travel or whatever might be relevant. Yeah. Um, but you know, my my crackpot theory I said a while ago about you know they created this alternate universe and they're going to try to trap Smokey in there. Maybe 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 that'll be something with uh, you know if if Desmond grabs Locke and throw and takes him down into the the light source. Maybe maybe that's a channel to the to the other dimension. And like since it's Desmond, he can like survive it or something. I don't uh, know. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yes, I would love it if somehow that's how they defeat him. They can't kill him, but they trap him over there, and yeah, and then 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 you know all the other then you know the universe is effectively nullified, and you know all the people there, something happens, something positive sort of happens. <laughs> They're not there anymore, and it's just him left in this empty world. Yeah. And then hopefully the Langoliers come and eat it. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> and lost. Who else is going to eat all this? Yeah. Bring in the Langoliers. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I definitely like that idea. I, I think I, I really just think, you know, the Flash Sideways has done a lot of great stuff character-wise, but I, I just feel like it really is leading to some kind of some kind of relevance with the on island story. So yeah. I mean that you know something along those lines is definitely what I what I see happening and uh, it's <laughs> I it, it'll it'll be interesting cuz I just I think you're right there that's the point I was trying to make like they're they're really committing themselves that 
whatever Desmond's mission is, it's important enough to get involved in some serious shit. Mm-hmm. So, I so I just I feel like it's got to be a big deal. So yeah. a, a party's not going to be good enough. Party's not big enough. No, <laughs> it's just not going to work. But I do think something's going to happen at the concert. Yeah. Something, something significant, but it'll be. It, it, it makes me feel like if enough of them realize what's going on, then then that'll be enough to sort of put them back, or. Um, oh, maybe so. You know, I, I I just don't know what the outcome of the Flash Sideways is going to be. I mean, that's an obvious statement. I just, I mean, but I can't, I can't imagine what it's going to be because I don't know if they would be content with them all realizing the truth, and then sort of dealing with that and that universe just continues on but but there is you know there is some connection and relevance to the main timeline but it it doesn't you know the flash sideways timeline is is nullified you know those people somehow still continue to go on um i don't know if they would be just content with that or if they really wanted to to you know at the end of the story there's no flash there's effectively no flash uh sideways universe anymore oh okay Okay. Yeah. I guess I I just that's that's sort of the kind of thing I'm imagining. I just I can't see I can't see the show ending with you know, with Desmond and Saeed and Kate just getting carted off to go, you know, serve long terms in prison. <laughs> well, they don't they don't have to get captured, you know, just cuz they broke the law. It's, you know, look at Kate, she can be on the run forever. Um <laughs> Yeah. You know, they can they can have a nice ending without, you know, getting caught, I think, but uh not that you know, they probably would be on the run forever or something like that. A couple of them, but the majority of them haven't really done anything wrong yet, so it's only yeah. really a couple of them. Yeah. Who works some of which are already in trouble, so. Well, I know. I know. Um but I think I mean Desmond. Desmond's done a couple of kind of bad things, hidden lock and beating up Ben, and mm-hmm. uh, now he's breaking murderers out. Like he's getting in deeper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's. Get, I mean Desmond, Kate, uh, Saeed, You know they have something to worry about. Yeah, uh, Hurley for being an accomplice. Hurley's Hurley's a partial accomplice, so he's got he's got a, some problems, but less. So yeah, I no. I mean not all the characters are in trouble, but it's just. Uh, it seems like a significant number of them are, and yeah, you know, I I feel like that has to. I just can't imagine them either getting caught, like you said, that isn't, or just like we just got to be on the run forever, and that's the end. I mean, I guess they could do that. Well, but most of the characters are fine. Like ninety percent of them haven't done anything wrong. Yeah. You know, so it's like if 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 not that I think this has happened, but just playing devil's advocate. I mean, if 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 Kate goes on the run, no big deal. She she's used to it. Uh, Saeed, no big deal. He can he can be on the run. He can't get Nadia anyway. Uh, Desmond is the big one. He screwed himself. Uh, that might be a price he's willing to pay. Uh, you know, or he could be killed by the end of that. I don't know. Uh, and then Hurley's gonna be an accomplice. But there, everybody else is fine. You know. There's a lot of people who are fine who, if this doesn't work out, their lives aren't ruined. But I, I think it won't – again, either way, I think it won't matter. You know, if the universe comes to a close or not, I, I really don't think it's going to matter. I think whatever happens is going to be transformational enough to effectively – it just it's not going to matter. Like, okay, well, now that we realize this, what are we going to do? Like, it'll, yeah. it'll you know. 
even if they just end there or something and we don't know what happens to them afterwards in that timeline. Yeah. Yeah, they could do that too. Yeah. That's true. All right, well, you know, I don't have a lot of big, you know, I've I've said my big sort of theories about what's going to happen and I don't have any, you know, any more specific guesses about the next episode, I think uh you know, it's hard to it's hard to tell what exactly they're going to do. I think the concert, you know, I almost see this thing of them at the concert and they're all there and and uh, they sort of realize what's going on or, you know, in the, they're in the middle of the, the, the concert and Desmond gets on stage and interrupts. And, mm-hmm. Y'all here for a reason, brothers, <laughs> you know, and yeah, and uh, something like that. And then, you know, then they all realize and I just I get this horrible image of Uh-oh. everything just flashing to white when they all collectively realize what's going on and, uh, you know, something like that happening. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. 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 It kind of, it just kind of reminds me of, you know, the whole like Santa Claus thing of if he's not, he doesn't exist if people don't believe in him. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like if enough of the losties don't believe in that universe, then, then it'll, it'll sort of start to crumble. Oh, okay. You know, he's just got to reach uh critical mass as the, as it were. Yeah. 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 So I I also uh I mean I've I've said the best I could do for what I think's going to happen and I it's it's always hard for me to get specific cuz I never I never really envision specific things happening. I just have sort of these general impressions of where they're going. Yeah. So I I can't uh, you know. I mean, I could say something, but I have no reason to think that it's true. So I'll just I'll just stick with the kind of general idea of Helping to stop Smokey in some way, possibly trapping him over there, possibly giving up their own universe. Um, I think they're all going to realize, and it's going to cause them to do something. But I, I, I think the main thing I, I envision is it tying in with, with stopping Smokey. Yeah, I'm on that page. So, yeah, we'll uh, we'll see. I guess. Um, all right. So, you ready for the next scene? Next and final. And final. We go back to the island. Ben asks Locke why he walks around. Locke says it reminds him that he was human. They arrive at Desmond's well, but he isn't there. They see a rope going down into the well. It looks like someone helped him out. Locke thinks someone helped him out. Uh, Okay. Ben asks what Widmore said to Locke. Locke says he said Desmond was a fail-safe, Jacob's last resort. Oh, yeah, there you go. If he killed the candidates, to make sure Locke never leaves that place. Ben asks why Locke is happy that Desmond is still alive. Locke says he's going to find Desmond, and he's going to help Locke do the one thing he could never do himself. Destroy the island. Yeah, I think that's pretty much my favorite Lost Ender line ever. (laughs) It's a big one. Yes. Yes. I mean, to me, anytime you have, anytime you have a character walk up and say, I'm going to blank the island. Yeah. That's an, that's an episode. <laughs> okay. Careful what blank you, you fill in there. What you, what you fill in there. 
that's uh that's that means it's the episode before a finale. Yeah. So we had you know, we're gonna leave the island, we had mm-hmm. I'm gonna move the island. Mm-hmm. Um, and go now, back to the island. Go back to Was the island. Was that one of them? Yeah. Yes, yes. It's it's something big. The island, and yeah. finally, in the last season, last second to last episode, finally destroyed. Yeah, that was a great ending. Yeah, that was that was ridiculous. It, you know, both times I watched this, it did, the ending totally came by surprise. It's like it's over. Yeah, like this is the last scene. Jeez, it, yeah, it, it just does not play like the final scene, and then it's boom over. Yeah, yeah, it definitely shocked me. Nor- normally, I sort of have an idea they're coming to a close. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, in this case, it was, and it was, it was one of those, uh, it was one of those classic lost endings. Classic, yeah. It's like, oh shit, and we get to wait. Yeah, total big oh shit moment. Yeah, and uh, uh, I mean, this is this is the last one of those. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, you know, they went out with a bang, <laughs> destroyed yeah. the island. Wow, here we are. Here we are. <laughs> and yeah, I just, I just like the, you know, I do like the fact that that was not, you know, I don't ever remember us talking about. Well, maybe Locke wants to kill destroy the island. You know, no. it was never it was never on the table. No. You no, know, he never told anybody he wanted to do that. No. No, I had no idea that was even a goal of his. Mm-hmm. I yeah, it totally took me by surprise. And uh it's kinda interesting because it's like he's gonna he's gonna try to use Desmond to destroy the island, but I think Jack and them are going to want to use Desmond to defeat him. So it's, it's going to be weird if they both want to use Desmond. Classic con- conflict. For different, for different reasons. I guess we put it that way. It is classic conflict. <laughs> this is so crazy. Why are they writing this? This makes no sense. <laughs> it's always yeah, drama 101. It really is drama 101. Yeah. Putting putting two sides directly opposed and Desmond's in the middle. and. Mm-hmm. The fate of the island at stake, yeah. <laughs> the fate of the island and the world at stake. And the world, yeah. yes. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's interesting. I, I guess my takeaway is that he, uh, he initially he really didn't know what Desmond was there for. Mm-hmm. And so it was like, well, I'll put him in this well. Maybe he wasn't allowed to kill him or whatever. Um, you know, then Widmore steps up his game and he's like, go kill him. But once, once Widmore tells him what he's there for, he realizes he can use him. And so, yeah. And so they're, I mean, I'm kind of just recapping what they told us in the scene, but uh, like, uh, it, it was, it works. Yeah, totally. Um, which I'm glad because I was going to be like, ah, oh, he's going to kill him. But it actually kind of fits because he really didn't know what Desmond was doing there. Mm-hmm. And they, yeah, they, that, that was the whole thing about my initial interpretation of the well. When he threw him down the well, was you know he didn't know what to do with Desmond. Yeah, you know he didn't want to just outright kill him, but he he wanted him out of the way until he could figure out what was going on with him. Yeah, and then you know again like you know when when shit was hitting the fan, he told Sa- he told Saeed to go kill him. Like okay, just get rid of him, you know, so that you know. Because he didn't, he didn't want to play it safe anymore. He's like, okay, well, let's, let's make right. sure the other side can't use him. And, exactly, yeah. He knew Widmore wanted him. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think it, it took Ben uh, a couple of gulps in his throat to get up the courage to ask what, what Widmore told Locke, I think. It was a little like asking a smoke monster what the secret was. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, you know, I, I it's it's a little weird. I mean, we don't get the chance to see what happens next, but it's like I want Ben to say, well, but I'm supposed to get the island. Yeah. You're going to destroy the island? Mhm. Yeah, it's like what 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 is Locke going to say to Ben as an incentive for Ben to kill these people for him? Yeah. Yeah. And like, of course he's going to say I'll take you with me or you know, do it or I'll kill you and I'll just take you with me when I leave. Yeah. But Ben shouldn't buy that. Maybe maybe that's the whole point. Maybe Ben was being was seriously following Locke this whole episode, you know, when he when he, you know, turns on Widmore mm-hmm. and all those guys like maybe all of that has been sincere and this will be the point where Ben says, "Okay, well, now I can't even have the island. There's really nothing in it for me. I can't trust that he won't just kill me at the end of the day." Yeah. Therefore, he could, you know, therefore Ben might defect to the good guys. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 At the very least, I feel like it should it should have some effect. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when he realizes even the promise that was made for his service is clearly not going to be delivered. Yeah. So whether he really expected to get it or not, like he really knows he's not now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I I think I think it will matter, and probably probably right. You know, it'll it'll be it'll be a key thing. Uh, going in, I think I think Ben will be able to make that connection. Yeah. <laughs> well, wait a minute. If I'm in charge of the island and there's no island, I'm not in charge of anything. <laughs> yeah, he can make that connection. Yeah. Yeah. It's classic. I do love how Desmond is a failsafe. I mean, you know, oh, yeah. it, it, it's just like slap me in the face, Jesus Christ. Desmond's a failsafe. Of all people, he's the failsafe. The guy who turned the failsafe key is mm-hmm. a failsafe. He is a failsafe now, yeah. Yeah, and it's like, is this was he always able to withstand electromagnetism? Did the failsafe make him able to withstand electromagnetism? Did pressing the button for three years make him withstand it? It's like, we'll never know. But uh, I do, really well. it's just, it's so great that he is the failsafe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's been, you know, whatever the reason is, uh, it's been a consistent thing uh, that they've done with him through the run of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's just such a weird power to have. I, I'm still kind of, I don't know, I still find it strange. I, I think in terms of writing, it's really interesting that they gave Desmond this special quality and not Jack. Mm-hmm. You know, like they gave this other character who's not, He's he's not the main character. This this very important quality, yeah, uh, that comes into play several times throughout the show. And uh, yeah, I mean he's 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 almost more special than Jack. You know, I right. mean I guess he is more special than Jack, but not necessarily more valuable. But just like he's got these 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 crazy qualities that Jack doesn't seem that, that Jack obviously doesn't have. Yeah, um, yeah. He's a, he's a less you know he's a less big character on the show than Jack is. But, yeah. You know, so we we don't know as much about him personally and all that, but yeah, in terms of the the final game here, you know, he he does seem to have have a more importance personally. Yeah. For what I think he a lesser, can do. 
a lesser story would have had Jack have this power and have Jack be the one who's not only the protector, but the single person who has the power mm-hmm. to stop Smokey and then yeah. goes up against the evil guy. And it's like, yeah. but now there's this, now there's three people involved at least, right. you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting. So who do you, who do you think God doesn't know the well? Jack and those guys. Oh, you think they just already been there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just as okay. soon as they talked to Jacob, they went and got they him out. They went and got him out, and put them unless just Cindy after did. That. I mean, you're thinking Cindy did it? I, Who else I got to Vincent. I no, Rose and Bernard. I have no idea. Yeah, no, I, I assume Claire. I assume Jack Jack and those guys have already done it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um. No, that makes sense. I mean, they were going to him. I just I had the impression they weren't there yet. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's always weird with time when they show you multiple scenes. You don't really know, you know. I always sort of assume they're kind of the same time, but yeah, uh, this is this is after that scene. So, and they were certainly going to do that. So, mm-hmm. so, so that works. That works. Uh, it will be interesting to me to finally see sort of Island Desmond again and see what he's what he's about at this point. I don't really know. Where he's gonna be? Uh, mm-hmm. but, but he was he was kind of crazy, and he's been uh, out of the picture for a little while, and and now he's like the pivotal character that everyone wants. Um, so I'm really curious to see what he's gonna think about that and what he's gonna do. Yeah. Ditto. Um, thank you for dittoing me. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Nice. Um, now I understand the appeal. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I, I, let's see, I, I would really like, this is, this is hoping for too much. I don't think I'm going to get this, but I would really like it if Ben would just ask Locke, you know, do you remember that time in the cabin, uh, you know, was that you in the cabin? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what happened with the cabin? Yeah, that that reminds me. I think that might have been part of what Ben was saying too when he says he realized the smoke monster was summoning him. Mm-hmm. Like maybe you know whatever experiences he had at the cabin, maybe he's sort of realizing that wasn't that obviously wasn't Jacob. That was that was Man in Black. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it might be hoping for too much, but the fact that they're together hanging out, it's uh, it's a question he could easily ask. So right. it's like. It's plausible that that something like that could come up. And, you know, in the incident, he does have a conversation. I mean, he still thinks he's Locke, but he does have a conversation with Man in Black about the cabin. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Where he says, you know, I was just as confused as you were when the stuff started flying around, you know, and it's like, ah, damn it, we didn't know it was Man in Black yet. Like, I want to know what he really thinks about that. Yeah. What do you have to say about the cabin, damn it? Well, and here's here's the other side of that too is Locke has those memories as well. So yes. Man in Black has it. So whether or not there was Man in Black, he at least knows what what Ben's talking he about. He knows what happened, right? So yeah. yeah, I just I wonder if he. If, I just I would like him if that's really him. I'd just like him to confirm it. I'd just like to hear from his mouth that that was him in there. It would it would, it would be helpful yeah. to me. It doesn't solve all the problems because then it's like no. okay, what does that mean? But Still, I I just I'd like I'd like some closure on that. Yeah. Since me since, too. since we have apparently you know two of the key characters involved with the cabin, it just it just mm-hmm. seems like it seems like it's at least possible. And you know they've always used finales to do 
some sort of sweeping up. Clean up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Clean up just, their messes. Yes, clean up their messes. <laughs> Anything they left off, they just, you know, throw in there. and, and Finish what they started. Like three. Oh, God. <laughs> you can quote Ross all day with <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> Um, so yeah, even if it's just a few lines, uh, you know, I'll take what I can get. Yeah. Um, but it's, uh, it's, uh, I'm really excited to see, uh, I'm wondering if there's a connection between destroying the, uh, the fact that, you know, what's up that with the island being underwater, if that means anything in the alternate timeline, I, better. they're going to destroy the island now. I, are they really going to destroy the island? Uh, oh man. Well, I think, you know, they're all about symmetry and bookending and, and other terms. Uh, and, you know, we saw the island underwater at the beginning of the season. So we only have to get the, you know, we have to get the end, the next part of that story, next, the next episode. Right. They've got to they've discuss the island underwater. Yes. Yes. You're right. That's the time to do it. But I really don't know what they're going to do with that, if that has any... I mean, could it be that they destroy the island? Uh, okay, I don't know. I don't know. I want to connect it somehow. But uh, uh, I guess we'll see. I, I, <laughs> I've done what I can do. You know, I'll say this, though. Um, we still don't know why there's hieroglyphs and stuff on the island. Oh. And, who, and who built the statue. Yeah. Stuff like that. We still don't know that. No, we really don't. We went, we went back 2,000 years in the history of the island, and we still don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> Tell that to, you know, Claude and Justin podcasting a couple of years ago. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to know this stuff. We're, you know, I remember my one of my one of my crackpot theories of, you know, the island being, being part of, uh, you know, uh, someplace in Africa. And, mm-hmm. And uh, the origin of life, or something, and 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 you know, installing the donkey wheel and turning it is what made the island sort of move and become an island in the first place, and that yeah. kind of stuff. And yeah, I thought we'd get, I thought we'd get some sort of you know early history of the island with in terms of the inhabitants, not just you know the protectors. Right. Um, and I guess we got a little bit with with that a last little. episode, but yeah. Um. Yeah. We didn't get to see if the statue was there, did we? No, they didn't show the statue. Yeah. So, I mean, they didn't clearly establish that it wasn't there, um, because it wasn't ever clear to me that they were on that beach. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, I'm not quite sure how they would tell us it's that beach, but uh, it didn't well, really look like use, it. They'd use the same sand. Duh. Oh, duh. God, what was I thinking? <laughs> It's a standard set design. <laughs> Use the same sand if it's the same beach. Come on. How else are you supposed to let the audience know? Hello. All right. Okay, fine. Yeah, so I wasn't sure if we were supposed to think. Because basically, okay, here's here's something I'll just throw out there. On the podcast. You know I'm cool. joking, right? Yes. Okay, I just want to make that clear. <laughs> yes. Sometimes things go, and it's like, oh, you were joking? <laughs> No, I thought you were just being crazy. I got that that was a joke, I think. Um uh on the official podcast they uh they were talking about they were talking about 
the island and the history. And I think Carlton Cuse basically let slip that the that the he said something like the Egyptians built Tower Rat. You know, so and then, sorry, the Egyptians what? The Egyptians built Tower Rat. Oh, Tower Rat. The statue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's not a and, word you hear all the time, and I thought, what word are you saying? <laughs> it's a hard um, one to say. It's kind of a mouthful. And then Damon steps in. He's like, what? The Egyptians built Tower Rat? What are you saying, Carlton? And so then it turned into this thing, and Carlton, well, that's just my theory. And so it, it, it got a little, you know, I wasn't sure what to make of it, but it almost seemed like Carlton just kind of said what the answer is. Well, that's obviously the answer. I mean, it's who uh, if they're not Egyptian, built by Egyptians, then somebody's guilty yeah. of uh, you know plagiarism, right? Uh, but um, yeah, I guess I guess getting the show to tell us that was what I'm talking about. But yeah, right. I guess that's the best we can do is just know that well, some Egyptians came at some point. <laughs> yeah, basically, I, I think that's supposed to be the idea. So how did they get there? I mean, it's, it's you know, they, the Egyptians had boats, but did they, they, did they really go that far or capable of going that far? Yeah. Any, any real distance? <laughs> Very short distances. If the islands move it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. know how it's supposed to work. It's kind of tricky. I, I mean, I showed Romans there. And so I guess, yeah, I feel like the Egyptians just, Came, I mean, that should mean the statue is there, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when when was the Egyptians, uh, you know? That yeah. was before uh, yeah. 5,000 years ago or something Egyptian like that? Egyptian is, yeah, I mean, it's, it's well, you know, I mean, they had, they had you know, the, the pyramid period is sort of a long time ago, but, you know, they, they had significant sort of civilization of the type that might build a statue like that. You know, up up until you know maybe a thousand years or so before the before the Roman period, uh, so so it, so it would be it would be quite a while before mm-hmm. the uh, you know, and and also there's the stuff like under the temple with all the hieroglyphs in there, um, so it definitely seems like uh, at some point there were Egyptians on the island, you know, probably before the Romans. Um, just based on what they built, you know, sort of historical stuff. So, so uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know how they got there. Uh, so, so many problems. Hey, I just had an idea. I wonder if the Egyptians built the temple only because of the fountain. Like, they found this body of water that magically healed people, so they built the temple around it. Oh, yeah, maybe so. Because, I mean, I was obviously there before the others and stuff like that. Um, right. So, and before Jacob would have been presenting himself to people, so they'd have no reason to sort of build it in his honor, right. I, I would imagine. Yeah. Uh, you know, directly. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I just, I just dawned on me. I was thinking, like, why would they build the temple there, you know, of all places? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, the, the big thing that's there is the um, the healing pool. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. It's just kind of a naturally occurring thing that they built around. Yeah, I mean, you know, tied to Jacob, but they don't know why. Right, right. You know. It's, I mean, it's a healing spring. What more do you want? Yeah, yeah. It'll do. I'll take it. 
hey, they only figured out a couple digits of pi, you know. They can they don't need to know how to why why the why the healing spring works. <laughs> right. Um, uh, yeah. All right, well. And Roman figured out the donkey wheel, apparently. Who did? Roman. Oh, Roman. (laughs) Yeah. That's something I didn't really think about or consider. Oh, and I'll just throw in at the end that there's, there's there's another deleted scene in this episode involving Claire and Locke, uh, I I didn't get totally clear on what happened, but it was at least sort of addressing the fact that, you know, we leave Claire on the docks and sort of Mm -hmm. never never see her in this episode. So it's some explanation for why she's not around. Wow, I feel bad that I didn't miss Claire at all in the uh, main (laughs) timeline story. I forgot she should have been around. That's why they cut it, I think. (laughs) It wasn't essential. But uh, since I know, I so rarely know about the, I just... Since I knew about it, I thought I'd bring up there was a clear and lock scene in this episode. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I really like it in that sort of script level version of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Something we've never had in previous seasons. Yeah. So, okay. Well. Well, that's it. I think you that's... Know, uh... I really would love to spend a lot of time theorizing. You know, this is the last time we can really try to guess what will happen on the next episode. I just don't have anything more. <laughs> I'm spent. Four or five. How long, how long have we been podcasting? Your theory, four years? Your theory well was dry. Is this four years? Uh, you want to quantify like that? It's, uh, let's see, we started in... Yeah, it's uh, seven, eight, yeah, four, uh, four years. Okay, yeah, four yeah. years of theorizing. We basically started I, in May 2006. Okay, yeah, like literally four years. Yeah. And uh, and I'm just, you know, I'm just, I just want to see what happens now. I just, I don't have a lot to try to get. It, it's, I feel bad because I know after stuff, ha- after it comes out and I watch it, I'm going to be like, man, I should have tried to guess this, and I should have tried to guess that, and I should have yeah. tried to guess this, and... But I'm just going to say now that I'm not going to try any harder than this seven-hour podcast. <laughs> it's enough. <laughs> yeah, it's enough. I think I think we've done our share of guessing and theorizing about what's hap- what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, throughout the, the episode, I definitely what I what I really lack is a grand unifying theory. But mm-hmm. but I've never had one. I'm not surprised that. At at the end of this run, I still don't have one episode before the last. So yeah, you know, uh, uh, I have little things that I'm expecting, but in the end, I think they're probably just going to surprise me. So here's one thing I'd want to discuss real quick before the end of the podcast: is who do you think will either die or who do you think will make it? Whichever game uh, you want to play. Okay. Who's going to be left standing? Um, uh, that's okay. I think. For the alternate timeline, I don't know what the fuck they're doing. So no, no, just main timeline. So alternate timeline up. is anybody's guess. Yeah, I give up on that. Um, but for main timeline, I think, I think Sawyer might die. Okay. Sorry, Sawyer. Um, uh, but I think I think there's there's a decent chance he'll die. I think I think Kate could got could die too. Okay. Um, I don't think Hurley's gonna die. Uh. I don't think 
Jack is going to die, although he could. It's possible. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Who else is out there? I think Desmond very well could die doing whatever his purpose is. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, okay. I think Ben very well could die. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so now you give me a list of the people who you think could die, and that's everyone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the only, I've excluded Hurley. I don't think Hurley's going to die. Okay. I yeah. So far, I'm, I'm just trying to sort of run through in my mind. Miles, uh, Miles is probably gonna die. Yeah. I think I I don't see Miles making it. Um, Vincent will probably live. <laughs> oh, he's gonna yeah. Um, Him and Cindy will live happily ever after. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. So I guess I for me it does look like all the characters. Have I, I feel like Jack's gonna live, but I do think there's a chance. There's this uh, somewhat of a chance he could die, um, and I, I like I'm kind of inclined to think Sawyer's gonna die, and then I think you know most of the characters are up for grabs as far as dying. Uh, for me, with the extent, I would be really surprised if Hurley dies. Yeah, personally, I just I I just can't imagine him doing that. I could see him trying to save somebody. He gets shot or hit or something, and oh, I got shot, dude. You know. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, you know what? I, I just had an, a vision of the end of the loss, and I'm thinking, you know, this idea of Jack being the protector and whether or not he's going to live or die. And, you know, part of me feels like, you know, like I said before, it was so easy for him to be the protector. <laughs> Don't tell him that, right, his long journey. But uh, but in terms of just the transfer. <laughs> <laughs> really don't tell him that. <laughs> yeah, this is a cakewalk for you, right, Jack? Yeah. Uh, um, I was just thinking, well, maybe what will happen is it won't, you know, it sort of won't matter that he won't even get the chance to protect the island because Locke is going to try to destroy it. Right. So at the end of the day, the island is destroyed. And uh, and and maybe, you know, I, I see this shot of, like, who, God, I hate that it's on the plane, but that's the only vehicle we have left, that, you know, one or two people who survive and get off the island see the island being destroyed from a distance. You know, we know, you know, we know Desmond's going to do his thing and there's a big standoff at the, at the, at the source and, you know, Jack is there maybe and Desmond and, and Locke or whatever. And, and, you know, the, the, the two, you know, Desmond throws Locke down there or, Lock those Desmond down there. They both go down there, and we just cut to who's ever leaving the island, and and the island like you know blows up or something, and we don't know who survives or what happens. And there's your show. Wow. You know they leave it. They leave it a little ambiguous. Like you know, did Man in Black actually die? Is mm-hmm. he destroyed? Is he not destroyed? You know, I can I can see something like that happening. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because with no island, it's over. You know, it, there's no need to protect it when there's no yeah. island. Yeah, that's true. But of course, the question is then, does it matter about the light source? Right. And, uh, you know, all that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like they're going to have to say something about that. Um, I would also love if Mother is wrong about that. She's just wrong. <laughs> and that the light is, like, totally something else. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, mother was pretty vague, so. Mhm. Uh, so so I don't know. We'll see what else they want to tell us about it. They might they yeah. might say something more. Um. Uh. 
infinite, infamously vague, I guess. Uh, have you? So, are you taking a position on the characters dying? I, you know, I think Sawyer's up to die. I think, I think, um, I think Kate is up to die, and um, and I think there's. I don't want Jack to die. There's no part of me who wants Jack to die, but I feel like. I feel like there there's something writing wise that would be satisfying if Jack dies. Yeah. Uh, and um uh I agree with you that Hurley is probably on the not die list and um Oh, what did you what do you think about Claire? Well, I forgot about I know, Claire. I forgot about Claire. It's so funny, we were just talking about how we didn't remember about Claire and then we forgot about her again. What? Just what like is... just like when she was telling Jack about people abandoning her and then they abandoned her. <laughs> I know, that's what I was going to say. We're just doing the same thing. We just yeah, everyone abandoned Claire. Claire. Oh, Claire, oh yeah, is she there? Well, i got to tell you, Jacob's, Jacob's whole thing about choosing people who are alone, man, Claire was definitely alone. <laughs> yes. Alone yes. and abandoned. Really alone. Yeah. Um, I think Claire's going to die. Okay. You don't think she'll get off and go raise Aaron? No. So the grandmother's just got to raise all the grandkids? Yeah. Yeah. Aaron's my Aaron's grandmother and yeah. Dion's grandmother just sorry. Get stuck raising another set of <laughs> they kids. They didn't go to the alternate timeline and live with their twins or something. Oh god. Yeah, it's gonna be weird. Don't do that. Um, Let's not have that show. <laughs> uh, yeah, she could. She could live. She could live. I just think. I just think she's. She's been pretty far gone, and they, she has kind of come back from that to a certain extent. But I just. I think she could go the way of Saeed. Okay. Now, you know, my little my little vision of lost ending with a couple of survivors leaving on the plane and seeing the island explode. I now I want to put Kate and Kate and Claire on that plane. Okay. With a surprise flank uh Frank flying it. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. I think I forgot someone needs to fly the plane, so Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to give it to Frank. Yeah. Okay. Well, how do you even turn a plane around? I don't know how they're going to take off. And it's got a cracked windshield. It's got a lot of problems. <laughs> it was a dodgy plot to begin with. Yeah. I, I'm really surprised how much time they spent on. We're going to get on the plane. You get on the plane. It's, I, we talked about it a lot. And, I mean, now it's like they're not even – that's not even a big thing right now. Yeah. Now it's about I'm gonna destroy the island and we gotta protect this and it, nobody's even talking about the plane anymore. I just feel like if if they're if they once they realize that Locke wants to destroy you know, they're gonna the losties are gonna be out to destroy Locke. Once they realize Locke wants to destroy the island, I feel like Jack is gonna be like, Well, you guys need to get off the island. You know, he's gonna want to try mm-hmm. to save, you know, uh save the people who he can save. So I think you know, I, I like I said, I hate them using the plane because I don't think it makes sense. But I don't know what else they can use. So yeah, uh, I, part of me feels like some some people will get off the island. I guess that's another question. Do you think anyone will actually get off, or any ideas on that? Is oh. everyone doomed to stay there? Will some people yeah. escape? Yeah, yeah. I don't see. I mean, if I'm saying Hurley lives, I have to say how. Uh, Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I don't. I still. I I think Frank's dead, so I don't know how they're gonna fly that plane. But and so then I don't know how they're gonna leave the island. Oh my god, I had an awful crackpot theory. Here I, it goes. Okay. 
not to interrupt you, but real quick, Hurley Hurley gets on the plane. He's trying to figure out how to fly it, fly it, and a dead Frank appears to him, tells him how to oh, fly the plane. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Oh shit! That would work. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh, man. That's perfect. There you go. I love when those ideas just pop up. <laughs> there you go. I forgot he had that ability. That's that's perfect. Yeah. Okay. Okay. There we go. That gets your plane. I had a different idea, which is uh, he just goes and uh, turns the frozen donkey wheel. Oh, okay. And gets off that way. That's the, that's the easiest way I know of to get off the island. Yeah. Uh, I don't really know why he would do it or why he would even know what to do, but whatever. I that's that's the best thing I besides the plane, that's the best thing I can think of for them to get off. Yeah. It's a little crappy to kinda of just wake up in the desert in Tunisia, but you know, whatever. Woodmore's dead, he can't help anyone there. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So he he could just die in the dead. Wow, that'd be really depressing. <sighs> but uh that probably won't happen. But yeah, just throw that out there as a possibility. Okay. You know, and I guess if the donkey wheel can transport you, like maybe it'll turn out that the light source or something can transport them, or you know, I don't know. Maybe there'll be some other way to, yeah, to to, to get off that doesn't involve the plane. But if they do use the plane, the Frank Ghost pilot is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, think I love it. Yeah, I, I love to see Hurley trying to fly a plane. <laughs> you can you imagine? You know, Frank was already sarcastic when he was alive. Can you imagine how oh. sarcastic he'd be when he's dead? Oh man! Wow, wow! I don't know if we're ready for that. <laughs> what do you want from me? I'm dead. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, also Hurley, as he pointed out, Hurley's the vehicle guy. So mm-hmm. it just mm-hmm. seems appropriate that he'd end the show flying a fucking. Yeah. It's so ridiculous. I love when I start believing ridiculous theories. <laughs> that's how I know it's the end of the podcast. Yeah, right. Like, yes, that's it. I believe it. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, no, it's uh, uh okay, so and here's another another question. Um do you think Locke will succeed in destroying the island? <sighs> okay. I I'm not prepared to say yes or no, but I guess I'll 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 give percentages or something. I I really want to say no. The, I think the island might be destroyed, but I don't think he's going to succeed. So so I'm really going to talk about yeah I know what's the difference, but I I I really going to talk about whether or not the island will be destroyed. Um, and I'll say I I. I really tilt towards no. I think for me it's sort of a sixty forty thing. That that so sixty percent you think the island will not be destroyed. Yeah. Respect irrespective of who does it or how it happens. Yes. Because I agree. There's a slight difference with Locke succeeding versus the island getting destroyed by you know Desmond trying to kill Locke or something or yeah exactly something like that. Or they sort of realize that they have to destroy the island to protect it. <laughs> Or something, mm-hmm. you know, like that. That's the kind of thing I could definitely see happening. I, it, you know, if Smokey just wins, I mean, that would be quite an ending. But uh, I, I don't see that happening. So, I, so I think, uh, uh, so, so I'm, I'm, I'm leaning towards not, not de- destroying the island, but, but only a little bit. I mean, it's, it's sixty forty. 
Well, good. I'm leaning 60-40. The value will be destroyed. So I, I, I like the counterbalance. So we have here. Okay. All right. Good. We're we're uh, we're perfectly matched on on the other side. Yeah. And, uh, it, will... it is the kind of thing. I think they're going to go out with the bang, and I think you know. Um, what what bigger bang than seeing the island? Uh, Absolutely. I don't know. I don't know what, but destroyed. Yeah. 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 It's. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Next episode. Yeah, I mean, part of it is I'm just not sure what kind of ending they want to do. So, mm-hmm. hard, harder for me to really envision how the island fits into that since I don't know what they're going to do. But yeah, just. I don't know. I'm slightly leaning that way, but I don't know. We'll see. I, I'll, I'll pretty much be happy either way as long as it's good. Um, are you, uh, is he gone? Yeah. Oh, it's just me for a few seconds. Um, I never have time anymore to pull up a good news story, but I will try. Let's see what happened here. Um, um, I'm back. Ah, okay. One last drop for the podcast. <laughs> yeah, that timing was fantastic. So what were you saying? Um, I was saying that... Uh, I was basically saying that... Uh, uh, that, that basically that I'm, I'm okay with either direction as long as it's sort of a good satisfying ending you know i I, Mm -hmm. i'm okay i'm okay the way i definitely think seeing the island destroyed would be cool in a way i could also see sort of having the island continue into the future as the ending as well so yeah yeah. i I think both could could be really good it 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 depends on what they do i'm just yeah i don't know to me i just feel like the island is there but i'm not totally sure about that that's why i'm 60 40 Mm -hmm. you're not totally sure that the island is there I didn't really finish my thought. <laughs> I really agree. You know, the show, you know, the island is the center of the show, and it's sort of about protecting the island. And, I mean, I, it just seems to me like that, that easily could lead to the island continuing to exist. Mm-hmm. Which is why they're going to destroy it. Which is why they could destroy it, yes. <laughs> Well, I have to say, one of us will be right, and uh, we will find out very, very, very soon. On the next podcast, find out who is correct. <laughs> yes, place your bets now. Place your bets. Um, well, all right, then. I think uh, you got anything else for this episode or uh, lost in general? I mean, I, I'm i going to save all my crying for later. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This episode just got me excited for the finale. I mean, it mm-hmm. is it is sad in a way. Uh, there's a lot of big uh, moments here, but it just it feels like such a build to this dramatic conclusion. I, I yeah, it'll be the finale where where I really have to you know deal with the end. Yeah, totally. So, but I mean, I'm excited about it. I think it'll be fun to watch and uh, you know talk about talk about in detail, talk about the show as a whole and just kind of, you know, do the, do the grand finale of this giant project that we started on four years ago. (sighs) So long ago. Wow. Four year project. Yeah. Uh, and we won't be done. I mean, I, 
anything that happens with Lost in the future will be ripe for podcasting. Yeah, anything yeah. that happens, something comes out, a new DVD or whatever. It's not the end of the Lost Lowdown. Um, no, no. I mean, I really, yeah, just in terms of, you know, the, when the new episodes come out. Yeah, and it's the end of the, 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 the main period. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. We won't disappear or anything. It's just. Still, it's a significant sort of milestone. Yeah, and of course we have all the stuff we talked about before. We want to do the, you know, mm-hmm. the series recap, yeah. uh, retrospective, you know, doing commentary stuff. And, yeah. Uh, so there's plenty, 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 plenty more lost talk to do, uh, even when it's over. Yes. Um. But yeah, thanks for listening, guys. We'll be back. Uh, well, we'll be back. It's Saturday, pretty soon. <laughs> really, really soon. Uh, with, uh, with our pilot commentary uh, podcast. Uh, look for details on that on the website. And uh, and then, of course, Sunday will be the uh, the reaction podcast, initial reaction podcast, right after all of the lost hoopla uh, Sunday night. And then, of course, we'll have our main finale podcast Um sometime within the next week and a half or so. And, uh, yeah, it'll be, it'll, you know, it's like, it's like we're gearing up for the final leg of this journey. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We're doing our own series of events. Yeah. Cool. Well, that'll do it. Yes. This is the last slow down. Oh, I've been listening to the wrong podcast this entire time. <laughs> wow. What Wait, podcast have you been? Oh, just imagine some listener going, this is a lost lowdown. Oh, no. Oh, oh, okay. I wasted okay. seven and a half hours on <laughs> wrong podcast. Wow. Well, I'm sorry, sir. Uh, all right, guys. Thanks again for listening. Uh, we'll be back soon. Uh, thanks and namaste. Namaste and good luck.